Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. We are back. Welcome back to another episode of the Elf Blokes Podcast. Fucking episode 200. Let's go, baby. Here to give the everyday battler a voice and delete head noise one laugh at a time. Let's fucking delete. This is one well-deserved crack. Fucking get this up, yous. We're actually um, adding a bit of a pussy element into today. Yeah, there's these things called kitty caps, and it's literally a whole... To slide over the cans, the cans hole, and you drink it through the hole on top of the hole. If that doesn't make sense, I'll show the camera now. You're Quinn, drinking piss out of a vagina. That's right. To put it simply, so that's the hole. You slide it over the can, and you drink it through the hole. So that's what we. It looks like he's got a bit of shit around his. No, no, no. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> is, yours so, the, is yours an arsehole? Oh no. No, no, no. No, we don't discriminate here. We've got a brown and a white. Oh, it's leaking a and bit. I ooh. normally have that effect. <laughs> <laughs> righto. <laughs> Good start. So, um, righto, today we got that much shit to cover, right? We got Cambodian, the last two weeks of his life. There's plenty of shit going on there, the Northwest trip, all that sort of stuff. We've got some of the carry-ons from the best people that have called in, some of our favourites over the last two years. We're going to recap what we love about the show. So much shit to go through. But we've had something pretty special up our sleeves for a while now and didn't know when the best time was to show you. We thought episode 200 would be perfect, would be a perfect time for it. Our sound wizard, BT, shout out to that fucking legend, Whipped this up for us for the live show that we played, and we've kept it away from you all till then. So wrap your fucking listeners around the Alpha Blokes tune. Get it in yous. DJ Punkin. 
Can I get a Probably suits that song, but I don't know. Oh, yeah, no pies. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But I hope you fucking love that and it picked the energy up because the energy's hot in here. If you're not on Patreon, this table has fucking enough piss to get about 100 blokes drunk and we're going to get into it. <laughs> we did. We're two shots in already. So. I think yeah. we got every colour range of uh, the wet pussy or the sour puss or whatever. Mm-hmm. We got obviously better beer, which I'm pounding through this hole at the moment. Yep. And uh, we got some DV. Oh, I think we would get absolutely <laughs> raped if we didn't um, knock the head off Tato. Oh, of course, Tato. <laughs> we haven't we haven't hit Tato for a while. And the Tato came in 100. Remember, Tato came in 100. So <laughs> it's his birthday. Instead of ashes, he's just yep. he's just got his piss. And I'm gonna tip. I'm gonna tip a bit. Into the head of Tato. <laughs> into the head. Never been done before. And I'm going to sip one out of his head. Nice. Oh. oh. Thanks for 
Hey, thanks for a hundred. We tata. thought the, we thought the fucking um kitty cap was bad. Yeah, we're having yeah. a shot out of a taxidermy fucking guinea pig's Remember head. Remember when Cam just pounded it during the live companion? <laughs> 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 Mate, I remember when Cam pounded piss that hard back in the day that he was curled up under the table and we had to restart the episode. 30 minutes. First one we've actually had to redo. Yeah, episode two, wasn't it? Yeah, episode two. You got mm. excited. We completed the first one and yeah. I might have gave a couple of home truths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 and then fucking curled up. But anyway, shout out to Tato, been a big part of the show, big part of the set, and uh, yeah, getting stuck. Cheers, right Fez. In. You just warmed my whole fucking body up. Tato. We're working on a new set piece too, Fez and I. Secret. Oh yeah, yeah, we are. So keep an eye out for that, patrons. I fucking, <laughs> I'm keen to hear about that. Fucking out. Cheers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. <laughs> oh mate, so I suppose in the middle of pounding all this today. I think everyone, well, the trendsetters are like a crack addict with no crack for two weeks. The Pooh Bandit did a great job. Did. Thank you very much, Pooh, for jumping in. But they're like a crack addict without crack, except they're a daddy addict without daddy. And yes. daddy's fucking back. We're Don't back. So and thanks to fucking Borrow. He's yeah, done yeah. well. I uh, was texting the other day, said so thanks fucking for holding the shit with Tommy. So. Mm. Very much appreciated. The bloke's got a fucking few stories and some great yarns on him <laughs> yeah. and a perfect uh, fit to this show. Well, mate, if we ever that happens, if I go away again, you know, I'm sure you're going to bring a bloke on that does the same. We know how to yarn. That's right. We yarn. That's we're yarn. We we're yarners. Fucking right. And we're piss drinkers too. That's Definitely right. today. And we're bringing it back for you. We've, you've asked us to get back to the old days. We never had this much piss on the table or drunk as much back in the old days. So we'll see how we go today. The yarns might get a bit slurry, but this is what you asked for, so this is what you're fucking getting. And we got another ep after this, so yeah. we'll be fucking slurry. Oh, Stay tuned oh. for 201. 201. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky it's a talkback, so yeah. you do the heavy lifting and we just fucking We dribble. just comment. It'll be a, that'll probably be a very edited episode, that one, so <laughs> tune into Patreon. But um, Cambodian, mate. I haven't even talked to you about your trip yet, so this will be mm. your first to me and everyone else. Mate, how has the last two weeks been at Northwest? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Northwest Island, 2023. Was good. The weather was shit. Oh, no. There was... Um, because we got a carry online, I'm not going to fucking discriminate myself. But I did have a good time, but mm. I didn't show it at all times. Oh, didn't you? Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> True. No, no, I got a little bit negative out there. Yeah, right. Eh? Because of the shit weather. It's one of your. It's one of your. Um, your <laughs> My faults. wife's staring at me with her arms crossed through the fucking room. <laughs> you anything to add up? <laughs> Plenty, she reckons. <laughs> but um, no, it was good. It was good to get away. You don't realise how much the old world can change when you're at a reception. Fucking two weeks. Oh, Bugs fighting for the fucking belt. Yeah, Usman's fighting. Fucking Usman's as fighting, well. and fucking Israel's at war. Yeah, yeah. Bit on. Mm. We haven't even covered that either. It's oh, one of those. Oh, you mentioned the psych, the shooting. For the oh, last week's was that a part of that? Yeah, that's See, what started it, I believe. Don't quote me on that. The hardest thing about being disconnected from mainstream media because I think they're fuckheads is I don't, like, watch 
the news channels or follow a lot of things. I just sort of see things or the alpha news. We try and have a bit of fun and stuff like that. So when a serious topic like that comes up, I often am a bit late to the party because it's not like I'm watching fucking sunrise every morning to get the local. No, you know? no. But it's fucking full on. Yeah, fucking right. But, yeah, so how talk us through what piss did you take over? What piss did you take home? How did you perform on the Cambodian? Like, how... Um, had a bit of piss drama, actually. Oh, no. So I had the better beers, of course, and then uh, we had a few cartons of fucking northerns and all... Yeah, you want plenty of fucking domestic violence. Actually got really into me uh, maker's mark. Into oh, my work nice. there. Oh. Probably knocked over three or four bottles there. <laughs> So, <laughs> big Mitchie, that, shout out to him. <laughs> I reckon that I think someone said to me yesterday, eight cartons of beer. This is two weeks. <laughs> eight and ten bottles of one liter rums. Oh. Really? Yeah. That's got to be a fucking world record. That's nearly a bottle of rum a day. Yeah. <laughs> Forty pounder too. Well, that's, that's what happens when you got shit weather. So is that envy? Yeah, yeah, that, well, yeah that's, like, that's the problem. Well, well that's what We had to get it. more sent over. Did you? Yeah. We had to get bottles sent over. Fuck off. Nah. Talk, talk them through what you took over then, because when you took that over, Beck goes, did you hear what they bought to take over for piss? And I said, darling, you'd rather be looking at it than looking for it. Always yeah, well, I think that. I brought four <clears throat> bottles of Maker's Mark, bottle of vodka, maybe two. Yep. Um, I think I took six cartons over. Yep. Uh, what else? What else? Wine. Oh yeah, we bought. How many bottles of wine did we take? Fourteen. Sixteen. <laughs> we got. We come home with three, <laughs> so we didn't get through all that because of the heat, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, nah, yeah, plenty of piss. Did you fucking? So did you just cop wind the whole time? Yeah. And then um, a couple of funny things out of it. No one decided to tell me that there was a reef closure pretty much the whole last week of the trip. Fuck off. I did not know until the end. Are you kidding? No. Whose fault's that? Well, I was never informed and I should have been informed, but they thought it was the funniest thing ever because they go, oh, well, I've stopped fishing anyway and the weather's shit tomorrow. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, reef closure at midnight. You have to go chase a mackie. You can go chase Mackie or go get a cray or something still. But no fucking fin fish. So no sweet lip, trout, reds. Fucking hell. Hussa. Like, is that, was that, was that known like months prior to the planning of the trip? Yeah, I'd what? say every year there's reef closure at some point. So I, I reckon, think it ended um, tonight. I reckon if you were planning. It's still, it's, still, it's still closure at the moment. So when this episode yeah, yeah. comes out, it's back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually got a sniff of that um, in Agnes the other day. Someone said something. And I didn't even think that you were out there. Because it's like, if you were going to go and camp at the reef, you probably wouldn't do it when there's a reef closure. Yeah, and you wouldn't want to be travelling back in a boat with fish on board in a closure either. Oh, because you had to do, you had to do a few dramas. Well, we, we obviously... Um, we obviously... Yeah, bought a heap of boats. Well, no, we were on the barge. Yeah, so yeah. So we did, yeah, filled in and over there and... Yeah. I've acted and had it in fridges, but we didn't travel back with anything. Because you don't know what they're going to do. There could be someone going, oh, you got fish on board, mate. Fucking all the best. Yeah. Take your boat off you or whatever. Fuck. So, yeah, that um, that happened at the end of the trip. I'm skipping a bit, but, um, yeah, daughter got sick. We actually had to come home a uh, day or two early. 
Was it day or two? Thursday night we had to come home. And that would have been a drama not having to pack up. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the old Cambodian, Dal, I need you to be real sick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a moment I was on the boat at night. It was a prime run home. Oh. It was like, finally, it was a pretty good run home. Oh, caught and, the cream and I, run. And I sort of just stood up and I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, Because there's one thing about that I've heard about dog. Which is your father-in-law, great man. Met him plenty of times, can't speak highly enough of him. He's an A-grade camper. Mm-hmm. Like, as in, has his shit together. So that means heaps of stuff. Yeah, you 100%. Well, Which I, you live in comfort over on an island like that. Well, that was 14 of us that mm. went over, and uh, I had a story up of my full truck bed and trailer, and we had three other youths with trailers full. Yeah. So, so we had a bit on. So it's just, just probably cl- um, glamping, really. It's so shout glamping. out to Larry for getting Daddy out of packing up. That's right. <laughs> Let's have a shot to that. Yeah, what colour are we going to hit? Let's go the yellow. Oh no, the pink. The pink's already open. Yeah, we're on the. But we're, yeah, we're so, drinking beer out of the. So pink. as long as she's well, all right, is she is she coming good? What? Yeah, yeah it has me. She, she just had um really high temps, like a viral infection, and um <clears> we finally tracked down a thermometer on the island. Yep. And um, she was 39. And yeah, um, yeah, that's where you panic as a parent. Yeah, well, like just, <clears throat> I don't even know if a chopper can proper land there at a high tide mark. Yeah. And then to go get a boat across to maybe Heron Island. Oh, fuck's sake. And that's... then it was just getting to the point, and then she started throwing up as well. Yeah. And then we knew we could only have the high tide mark um, to get out outside of the reef. Yep. So we um, finally made a call and shot back. Yeah. Yep. Or knock this. Yeah. One positive out of that whole thing is the pack up thing. That's the only positive. Yes. Oh. I must add we had it good too because of the kid. Um Brandon sent it set it tend up as well. Oh true. <laughs> when we got there. Yeah, nice. Oh yeah, for his little girl. That's right, for his granddaughter. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. yeah, so daddy cop that too. So I, you got out of set up and pack up. Yeah. Nah, well, yeah. still, <laughs> hey, nah there's a fair bit of fucking setting up still. Yeah. That's a massive effort for anyone that's going to go do it, just getting all the shit from everyone. Because you help everyone else out as well. Yeah, I heard that. Like, the barge goes over, every single person involved helps get it off, get it on. And people leaving as well, they come onto the barge, help you get your stuff off, and then you should stay really on the boat and help so, people so get there's, on. So there's a trick for young players. If you're going to go, make the most of your money and bring fuck loads of shit because everyone, <laughs> everyone helped you. Well, and I, and I think they fucking charge you out the arm. Anyway, it's like $500 for a crate. Yeah, copy. Which is pretty much one person's fare to get over there. Talk to us about the setup, brother. What would you have over there? Like, talk to us through the camp. As Mate, in... we watched the grand final over there. Nice, oh, nice. stop it. I was thinking of you in that oh. room. I'm going, holy, pretty much until the last minute. Mate. You would have been getting peppered. Mate, I I was one out of 40 cunts that was going for Penrith. There was a couple of neutral supporters that just fucking chimed in when they wanted to. But I was the only one in the jersey sitting at a table when Ezra Mam scored his third try, I had ten blokes around me pointing, going, "Who are ya? Who are ya? Who are ya?" <laughs> and I just fucking copped me medicine, mate, because I went, "That was great! Like they're fucking killing us, whatever." Yeah. 
Panthers scored their second last try. I'd have spun around and went four down with momentum. Cuts. I'd rather be me than you. <laughs> and fucking did it. Groper's sunken down across the bar because he initiated all of it. Sunken down, head in hands. I think he cried. Jace is <laughs> fucked. The whole lot's fucked. And then and the I kick. Just, oh, and mate, I just, I didn't even carry on. I just went, I don't need to carry on. These idiots are sunk enough. I'll just let them cry. And, uh, yeah, no, so that was pretty good. So that was a highlight having the fucking satellite. Yeah, that would have been good. Had to walk to the other side of the island to get reception when I called you that day. We got about a three and a half minute yarn in. I hit you with the important stuff and you cut out. Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> It was fucking proper blowing that day too. Yeah. But, hey, uh, so we, I, reckon we, I reckon we're in the top three of best camps over there. Oh, I can imagine. The things I've heard of dogs camping, Yeah, I can just Just imagine. the hot sh- – you don't realise how much a hot shower – can just reset you, rejuvenate. Well, see, that's the that's the things you normally miss camping. Like if I think of things that you go for an average camp, where you just chuck shit in your back of your ute, it's the hot shower, it's the always being sandy, and it's I don't know, maybe some luxuries like cooking equipment or or something that you just bring. I don't know what. Well, there's a few things I've learned introduced into this family: baby powder on your feet, obviously, to get keep the sand off. Stop it. Are you serious? Before you go to bed, yeah. Oh fuck off. So you won't have any sand stick to your feet. So you powder your, powder your feet up. Oh, are you kidding? <laughs> Fucking stop it. Powder your feet, cunts, if you don't want set. So have you powdered your feet before you went to the beach? Would you fucking get out of the beach with no powder? Yeah, no I, don't I don't know. I don't know. Go down, <laughs> to, down yeah. to Agnes Esplanade with fucking white powdered feet. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there you go. There's a little tip. And just the floor meshing too, just down like... Obviously, you're on get you on, a, on an island, so putting mm. that floor mesh down yep. is fucking everywhere. It's prime. And, and then just getting the um, battery blowers out in the morning, blowing all the paths down. Mate. This so is she's like, just, just like you're living on. And like, this is years, thing. years of work into about 10 minutes worth of tips here with Cambodia. That's right. So baby powder for the feet, leaf blowers for the fucking... Paths. The and the rake seat. when you want to just really... Final trim the fucking thing like a grater. Yeah, yeah. So we've got baby powder. We got and I fuck. reckon those those green rooms like we do with the poly pipe and the joiners and the big tarp over it. I reckon we just start using that camping at a few different spots, not just northwest. Yeah, was well, because you could set that up. You can have the. Eight, so was that like uh, the lounge camp. room? Yeah, well, that's just the dining and cooking area because you got the eight fridges down one side. Couple of tables set up in the middle for serving and prepping. Couple of tables over here, and then the Weber's right down the end to do all the actual cooking and the deep fryer. It is a bit leaky. You got that effect too, buddy. Yeah, I work. <laughs> just letting you know, my hole just leaked on the top of my can. Yeah, his beer. Kitty caps. I like your product, but make it not leak. One highlight when we did go fishing, mm. Mitchie and Ben bought electric reels. Like just a normal rod, electric reels. Oh fucking what? Yep. Oh, so you it. just plug it into an Anderson plug <laughs> in the boat, and you just drop it sixty, seventy meters, and just go. Wing. <laughs> <laughs> just hold like a new normal rod. That's my type of fishing, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so they just fucking stayed over cans and pressed buttons. Yep. 
like obviously they were um, on their normal rods as well, and yeah, they just yeah, bought yeah. them for a bit of fun because oh, they, yeah. they wanted to get to the shelf, and that's obviously two hundred meters. No one's hand pulling well, that. No, that's fair enough. I thought you were just ducking out just outside the fucking bay, and uh, oh, don't worry, I was. I was using it in ten meters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you could hook like um, that is it was a heap of undersized reds. Like I think I don't know how many we would have got. Um, for the trip between us, it wouldn't have been too many. Everything was like 50 to 53. What's legal? 55. Oh, what a cunt. But, yeah, there was just heats around that 48 to 53 mark. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on? Well, what was the be- best, biggest fish of the trip? Biggest fish? Hadley Roberts was over there with Andy Grant. Was he? Yeah. He was staying on um, Andy's boat. Shout out to them. Yeah. Um, and he got a decent red. Yeah, no. And there was some stonking trout. Was there? Yeah. I did not catch one trout for the trip. Yeah. Did your missus out fishy again? She's saying yes. I kind of got some bigger lipper than her. Yeah, well, you've got oh. plenty of lip. Yeah, I've, I've got some good lipper. <laughs> Mate, if there's any targets... She reckons you got four trout. Mate, if there's any species that you'd be fucking good at, it's lipper. L- lipping up. <laughs> Lip up, baby. Kevin Brady and steaming at Northwest. I um we went up to the Bloomfield Lagoon. It's fucking incredible. I have to put up some photo of it. Yep. And um that was one of the days we probably should have gone fishing, but we decided we'll go have like a family snorkel and fucking rah yeah. rah rah with everyone. The old rah rah. Yep. Yeah. I've Cass has actually spotted this massive cray, probably the biggest cray I've ever seen. And dickhead me didn't have gloves on or a gun, so I've taken my fishing shirt off. And I've got down under like the ledge. Daddy versus Cray. Daddy versus Cray. And <laughs> I've just kept breaking its antennas down and couldn't get it. it oh, you didn't get it. Absolutely spewing. So it beat you. It beat me. Daddy versus Cray. Cray one, Daddy none. Yeah, I'm just pulling, coming up to the surface with more antennas. Oh. I reckon if I, the second time it stayed there when I went down. Yeah. And I probably should have gone and got the gun or a hand spear or something like that. Yeah, but I didn't. Oh no! And then I lost the cunt. I was off, and everyone was at me. Oh, but I, they would have. They because like um, like Carl said, if you don't grab him with a glove, like even that shirt, he's had him pin, pin his hand to the top of the ledge and just hold it there, and you could be like stuck. Yeah. Oh, true. Definitely the size of this fucking thing too. Did you just um get stuck into a bit of cooking? Yeah, we did. Like, we'll yeah. Get, should we lay, say, save that for cooking? Yeah, for we'll save that for cooking for day. Well, only thing I wanted to mention, um, yeah, so we come home early. Mia was sick and um, we had autopilot middle of the night coming home. And um, I don't even know if you want me to tell this, but fuck him. Here we are. Um, it's 200. We, fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> it was not his fault. It's no one's fault. The it's autopilot, the sensor or something must have let go. For the hydraulics. Mm. And instead of shooting like some safety thing where it'd shoot back to the accumulator or something like that, you'd think there'd be some T-piece that would stop this from happening. It has spun a 7.6 metre boat in a full 360. Oh, fucking. In the middle of the night, middle of the ocean. Lucky it was good weather. And it spun us around like yeah, on a dime, like we're in a fucking jet boat tour in New Zealand. What? Cass is holding me. Lucky she's sitting like she was probably sitting down and I was lying down and he was in the driver's seat and he pulled the throttle back straight away once Holy it, fuck. But holy, we were going, what the fuck? We thought we spun on top of a whale or something. But I'm like, imagine going through north entrance and there's a pile on there and that happens. Yeah, or a boat like I did. Or another boat. Yeah, that's, fucking... that's fucking hectic. But I was like, 
Did everyone go all right? Like, did you slam into anything? Or no, nah, no, nah, because it was just the middle. Actually, we just done this. Fourth. Fuck. No, no, but I mean, you in the boat because like no, nah, I was lying down. Oh. I was lying down on a on, on a clothes bag, and Cass had Mia with her life jacket and just sort of just holding it down there. Yeah. And um, so yeah. Fucking I, I, hell! I, I'm waiting to see that what he what rattled. he actually figures out. Oh, I did. I was laughing. I was going. Cass gave a couple home truth. Don't turn that cunt on again. Yeah. So we went manual the whole way home. I wonder. So if... I, I think it must have just like tried to oversteer it. Like obviously the brain of it's gone. You're not steering straight. Well, and it's just fucking flicked it. Well, technology's great until it isn't, right? Oh like, yeah. Then, you know, like as in it's so good, but that happening even one in a hundred times. If there had been a pylon or a boat at that wrong time, every fucking person Mate, in that boat's if dead. If, if you're in Oregon dead set, if you're in an open tinny, a cat, or didn't pull the throttle off, there would have been a way different outcome. Yeah. Oregon just an open tinny. Like, yeah, you're just yeah, going yeah. flying out of it. Yeah, or, or, just... or imagine a big cat at 25 knots, and that just happens. Both motors just... And they're so what's a five the, and a half ton boat or something. So what's the process behind that? Like, if you go... If you go fucking off the back of that, was that Carl's boat? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So off the back of that, then what Like, what do you even check to fucking see what happens there? Because it's not like the old typical electrician thing that they do and they just isolate it and turn it on and it works and they go fixed. You sort of, when it's something like that, you want to make sure that fucking does well, I think happen. you will see a sense of fail, but to stop it happening or some safety thing, I think you actually have to get another different module box that actually... Marries up with a different system. I think you might have an aftermarket system that's yeah, not right not okay. the same as the wiring package. Because it might seem. I'm like talking a... about my ass here, but I think I, I think he did mention he goes. Oh, I think we're gonna have to get this Garmin thing that matches up with it all. Because like obviously, fucking, we didn't stop and check because it was obviously no, middle of the for night. Sure. Yeah, but I mean, like that's one of those things that, like, I've been in about three different fucking boat accidents. One of our mates has died in a boat, and that happens. I've been like, in. Two. Yeah, yeah. You. So it's like one of those things that even though that might happen once every fucking 5,000 times you take the boat out, you can't even risk that. No. That's correct. fucking hectic. I, I think, yeah, you wouldn't think that would happen. I don't know. I do not know. But you just, it's one of those things that you just wouldn't, I would not personally use that feature fucking one more time until I figured out that it was... Yeah, definitely. Like, um, a few other people have got it as well, and some of them are playing up and they'll just wander off a bit. Yeah, yeah, that's so different. So you'd have than, to like, stay that's on different the track. Than lock up. Oh, yeah, this was crazy. Fucking so, hell. But, um, Good way to finish off then. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, I'm probably sorry to the people I was negative out there. I think it was like two weeks away. I knew the podcast would be handled from you guys, but my stuff personally. Yeah, yeah, the stuff that we're not helping. Not, you. Yeah, that no one's in control of. Yeah. And then I was sort of just probably a bit stressed about that. And I'm a bit like, the weather's shit. We're not fishing. I'm going. So uh, you sort of weren't doing anything yeah, and to that, take your mind off of the shit that was going on. And you on know me, I'm absolutely zero, sack of shit, don't want to do anything. Or I'm 100%. I'm no middle person. I'm surprised Northwest wasn't clear to sticks. Yeah. <laughs> You're allowed to. <laughs> And fuck, yeah, that's right. That, see, to me, like, I love the idea of going to Northwest, right? Especially with someone like Dog, who's an A grade camper. Shout out to him. But a fire to me 
when I'm camping is such a big thing. Cool yeah. memory shit, man. Yeah, and yeah. for people who don't know, Northwest not allowed to have fires. No, and that I it's not a it's not a showstopper, man. I I definitely go, but I just think I think our thing was like your fire was those sunsets and you and you had a competition with everyone timing the sun to go oh, down. Prime. So yeah, you're, yeah. you're all sitting out there in the arv having a few, and you'll go right. Hey, who's locking the time? Yeah. I go 15 minutes, 18 minutes. Oh, I love seven. that. That's beautiful. And then obviously you'll go in, everyone will shower, prep dinner, do dinner together, few drinks. People will go, oh, I'm getting up early to go fishing or I'm doing that. So people yeah. go off to their separate ways or people will stay in there under there yeah. playing cards. And see, that's fine and that's great and that's awesome that people have found stuff. But I'm talking about the blokes who want to get stuck in to their work. And just have something to distract them when you're mid-yarn and there's an awkward silence. You yeah. just look at the fire. Oh, definitely. You know? and, it's, and it's the only spot you pretty much can't have a fire. Like, yeah. Compared to the rest but of But what's Australia. the worst that's going to happen at Northwest if a fire breaks out? Everyone goes and stands in the water while the cunt burns? Like, well, I did the... hear a mad yarn. And I'm um, sorry to the people involved, but fucking I don't know any names. But they reckon that some idiots did go light a fire one night, these Spiros or whatever, and put some school teacher on a big train. Hey. Yeah. What? How's a fire and a train come into it? Well, you're not meant to have fires. And this poor old school teacher thought she wandered down and meet the Spiros and they all put her on a train. Oh. Jesus Christ. Apparently she'll sit back up in camp the next day with a hoodie over her head, not too impressed with herself. Oh, so she chosenly got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Got yeah. on board. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The choo choo. Yeah, the choo choo on the reef reef. <laughs> Oh, my God. She so, got bombed in a bomby. Oh, <laughs> my Golly, dude. But, yeah, that was one story I heard with um, some idiots dragging some of the t- timber out and making a fire, which I think they got in trouble for. But, but like, what's the worst? Like, it'll probably fuck the mutton bird population at Northwest if a rogue fire hit. But I Yeah, mean, I think it's more the bird life, maybe the turtles, and just burning the, burning the island out. I reckon he'd probably go up because what they I'll do, tell you what, whoever, they go through and cut all the timber up, but they let it decompose. Yeah, yeah, right into the, yeah. Yeah. I'm not a um, big environmental I, bloke. I don't know. Department. I just reckon it's one of those things where I think whoever come up with that rule is not a camper. I definitely reckon you should be able to take a smoker out or like an Oz pig that you could have a bit of a fire in. Yeah. I'd it's like such, that. Like if you were going, if you were going camping... And you had your top priorities of things. Can't a uh, fire would be top fucking two for me. Piss fire, and then food would come after. Yeah, a lot of people say, but like they don't miss it. I still miss it a bit. Yeah, but yeah, it's a it's a different environment until you've gone over there. I think, and like I said, I well, you I'd, you have at school, haven't you? What's that? You went over there with school, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, but back then you weren't drinking fucking piss, getting rotten with your mates till fucking two in the morning, then crashing in your swag. It was sort of like you get know. your fingers stinky and have a snorkel. Yeah, I was fishing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah waiting a, for the barge that. on the beach and the swag won't go anymore. Um, that's a story. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, mate. Oh, like I said. Definitely be open to it, but that's probably the one negative that I've heard overall that I'm like, come on. Like, I wish they'd, if they wanted to have some sort of thing, it'd be cool if they did a thing where they'd have, like, particular fire drums with a cleared area around it at each spot you could go in 
you only have a fire in there or something. Because I'm like, oh, for me, that's like my second favourite thing apart from piss when I'm camping. Fucking oaf. I um. What are, what are your thoughts on drop toilets? I'm glad they're there because I think Masthead hasn't got any facilities, but fuck me, those things can get rained. Well, last drop toilet I fucking run into, me missus dropped a fucking phone in it. That's at, right, at, out of the wedding. At the wedding and had to get fish hooked by the caretaker, the legend. Shout out and that to was him. a pretty shallow one. Yeah, imagine a deep bastard. Tool. I looked down one get... of these things, mate, and just seen four. Nah, eight. you don't look down. I always look down. Don't, do you? Oh, well, just, to see what the last person's put up just, with. I'm just going. What? How's your hole going, mate? That was a good log. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's just going, what, what chaos is down there? Oh. It always turns me off. And I don't like the big flow of air going up and hitting your bum. Hitting your freckle. Yep. Yeah. Big mate, draft. Mate, there's, I reckon it's a, it's a, it's a fear. Quinn, can you put in um, drop toilet fear? <laughs> oh, it would be. There's phobias for fucking everything. Oh, there would be. There's a fear. Like, type in what the name is for phobia of drop toilets. You know what's the saddest thing about this weather that we scored, which what's was it? shit. What? Leave it with me. You guys keep. I going. think they have gone for like last five to seven years, and they've nailed it every fucking time. And this year was just shit. Well, you caught wind in a reef fucking block. Like, so. We were looking for a day off and didn't go out in tens like one year just to have a break from mm. fishing. You know what I mean? You're looking for a rest day. We also watched the Bathurst out there too. Nice. Yeah, how'd that go for That you? was prime. Yeah, that would have been So good I'm one. looking forward to the Gold Coast 600 next weekend with uh, Red Bull. Yeah. Um, Cambodian getting into his work. I don't want to fuck his name up. Oh, Courtney. No, who won for the Red Bull team? Oh, I covered that last week. I can't remember. Shane Van Gisberg. Yeah, Gisberg. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, is uh, it, no real name for the. Fear no, was it? Is it was it Shane Van Gisberg, yeah, the dude. New Zealand bloke? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. the first all New Zealand team for however many years. Sorry yeah. for all the revids. Mm. I did my best the other week. No real name for it, but people are saying they're afraid of it. <clears throat> Fucking hope they are. Yeah. I'm one of the cunts. I'm, I'm all good now. Like, I've grown up and realised that nothing's going to eat my asshole first and then my body next. But <laughs> I still would rather not shit in a drop toilet. No. Something about them. Would you rather just bush poo? Nah. Nah. No. I'd, I'd rather be able to sit on a seat and be able to let it all out. I feel like a bush poo, you always yeah. snap it off early. But I mean with camping. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I like having a seat there, camping. Mm. But... Yeah, I feel like a bush poo. Whenever you're snapping off a bush turd, you'd never really get all of it out. Just like the seat that you can take everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I reckon chicks don't either. They shit in two minutes. I'm like, you could not have got all of your shit out. That's because they hold on to it. Girls are so bad for holding on to their shit. Mate, a girl can hold on to their shit for two weeks plus camping. They should die. I would die. But fucking shout out to you is you're a tough breed. If someone made me not shit for a fucking week or two, I'd die. Straight up. Mm. So imagine... Actually, this is a perfect example. <laughs> Cop this. This is the hole that I've had on the top of my can. Bit of a replica from, um, what are they called? Kitty caps. Kitty cat. Bit leaky, but they go all right. This is the uh, replica. Imagine a head coming out of that, not shitting for two weeks and bleeding for a week without dying. Yeah, but those big, those big heads, they just go snip, snip, snip. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, they, they do, but still, that's a small price to pay for how tough they are. That's three tough as fuck things to do. Mate, those things can cop a flogging. We couldn't go... <laughs> we couldn't... Day or night. <laughs> Black or white. <laughs> but we couldn't... 
<laughs> we could not deal with any of those three things. Pushing something like that, that'd be like pissing a marble or a golf ball out of that cock. Not shitting for two weeks and bleeding for a week straight without dying. We could not do any of those three. So shout out to the women in our lives. Fucking oath. We love yeah. you very much. Thanks for being tough. Yeah, I had a few bikes. We about a cord colonel. A corn colonel. 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 Yeah. Actually, I bumped into this bloke. Mm. And I'll get to the Bowen Cup. Mm. Bumped into this bloke at the Bowen Cup and he goes, I've got a yarn for you. And I went, <laughs> yeah, copy. Hit me with your yarn. And he goes, I was drilling this chick in the freckle one day. And I went, oh, started strong, right, eh? What have we got here? And he reckons, got in, she goes, hit me in the freckle. He went, right, oh. Anyway, he got stuck right into his work and reckons he couldn't piss the next day. Felt like he needed to piss, couldn't piss. Oh. Comes the second day and he said he's, like, the whole front of his thing was, was mm. swollen. Everything was going on. And he just went and fucking grit with all his might and pushed. He said a corn kernel come flying out the end of his knob, had him blocked up yep. for a day and a half. Yep. So I called him the colonel. And he came to the fucking thing the rest of that <laughs> night. Yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, reckons proper. Got a corn kernel stuck in there. I said, mate, what have you been doing with your Japside? Because I could probably fit a tomato seed. Or something like that. But a corn kernel has a bit of length and girth. You've been sounding, son. Like what? Yeah, yeah like, I, I, I reckon you could easily get one in there. I reckon if you, oh, you'd, they'd have to be backed up. Because you're thinking going into an orifice, right? I don't reckon he must have um, finished his load in it. No, but what I'm saying, though, is that if you're going into an orifice, unless there's a backstop, like... The, the yeah, like in a gearbox. No, but yeah, that's right. Because the anus is a never-ending passage up to the mouth, right? There's a couple of little stomachs and sphincters and stuff in there. Yeah. But unless you had a backstop forcing against it, what would force a kernel in the end of your eye? So we had to have a loose eye. But it's more popular than you think. So you reckon a lot of blokes are sounding, do you what, reckon? Kernels up the eye. Yeah. No, kernels up the I eye. Know at least Tomato- ten, I know at least ten blokes. Ten blokes with corn kernels up the eye. I know. Uh, I know two tomato seed yarns. Kernels. Quinn, <laughs> look up Quinn. kernels up the eye. I'll finish I, off me Northwest chat. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. At, no, you keep looking that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, heaps of squid. We did get a fuckload of donkey squid. Oh, no, that's nice. A, I'm saying donkey is big. Donkey, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So that was good. Fucking cooking that up. Did trout skins. My tip for anyone doing trout skins, oil's got to be hot as fuck. Mm. But I think you got to double fry it or else it'll go chewy. So I nailed it. Someone else tried it. They fucked it. That's just typical because <laughs> daddy's got it covered. <laughs> so, yeah, I, hot as fuck oil, straight in. And when it starts to look pretty crisp, pull it out, let it sit for probably 30 seconds, bang in. I was going to into that, into the cooking. So you, That's right. Give him a teaser. You yeah. shouldn't eat corn... 48 hours before anal, so you got to be not spontaneous. Okay. Tomato seeds. No, hang on. So, so no, f- but, yeah. Mm. Right. Oh, I was just saying how common it was for the corn yeah, kernel. Very common with the search I just did. Fucking hell. I reckon I must, have, I must have a tight Japs eye because I reckon I'd fucking have to force pretty hard to get a corn kernel up it. If you, not in, you, then You on. know how much corn doesn't break down, but... That's what I mean. You know how many fucking shit would be just all sitting in there? Yeah, but I mean, it's a full kernel. Like, 
I don't know. I've never seen your eye, but mine's fucking pretty closed. <laughs> do you want to see it? Nah. <laughs> Shout out to Patreon if you do. <laughs> oh. No, but it's, uh, Fuck all for tomato seeds. I think what happens is it's, a, it's a, obviously a squished bit of corn. Mm. And it's the bit of the skin still attached to the seed that fucks you up. Yep. That's but anyway, I'm... that was a proper true yarn. Shout out to Knuckles from... Old mate at the radio told me about a corn kernel had him fucked for two days. How was the radio? Oh, are we? Are you finished? Your, yeah, your wrap, wrap northwest. Yeah, northwest up. is done. Um, if I do go back, it will be for a week until the weather approves. Yeah, yeah. I have to work my way back up. And no reef closures. No reef closures. Uh, what else to add? And no negative cam next year. Apologies. Oh, it was pretty bad. Yeah. What's that? Oh, yeah, we had actually there are two more things. We had our first year um, anniversary over there for the wedding. Yeah, shout out to Cass and Cam. Congratulations, mate. Woo! And let's Benny, have a shot to celebrate. Yeah, it. let's have a shot. Cass, and... come in here and have a shot. <laughs> Get in here. Get in here. Oh, give me a cola. Oh, he's still. What cola? No. Yeah, you're, you're having a shot camera. to celebrate. Get in here. The green one? Oh, yeah. All right. Hang on, we're just pouring a shot here and, for the happy couple to celebrate. And Benny Richo and Taylor got engaged. Oh, nice. stop it. So, Love is in the air. Yeah, so that was Dang. pretty That was pretty cool. She came over. He was a bit nervous, the big follower, and um, Cass t- went over and videoed it on the other side of the aisle. Oh, oh nice. nice. How good's that? I'll just have it out the bottle. Yeah, righto. <laughs> one Love year. They were, I thought I was going one the first year of marriage is the hardest, and they're saying, no, no, that's the easiest. Fuck. Yeah. Well, out. shout out to one. All oh, right, eh? Okay. Wait. Was it that hard? Shout out to one year of you guys. I'll do one for Benny and Taylor. <laughs> one year of you guys getting married. Benny and Taylor for getting engaged in episode two hundred. Shout. Cheers to the corn kernel. <laughs> Up the kernel. Right, right, bros. Anything else before I head to the Bowen Cup? Um. I bet I, my wife informed me that I slept a bit over there. So, like I said, I'm either zero or a hundred. Uh, either way Oh I forgot to mention Once we got home You wouldn't fucking believe it We get home I'm like fuck yeah We had it first Like we did sleep that night Got home late And slept in our bed But the next day I'm like Day at home Get oh. our shit sorted Yeah Sleep in my own bed tonight yeah. Got to three o'clock I was sitting in the sauna Sweating it out And the sauna stopped Cast come out Power's off And I'm like Oh it's a sauna trip The fucking thing or something Went and checked all the power boxes, three phase and all that. All still good. Look over at the at our road near our place. Whole fucking road's on fire. Oh. Two, two paddocks burnt out. There's fucking trees falling over the power lines and burnt two paddocks out. <laughs> I thought it was on our side for a bit. Well, they obviously didn't have mummy and daddy there to put it out because you handled it all right. Yeah, yeah. We um so <laughs> that was it. Cam. So I had like three cop cars, two fire brigade, ergon there. <laughs> I, I, I walked over and gave me two cents worth like I always do. Yeah, but I said, home, hey, come mate, home, truth. Have you isolated the car I'll lift it off with me bobcat? <laughs> and they said, Nah, it it, it won't earth or something like that. I don't really get you circuit breakers with what you're talking about. I think not enough megapixels, mate. That's what they run. Yeah, in. yeah. So they go um, something they have to chainsaw it because yeah, something could still be active and they couldn't 
uh, whatever, make it safe enough for me to pick it up with a bobcat. Would but the power would have been back on in two hours if fucking I had lifted the tree off the fucking. Should have let Daddy out. Yeah. So we had to go in and stay at our in-laws because obviously Mia was still sick. So yeah. I was a bit spewing about that. And the only other fucking thing, rocked up at the survey the other day, fuel, fuel the car up. Apparently walk in and this lady um, locked the door. And she huh? goes, um, I'm like, oh, what are you doing? And she goes, oh, just wait a minute. And there's a kid and he was in there the night before with a knife waving around in the survey. Fucking hell. And then he was back in there that morning. That's why she locked the door when I was in there. But she didn't tell me until he, like, left. And, oh. she, and then it's like she unlocked the door for him and he went. Oh. And then um, all these kids were sort of, like, staunch and cast in the passenger seat of the car as I'm paying for the fuel. Really? And, and with Mia in the car as well. And just, like, walking past. And Fucking like, hell. If anyone's moved here from Townsville recently doing that shit, She'll be the right squad here if that happens more than once. Fuck that. Oh, that's what I said. Gas, I'm like, well, you'd obviously get, I'd probably end up in jail, but I'd say turn the pump on and hold one of them down and pump them full of unleaded. Well, because that's fucked. So they had to lock it because there's a, like, on kid, the, I'm kid with a knife. A mime, oh, I don't know if he still had the knife on him. He didn't show up there. He goes, last night he was waving around the shop, the same kid. So I'm, I'm like, what sorry. the fuck's the parent, parents doing? But I'm like, How it, come back, it come back to that moment when I'm going, what, how many was it? Seven year olds or whatever we'd take oh, on? How many seven? Seven? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. How many five year olds? Nah, these blokes, there was probably age from, oh, I'd say 12 to 15. Yeah, right. Eh? What, just cruising around? Just... Yeah, just being fucking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking. It's so I was like, you don't, don't try to do this. Like the old Jason Aldean song, mate. Don't try that in a small town, bruss. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, it's one of those things that. Like, obviously, Townsville now is past the point of yeah. being able to easily fix something. Mm. But if that starts happening in a town like ours, if it happens, if you hear a few stories of her, you run into it once or twice, she's the fucking right squad. Well, growing up here in, like, Skate Park and where you'd probably meet some of maybe the so-called rougher kids of that period, I never felt, even as a young age, that they were kids like that like what i saw as a, no. as a as a growing adult at a survey and how i felt uneasy and they're only 15 that's it's fucking insane or there was you wouldn't even the loose things that one of the kids getting in a fight at the skate park and smoking a dab was yeah, loose sm- back smacking in someone over the head with a skateboard or something yeah not holding up an adult in their car at a service station with yeah. a knife yeah you like scooter and pass and peering in the windows and stuff and probably well you know what i mean yeah, so, that's fucking wild. And there's a lot more looser places than um, Gladstone. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, we mm. haven't really encountered that much at, at all. all. So, but I think as a strong community, we are we wouldn't let that stuff go too far if it started popping off. That happened more, if that happened to me more than once, I'd be assembling the fucking squad, I reckon. Yeah. Fuck that. Well, you, you obviously can't do anything for these kids, and that's why they think they're unstoppable. But uh, I'm pretty citizens sure... Citizens arrest. Yeah, that's right. But, mate, that sounds like you've had a very, um, you know, big couple of weeks. Plenty of stuff. Yeah, plenty of excitement, mate. So it's been good. Good to be back, but. Yeah, fucking nice. Good Thank to have you, you back, Mate, bro. it's you know how weird it's been. Like, oh. It's been unreal with the bandit. He's fit in so well. We've just kept things rolling. I've been an absolute turbo onto everything because I'm like, fuck, righto. I just don't. I'd, I knew that you going over there, 
you'd be worried about stuff and because you'd want to be on top of everything like I was, I'm like, I really just want to make sure he comes back and he's probably already going to be peaking because he'll have 6,000 missed calls and cunts texting him saying, why didn't you call me back? <laughs> so I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't another additive to your fucking meltdown. So it's great to have you back. Yep. I think this is the longest I've ever been apart from you. Mm. For yeah, probably 10 years. 10 years. Holy. So Probably. Yeah, without contact. So without contact, yeah. So it's been full on. I've been having withdrawals. <laughs> so, yeah. But I got him. And that's I'll, why t- I'll tell you one thing, improvement on the camping front for next time, if it ever happens for that period of time, is shout out to uh, me mate Edelon Musk. Yeah, yeah. Starlink, Starlink I think, because nice. I think that works prime out there. Yeah, good stuff. And that was only so. So we could probably do podcasts out there next year or a couple of years' time. Stop it. Or we'll just go serious? out for a week. We could easily do it. Yeah, you could. Fucking hell. Oh, well, fucking sign me up. We could do just straight from Northwest. Mm. Straight yeah. to the horses. We down. could do a little four day or something just to fucking How good would test that the be waters. Getting work done and then we can just go camping and fishing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can well, literally fucking do that. Well, that's the best thing about podcasts. You can be sitting there. And have a mic and record it and then fuck off ski and do whatever you want. And we will. And we will. We will. Anyway, we will. I want to hear about Bowen. Let's Bowen. go. So it's fucking God's country in Bowen. I mean, the Reggie's boys headed up there to Keto. Now, Keto's grope as old man. Keto is one of the best old boys you'll ever meet. He's a hard worker. He's, he's got a successful career. And he's just a fucking good bloke. One he threw of those, me in a boot one night. Yeah, threw Cam in a boot one night. Won't go into that. It was all legal, above board. We'll carry on. Mm. Uh, legend. The hospitality him and Tara showed us was excellent. Like I said, you just, as you head out of all the shit and up into the smaller places, you appreciate how beautiful the country that we live in is. Went up there and, um, look, it was just, it was an unreal weekend, mate. We went up there for the Bowen Cup. So that's a big race meet in Bowen. A few thousand. I think they got 4,000 something through the gate that day. Perfect. We had a little set up for the Reggies there, giving out shit tips and fucking drink tickets and having a laugh. And um, Is he pretty heavily involved in yeah, that? Mate, yeah, mate. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm like, you cunts are fucking running the show. Yeah, no, nah, Keto, Keto's pretty heavily involved in it, mate. It's all volunteer stuff. So he does it out of the... Goodness yeah, of his Yeah, passion. goodness of his heart, mate. And he yeah. loves racing and, and getting the thing going. So... Yeah, he's involved with that, and like shout out to him, man, because I've been to a few country race meets, but the place was immaculate. Everything was sorted out, sweet. It was unreal. I was one. My favorite race day was Springshaw. Yeah, mate, it's our vibe. We go to Melbourne, you go to Sydney, all all the shit, and like it's fun, but country races have our people at it. I think it's it's that is the people and they put in a big effort because they don't do it as often. Well, that and plus they know how we operate. The people that go, yeah, where Sydney and Ramwick, they don't. You well, look after them, they'll come back. And, Fucking nice. And the place I haven't been yet, but you always hear of um, Roma races and what's that other Birdsville. Birdsville. Yeah, yeah. You always hear a Birdsville race. Mate, they just know how to fucking throw a party. So shout out to them because it was a it was a wonderful day there. Rocked up on Friday night. Barbary was on the guitar. Lucky's on two and a half acres because he could fucking, <laughs> you probably would have heard him from Gladstone. <laughs> but big fan of Barbary on the guitar. He just knocks out anything, throws a few parodies in. So got on the source with oh. um, everyone on Friday night at Keto's. 
and um, Barbary got stuck into his work. We give Keto a hand, setting everything up, going there, driving star pickets in, moving shit around, helping the turf club out. Then Sadi, yeah, went to the races, mate, and got stuck in. Didn't go the worst I've ever gone on the punt. I printed a few times, backed a few winners. Look, at the end of the weekend, Friday night and Sunday night included on the punt, I worked out about even, which is fucking great for punting on everything on earth. So it was a pretty good day, but honestly, the Saturday was great. Do you know what one of my favourite things was, though, on Sunday, going back to Keto's place, chucking on the No Limit fight card, sitting on a couch on my fucking hole, (laughs) sipping a few drinks and just chilling the fuck out all the Sunday. How good is that? After all the shit in our lives that's gone on the last sort of six months probably, that day of just watching some good fights that No Limit put on, shout out to them, man. They always put on a good card. Seeing one of my best mates, old boys, who I've known my whole life but never got much to talk around, spending some time with him and just being in God's country up north of Queensland was unreal. So it was, a, it was a great weekend yesterday. It was a great day to settle down. Steamed home, got up at 4 o'clock this morning to get here to yarn. I'll always get here to yarn. That's what I do. And fucking, yeah, the, ho- the whole weekend, mate, was excellent. And, uh, yeah, shout out to the Bowen Turf Club, Keto, the Reggie's boys. All the trendsetters that come up, there was so many people that come up and had a yarn with me, and it was great to see us all, everyone there. So fucking... Yeah, excellent. What's Great Bowen? Weekend. Nine hours? Nah, it was about seven. 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 Just past we Mackay, is it? No, nah, it's a couple of hours past Mackay. But yeah, kept going past there. A couple of hours. Proserpine, I think it's about 45 minutes north of Proserpine. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah. Do you know so, well yeah. when I did that drive to Cairns one time? So yeah, it was. Um, it was a great time. I'd say the Bowen Cup might be a little regular thing for me and the Reggies boys when we... Um, I do it every year with keto, so no, it was it was really good. Uh boys, I've picked up an injury. <laughs> <laughs> you look alright. I've got to tell you about my injury. Yeah, I've dropped some kilos, but I've picked up an injury. So I've done me back in, mm. right? So I've tweaked it over a month ago. I haven't told you as much because you know. You just get through your work. I don't want to make excuses, but I've been struggling, right? Me back. It's fucked. I was there, I was there at the gym doing lat pull-downs, right? And I only started doing light weights because I'm not a fucking hero. I was just doing me technique right. Light as fuck. Probably too light. And I was just like, righto. Just started doing weights. Woke up the next day. Sore as fuck in this one point in me back. There was like it was like a knot. It felt almost like a blind pimple on me back in the lat. But I knew it was a pimple. But it just felt like that that sore point in me back. And I was like, oh right, it's all good. I haven't done weights in ages. It'll go away after a couple of days. So anyway, I went right. A couple of days it didn't go. Didn't go. And I went, oh, it's just a knot. Like it's just a knot in me back. It's sore. Got back to rub it out, Mrs. Dale. Shout out to her. You know, got into it. I hate massages, but I just copped it. She rubbed it. It didn't go. And I went, fuck. Right, eh? It must just be a strain, right? This is just common sense sort of shit before I go to a physio or something. Couple of, um, she gave it a rub out. Didn't work. Still sore. 
progressively got worse after a, a month or so. And I'm like, right, the strain hasn't gone after a month or so. By this stage, the way my brain works, I've do- diagnosed myself with stage four lat cancer and I've got a few months to live. So I thought I'd better book into the physio because I'm just tripping. I'm like, oh, I've been smacking the vape lately. I've probably got a growth on the back of me lung pushing against me lat and I'm fucking feeling it. <laughs> you would overthought the, oh, fuck, out of the it. fuck out of it. Every time I drive the car, I've got lat cancer. Don't even know if lat cancer is a thing. Quinn Google it. But I... Um, so set off a few androids. So anyway, <laughs> I, it was a t- it was a t- time to learn my fate, and I finally booked in to the physio. And I went right. I'm doing. I just need to go figure it out. Need to know who'd you go with? Shout them out. Um, Glass and Physio and Fitness. There you go. So <laughs> I, I I booked in because I thought, well, if I'm dying in a couple of months, I at least need to give you a game plan and of attack. Make sure my family's sorted, all that sort of stuff. So I headed in there. That's mate. in the shareholders agreement. Oh no, we haven't done one. And um, I found out that I've got Category 3 Yana's back. <laughs> right? And there's a new oh, injury. Oh, no. It's a, what did you do? Fly. Oh, there's a cork. The cork broke it off in the, in the proper 12 Irish whiskey. Do you want me to get something else? <laughs> yeah, we need a dick if we've got the pussies. Hang on, we've got a screw here. We've got it all here. Just push it in. Push it in. Uh, lateral just cancer let, just, can occur. So there you go. It is a rare, slower-growing, ill-defined soft-tissue tumour of the chest wall. <laughs> God's not going to sleep tonight. Okay, fuck, so I might still have it if he's... If he he might have misdiagnosed me. So what's, I, the, what's the reckon? What's the, what's the warning so, signs? Uh, so I might still have lat cancer. dorsi muscles, most long, like commonly located in there. Fibrous tissues, blood vessels, deep skin tissues. <laughs> 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 Fuck off That was a joke I didn't know it <laughs> No I went to a good physio so I, so I th- <laughs> nah, I don't think I've got it But oh. We just know how No I've got Yana's back Category 3 Yeah So I could hit you with the science Of Yana's back But I'll keep it simple Cause I sit in comfy chairs Flat out Either yarning Or editing shit On the laptop Etc I've got shithouse posture Right Mm. So whatever is attached to my lat, to my backbone, is already under heaps of strain, right? Because it's, it's humped forward for, for, for putting in hours of hard yarning or comfy shit. And like comfy sitting on comfy shit. shit and the lat pull downs is where the straw broke the camel's back. So that muscle that was stretching off my spine, humped shoulder, was already under stress. I've hit it with a lat pull down. Yana's back. So I need to work on the posture and work on freeing the back muscle up through some exercises and messages, like massages, sorry. Hopefully the road isn't too long to a full recovery. But the boxing training's been put off a week and, you know, I, I, he strapped it up for Bowen Cup. I had it strapped. Your lat? But, yeah. No, over the, it was like pulling my shoulder back. Oh, so I right couldn't on. slump forward. But I had my Yana's back strapped for Bowen Cup. Told everyone I met there I had Yarnas, <laughs> stage three Yarnas. <laughs> and so I'll, I'm booked in for another checkup on Thursday. You're giving me heaps of exercises to do on that. I didn't fucking do one thing because I was yarn, fucking bone cup. How's it feel now, mate? Oh, uh, it's still sore. It's, it's like a touchy point. It's a tender point in me back now. It's pretty much through getting it massaged out, fixing me posture up, and a couple of other things I can get through it. But it's not ideal. 
That's that. what I'm going through. And because the podcast industry is such a new industry, it's a revolutionising injury that I've found, and I'll probably tell him on Thursday and make him fucking millions. Cause well, yeah, you get a payout figure for from on this couch. I'm going to trademark Yana's back, and he'll have to <laughs> fucking pay me to use it. But anyone, that's a shout-out to anyone out there. Because like, obviously it's put a halt in some activities. But don't stress, trendsetters. I'll turn up and yarn through any injury that I cop. Even through and chemo with his lat cancer. That's it, because it's a fucking thing, and I wish I didn't hear that because I didn't think it was possible. <laughs> How the fuck do you get cancer of a lat? <laughs> anyway, just keep Can yarn. Do you get cancer of every part of your body? Like, oh, it's, I think most, yeah. Well, you can get nose cancer, obviously. Yeah. You can breathe without a nose, though. You just won't smell. Yeah, three years. Like I do when I eat puss. <laughs> <laughs> but just keeping us informed, guys. All of you fellow yarners out there, careful of the yarners back because she'll creep up on you. I'm starting to. I'm going to implement a few things now. When I'm not yarning on the couch, I'll probably move to a more. Does that just a, say heart cancer. You cannot get cancer of the heart. Oh, you can have heart failure, heart disease. Yeah, yeah, but that's not heart cardiovascular cancer. problems, but you yeah. cannot. Generate heart, cancer heart in your heart. I thought heart disease would be like a. No, it's not cancer. Sweet. So you... Yeah. Yeah. But any yarners out there, make sure you sit with a good posture because you'll get yarners back. Probably just an overall chat to go get checked up, everyone, if you've got something bugging you. Yeah. Yeah. You never like know that. what it could be. Could be lack cancer. Well, you could just duck in and get told you got a tight back instead of sitting there for a month thinking you got fucking back cancer. So. That's how but, I work. I'll Google it and just diagnose myself and just be fucking tripping out, going to get a will done. Just book into the physio and save the stress. You know how many times I've Googled something and then the doctor's just confirmed it for me and I'm like, what am I here for? Really? <laughs> Give me one example of that. Chest infection. Yeah? Yep. Well, you just fucking roll out of there? Just I'm like, this isn't reflux. Plenty of phlegm. <laughs> Chest infection. Daddy's diagnosis. Yep. What are you... Yeah. Diagnosis with daddy. Yeah. But one thing off the back of the physio, right? Mm. I got a bit of a laugh when I went in and got the Yana's back diagnosis. He didn't call it Yana's back, but I'm going to tell him what the injury is next week. So he can fucking fucking write that down, Joe. But um, I hadn't been there in a couple of years, so I had to fill out a new form. Mm. Do you know all the details about, you know, who you are, what you do, who your fucking family doctor is? Who the fuck has a family doctor? I do. Do you? Shout out to Diefenbach. Yeah, right. Because I don't. They go, who's your family doctor? I'm like, how often do cunts go to the doctors? I just go in wherever I can fit I don't have an adult doctor. I have a childhood doctor. Yeah, for your your kid. Family doctor, yeah. Yeah, right. But anyway. Well, that's right. Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't. When was the last? I don't think I've seen him himself for probably 10 years. Well, it's not like I'm like, oh, I'm crook. Can I get in? They're like, oh, your family doctor's not available. And you're like, no, fuck off. I'll be in in three weeks. I'm sick now. I think it comes... Oh, it might be more popular, like, obviously, mum's a nurse, so yeah, more of a locked-in thing who she recommended. Yeah. No, fair enough. But I'm on the I'm on the filling out the form here. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've had to update all my details. Mr. Mrs. fucking other? Nah. So we're getting to occupation. Yeah, this is what I thought yeah. was coming. <laughs> getting what? occupation. Here I am, big industrial town. Everyone does what they do till they fucking, to fill their super up so they can spend two good years before they die. <laughs> And I'm fucking a bit of a bit of a fucking black sheep here at the moment. 
you know, no, as, I'm, I'm as with you. But, but I'm filling out the occupation thing. And I went, righto, do I write podcaster? And I'm like, I don't know, it sounds a bit weird. I'm like, I felt like the chicken behind the counter was going to be like, yeah, righto, hot shot. Like, fucking, I'm going. Yeah, well, that's right. Well, it's all, it's like, awkward as fuck. So I'm like, I don't even know what the word is for it. And it's the first time I've had to fill out one of these forms since I haven't been a fitter. Mm. I'm a fucking yarner now. And I'm like, what do I write? Do I write yarner? But I'm like, no one, it's pretty new in Australia still. America's probably. Podcast is a common theme, but in Australia, I felt like Yana would be more appropriate than podcaster. But I was like, I need to be professional here. So I went with podcast host. Yes, I was about yep. to say that. Because I'm like, podcaster. I thought a radio host, and I thought, yeah. yeah. So I was sitting there, and it took me a good five to ten. I think I'm going to be late here. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't, I'm definitely not writing influencer. I'm not writing podcaster because I don't even feel like it's a thing. And I just went, what do I do? I do a podcast. I'm a host of it. Podcast host. Not one word from them. They accepted the entry. And I went from there. But I just, it, it fucked me for a bit because I'm like, oh, what are you? <laughs> How much do they read into it? Nah, probably nothing. But I did. Like yeah, when yeah. I was sitting there with me yarners. Stage well, imagine yarners. putting that in the system. Podcast host. Yeah. Yeah. It would just be so that they've got like the right person for future referral. They're like, oh, yeah, we've got Tom here. He does the podcast. Oh, they go not, fitter. Not go Tom, the biological. Fitter, typical. Scientist. You need this for your job. But yeah. it's been the first time since we've done it that it's sort of come in to be like trying to explain to someone that's probably not across what we do because it's a pretty new thing where we live. I just know? put talk shit for a living. Have you write that on one of your forms? <laughs> no, but it's coming up. Yeah, well, I want to, because I, that's what I was going to say. Um, what do you write now on those? Like, talk shit for a living, you just said then, but what, like, what, what do you I think? I still was... put fitter. Do you? Because it's me trade. Ah, I fucking love not being a fitter anymore. No, I know, but yeah, lately, I think I have just put, like, I'm, I'm a fitter. Probably just because you you're afraid to I, explain. No, it's not explaining. It's more like if I have got an injury that's probably caused from fucking being out there lifting shit, yeah, banging yeah, shit. Yeah. But, see, but if it's it... an injury from yarning, like if I lost my voice. Well, this is a yarner's injury. <laughs> yeah. I'd go podcast host. Well, this, yeah. well that's why I went podcast host because this, this injury is because I've had a shit posture from sitting on comfy shit. Well, I could do a lot of things because I'm, I'm, like excavation's bad back from Entrepreneur. Being... No, I hate that word. I, that's my most hated word besides bloke. Well, you are an entrepreneur, though. I'm a businessman. Lucky you started a podcast called Alpha Blokes Podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, Quinn. I just hate yeah. the way this one cunt said to me, hey, bloke, you got five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I've said this a million times. You got five minutes, No, bloke. it was a yes on the end of that word. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we got blokes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, referring but to I it wanna, as like mate. Yeah. I want to normalise the word yana. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think fuck... Podcaster, I want my profession to be officially called fucking Yana. Can we use AI? I want to be called a professional Yana because that that's what I do. I sit here and I fucking yarn. So I want to be a Yana. I was nearly going to put it, but hey, I didn't I'm, want... I'm going to do it on Snapchat. What are you doing? Snapchat. What is the proper name for a podcaster as their occupation? Beep, boop, beep. 
I can't say that word. They probably can't understand you, mate. Half the fucking yeah, world can't. Yeah, proper name <laughs> for a podcaster as their occupation is, well, a podcaster. Yeah, see, I'm not copping it. No. That's an American term. I want to. I want Australian podcasters. I'm going to start a movement. I want to be known as fucking Yarners. Yeah. I want to write occupation Yarner. I'm a professional Yarner. I don't want to be called a podcaster. Love podcasts. But... Could a Yarner be a podcaster? Yeah, that's the same thing. But I want the Australian version of a podcaster to be called a Yarner. Because I was sitting there and it took me fucking 10 minutes. <laughs> I was sitting there and it took me 10 minutes to come up with fucking podcast host. Because I had to be professional to get me fucking Yana's back rubbed out. It's not called podcaster's back. It's fucking Yana's well, back. Well, do you look like a fuckwit putting businessman or business owner? Oh, no. Right. Can you just put business owner? Yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't really help them. They sort of need to know what you're doing and I'm yarning. And they mm. need to know that. I'm yarning in comfy fucking chairs, I think, too. Uh, it, it depends on the situation. If it's medical and it's something on your body, definitely. Yeah. But if it, maybe if it's just something filling out. Physical strain. Your gun license or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, so that was the <laughs> Shout fucking, out to Yarner's back. <laughs> yeah, so that's Yarner's back. It's a, I'm category three because I've strapped. So I can category one and two. You can get out of it with a fucking little rub. I've got two needles in the back. Strapped. Got given exercises. Didn't do them because I had too much on. So I'm booked in on Thursday to get an update for you. I'm hopefully I'm down to category two Yarnas on next episode. Yeah, and let's pray. Yeah. No, no lack cancer. No lack cancer. That's fucked me. I did not know that that was a thing. I thought it had to be Yarnas tight. Now there's. Can a we look at the life expectancy? <laughs> oh fuck off! Please, fuck off, cunt. You haven't got it. You're right. Life expectancy of lateral cancer. Sure, you can live without a lat man. Equal to or <laughs> less than 45. Sorry? Oh! <laughs> what are we losing him at 45? 45. What have I got left? 15 got years. 16, 16 years. 15 and a half. Holy fuck's sake. I've got 16 years. You'll get some yarn done by <laughs> then, mate. Fuck's sake. I'll be able to talk everyone else through that's got lat cancer. So I'll stay positive throughout it if all. If you're a butterfly swimmer, what is the uh, life expectancy? <laughs> I, I still think I've got Yana's back, but if I do have lat cancer, I'll stay positive, okay? Because I've got – I'm still – 46 is still a few years. Like That's where all the fun shit stops. Anyway, a bit of lateral course. damage. Yeah, collateral. Collateral, lateral. <laughs> dad, uh, dad jokes. Right, I So – We've just pretty much caught up like we would have fucking <laughs> at your place. But what I are, think being episode 200, mm, we, should, uh, we should reflect a little bit and appreciate what we've done and all of the people that have supported us and made this happen so far. Mm. There's been some absolute highlights and unreal times over the last couple of years. So we should probably go through a couple of our favourite moments and highlights sort of for each of us. Um, I've got a fair few I want to cover in no particular order, but what about you, lads? Well, you did mention this before the show to take notes and put put us on a bit of a spot. few highlights for me, obviously, is all the fucking amazing people we've met. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Plenty of them. Um, buying a racehorse, mate. That was like, <laughs> I always thought, who the fuck's ever going to like, I thought, like, that guy must have some fucking coin or fucking something. Yeah, you know, yeah. He owns a fucking racehorse. 
Yeah. So you haven't, and a uh, racehorse called Yabby Pump. Not many, many people can fucking say. <laughs> well, no cunt has before. <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah. So that's probably another one. And I really enjoyed the time back in the caravan mm. of just figuring this whole situation out why we'll, while, while we're still working sort of thing. I, I think just the chaos of it, of just making shit happen. Journey get, in your life. And getting paro. Well, it, I think. It. And, it was, I, and it was a very intimate little spot in that caravan. But I think starting it for the right reasons, bro. As well. We right. started it so we had an excuse and it was to just fun. sit there and get on the piss and yarn. And that's what a lot of people starting podcasts nowadays who ask for advice, that ask for all this different shit and want to make it successful. Don't ever start one because you wanted to do it as your job because it's not the right reason to. No, that's right. You you enjoy that moment with your best mate and and some other of your friends. Yeah. Just sit down, have a beer, catch up, and talk about stories that you've had shared with each other. Yeah, yeah, that's memories. Right. No, hundred percent, man. That's a fucking that is an absolute beauty, for sure. Where are you, Quino? Mate, I would definitely say if you don't already know. Which is absolutely amazing. Heaps of people support us. And it's mm. fucking unreal. A big physical indicator to me was the live show. Yeah. Like just seeing how that many That was pe- a wake up call. That, yeah. was, that to me, like seeing a physical image of it was just fucking like, I was just over the moon, you know, yeah. that these people rocked up for that. And that was, yeah. that was one of the greats. Yeah. Sydney Vlogs, probably my proudest achievement. That was a fucking excellent effort for yeah. you, mate. Um, like just as a project as a whole. Yeah. My favourite moment sitting here working with you <laughs> is definitely blind prostitutes. I haven't laughed as much. That's still like up there, hundred percent. That was a random afternoon. Were we still working then? No, just no. You were. Oh, you oh, were. Uh, just. Were we? Yeah, yeah. I remember. I had to go to night shift that night or something. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like ten minute wheezing. <laughs> I think. Um, for long-time listeners of the show, you can really see the turning point of where we all kind of said, right, let's really kick some ass here. Yeah. Um, from Troy Candy onwards. That's when you guys sort of like quit work and we're like, right, let's give this a red hot crack. And that's, we've been flat out ever since because it's the best. Yeah. But um, yeah, so. I feel like I haven't swiped into a gate in over a year and a half and it's only been since what, April? Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. I yeah, feel like wild. I've already been out of this thing for like, yeah, a year and a half. Because we've fit so much. Oh, yeah. and Quino, since having you, mate, it has honestly taken the show to a whole new level. It's allowed us, like, people don't see behind the scenes how much no. work you actually do that yeah. we had to do before, which means that you're doing that now. Mm. A successful company has people in it that do what they're good at and that's what they do. They don't do shit that they, they hate or they're shit at because then it just creates a fucked environment. Yeah, that's we right. keep you away for the flat packs. You'd do a 60-hour week for a table. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just knowing what people are good at, getting them to do it. Yeah. And, um, mate, it's been great. Yeah, let's have so another far. shot for Quino. Yeah, Quino. fucking for Quino. Woo. Hey, I'll, get have, me, I'll get, have one. Give me one of those green cunts. I'll have a pink for go. I'll have a pink one. A pink one. Right. Come over, swig out of the bottle. Right. Yeah, get into it. I um I reckon we should do the announcement now for twenty twenty four. Or you reckon twenty twenty four. Or what who we're looking for? Quinn's fluffer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I reckon I it's know. perfect. 
I didn't know what you were fucking going with there. I'm like, here we go. But yeah, yeah. Cheers, Quinner. Cheers, mate. Put the boot in. Get into it. Swig her out of the bottle. Up, Quinner. Mmm. So we need a fluffer for Quinn, male or female. Quinn's getting overrun. <laughs> We're chaining him to a table 12 hours a day. I'm feeding him sandwiches through a slot in the wall. So he needs some free time to spend with Katie, Katie's office. She said we don't want him in chains, <laughs> chains no, anymore. His. Yeah. yeah. We do joke. need a Quinn apprentice just in case, you know, something goes wrong and Quinn's not here. Well, or much. in case Quinn wants to have an hour out of the chains a day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, a week away or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. So people locally to Gladstone, we need Quinn's fluffer. Mm. To enter. If you want to be Quinn's fluffer, come in, learn behind the scenes, get a few things done. We'll be advertising shortly. And if you've got a few more skills in the more hands-on approach as well, that'd be greatly appreciated. Set set sort of stuff. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Fucking, like I said, flat packs, fucking... Could be driving a van to go pick up shit. Who knows? We hope you're doing all sorts of shit. Quinn's done some weird shit. Heading over to Roscoe's, getting some pizzas, (laughs) doing doing whatever. And Quinn has done some weird shit. Shit, yeah, on the books. Yeah, 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 that's right. Mm. So mostly legal, but we won't rule it out completely. Yeah, exactly. So if you're interested, you have to live in Gladstone. Be open to heaps of stuff. Gladstone, Tannum, Boyne, fucking in a 60k radius. Oh, we'll be able to rock up here. While we're recording, yeah, they're not uh, fucking yeah. whinge about it. You could even extend to Rocky if they're fucking. Look, it's on you. It's yeah. on you. Just we don't pay beer. travel. Nah, that's <laughs> right. Well, you just come. Hmm. But anyway, where do they submit their applications, Quino? I don't know. We haven't figured. Yeah, out we'll yet. do contact right. at alphablikes.com.au. Do not email us if you can't get here. Don't email us if you live in fucking. Anywhere out of Brisbane or Bundy, you'll fucking... <laughs> and, and if you're one of those blokes who are like, oh, I fucking hate computers, don't either. Mm. Because we need yeah. someone who knows how to press buttons and press start on a computer to start with. Yeah. So anyway, Quinn's Fluffer. If you're interested in being Quinn's Fluffer, yeah, email. Contact at alphablokes.com.au. Fucking it. Righto, I want to go through a few of my favourite highlights. There's a fair few of them here. Mm-hmm. So... It impresses me the amount of sayings and terms that are now mainstream as a result <laughs> of us all pumping the fuck out of them on the show. No, that's you... not just us three. That's every cunt. No, you're dead right. So first off, we got Yabby Pump. Yeah. When turn it, when talking about holding a bloke by the scruff and feeding him rights on the chin. Similar to a Yabby Pump pumping yabbies on the sand flats, that has now become a thing, a term used to punch in the fuck out of a bloke. And it's because of this show. And I'm fucking proud of it. When do you reckon you first heard the word? I would have heard it from... Did we hear it from our apprenticeship? No, or no. did you... I hear it from you. I, mate, I, I I can't remember exactly where it come from. I just remember the action of pumping yabbies many times with the old man. And just following it through to footy punch-ups, thinking I just fucking pumped... Literally pumped yabbies on that cunt's chin. <laughs> So, it, I don't know if it was birthed from me, but it was birthed in the local area. It is definitely a natural movement when you're pumping yabbies. Pumping yabbies. Grab that a yabby pump, put it up on a brick wall at shoulder height, feed it, and tell me that's not yabby pumping a bloke's chin. Trade the handle for the collar of his shirt. That's right. And just feed it. You throw straight. There's no haymakers. Straight up the pipe, yabby pumping him. Do they get yabbies anywhere else in the world? Can people relate? I think... They're local to Australia. I think they're natural, but 
if they look up a yabby pump in the process of pumping yabbies, that's feeding the bloke's chin. Can we have a quick gaze while we're still talking to international yeah. yabby pump? International love. But yeah, so what do you want me to say? Is there Oh, is there like do people use yabby pumps outside of Australia? Like NZ or you'd think there'd still be yabby banks or Yeah, I don't know. Tasmania. But while Quinn's Googling that, yep. next one down the list for sayings birthed on the show, dad kisses. Yes. We've turned we've turned a whole phrase there, dad kisses, relating to blokes from New South Wales. They've jumped aboard it. We've made up a fake stat early days that 90% of New South Welshmen kiss their dads on the lips and sit to piss and... It's just created this thing where the whole community has got involved and even refer to themselves as, yeah, g'day, boys, it's such and such from fucking dad kissing country and ripped into their yarn. And it's just become such a normal thing now. It's, um, I did a quote the other day and just a normal bloke and he goes, on your podcast, why do you call them dad kisses? And it's not the easiest conversation to... Catch a straight edge bloke <laughs> off guard. <laughs> no. And I'm standing there for a second. I'm like, well, we stopped kissing our dads at four. And you never stopped. Yeah, that's right. And he's like laughing. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, but I'm yeah. going. It's a weird it's, conversation. It's, it, it, you, you get the wrong bloke. It's a bit weird. That doesn't know the podcast. Nah. You're going, what do you mean a fucking dog who's got? Yeah, yeah. That's right. No, nah, it's so I'm that. Because like, you still pass your dad. Once yeah, that's a year right. The fireworks under yeah. the bridge at yeah. the Sydney Arbor. Get off his lips, mate. Yeah. But yeah, so that those two, stay out of yourself. Stay so out of yourself. Massive been, one. Stay out of yourself has been huge. We know the moment that happened, it was Agnes, me. Agnes, you, you brought it to the table. We yeah. rang my dad purely. I said it on him. the phone to someone, didn't I? Yeah. And then you called your dad and then and we called I everyone. thought it was awesome. Called me yeah. dad, made up some shit conversation purely so I could tell him to stay out of himself. Yeah. <laughs> and he fucking lost his shit. Yeah. I said, all right, dad, stay out of yourself. And he goes, hey, stay out of myself. And I said, yeah. <laughs> and he fucking pissed himself <laughs> laughing. And we went, we're fucking onto something here. Stay yeah. out of yourself. Yeah. So we probably rang 10 blokes that of and said, stay out of yourself. Mm-hmm. Same reaction every fucking time. Make someone hang the phone up and fucking walk off laughing to themselves, ready to ring their mate to tell them to stay out of themselves. That was another thing about Northwest. People still know you from like all over Australia. People go out to that island. There's a cunt on the barge and the thing's coming back off as they're leaving. You go, stay out of yourself. <laughs> 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 I'm caught off guard. I'm going, too easy, mate. <laughs> oh, mate. So that that is another one for me that we have just turned mainstream. There's three fucking phrases turned mainstream from alpha blokes. Yabbies are only native to Australia. There you go. From all my research that I've conducted. Yeah, nah, and I thought that. I thought that. So it's an Australian mm. term, the Abbey pump, but feel free to use it anywhere in the world. They'll fucking soon learn if you Abbey pump them. Another saying we would have loved to have had, but um, it is Breno Midget Magic's word, is stay over it. Oh, stay over it. When we went to Canada, that got a fucking Not count. even Canada. Once we finished that shutdown before we went to Canada and we went to that rodeo in Calliope, got, oh. us, got in a blue, mm. fucking all that. But it, and it was just stay over it. Stay over it. Even... I was I was contemplating getting it tattooed on me. Yeah, it was that it was that popular in Canada for seven months. 
But um, we're related to everything. Staying over your snowboard, staying over the piss, staying over over other things, staying, staying over a ball for eight seconds. Just yeah, staying over everything, anything. Staying, staying over, over a f- beer. Yeah, staying over it. But like we said, but, we're not taking anything that anyone else has done. The Hueys, no, the fucking no. oh, Brendo. Wait, Brando, Midget, yeah. Midget Magic. Speaking of the Hueys, hmm. what's the next guest episode? The Hueys. <laughs> Next steps episode coming the soon. The fucking Huey twins, the the, the Hazard twins. Sean. Sorry, the Hazard twins. Big friends of the show. Oh, absolute morale boosters and legends too. Bunch of fuckwits. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. They run us through this boat crash they went through off the back of this episode, and it's fucking hectic. Mm. So tune in for that bastard. But on to the next one. I've got two more phrases that have been fucking pumped up in the world because of us. Mm-hmm. And the name Oliver. Yeah, I was thinking that. Fart in the bath. <laughs> fart in the bath. Turned Oliver into fart in the bath. And um, look, I think we knocked him off the top spot for a week or two in the top Do we names. know, not just us, but who was the caller? Do we know the caller's name? It was dead set. I watched it the other day on our TikTok from fucking months ago. And it was just this bloke who reckons got a, got a, got a apprentice named Oliver. <laughs> we call him fart in the bath. <laughs> we went, what? And he goes, Oliver. <laughs> and fuck well, see, it is like a, one of those people are still calling in. I don't know. It's harder to tell because you weren't on the scene then, Quinno. No, because the carry on line too. You can see if they'd called before, mate. The, yeah, yeah, that process has improved have improved massively. And I'll oh, probably, yeah, you want oh, another shot, buddy? <laughs> pour it up, cunt. Let's go. <laughs> Give me a hit of that orange. I haven't had it yet. Yeah, Give like, me a rang of one. But anyway. Quinn, the oh, yeah, this, gin, so, this ginger cunt will get you fired up. The the process now is so much better because back in the day, I used to be driving home from work out of the mines and I didn't have the time spare. So I used to screen record every one that got sent in while I was driving, which is probably not ideal safety-wise, but I was on the beef road, so fuck off. Shout out to Dar's still doing it because with Skype, if you fuck up, no, you have you, to you, 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 you have to screen and sh- yeah. record every one because if you listen to it and get out of it, it's gone. Yeah. So I had to do that. When are the... they finding a fluffer? Good. I think they made a call out for one. Did like they? Two Finally. weeks ago. Oi, yeah. any any Quins out there wanting to be a Quin? Get on, to, get on to bloody Fuck, brilliant. Fuck, there be heaps in Brizzy. Yeah. Get on to bloody You're brilliant. You're a fucking unicorn to be here and fucking guys. Get on to right. bloody brilliant beers if you want to be a Quin to their show because they're fucking legends. Fuck I love I them. Darson Klutz. I'm going to punch the fuck out of Klutz with love <laughs> in the boxing fight next year, but I love him. So get on there and help him out. But, um, yeah, what are we talking about? Here's the gingers. G- <laughs> well. We're talking about Oliver. Yeah, that's right. Oliver, yeah. fight yeah. in the butt. And, oh. It tastes like Fanta. Fucking hell. Fanta pants. But, yeah. Sour we were, peach. Yeah, Oliver, fight in the bath. So... That was a fucking insane thing because I had never heard of that term before. Bart in the bath, talking about an Oliver. And I used to drive home, like I said before, and have to record every fucking thing, screen record on me lap as I was driving on the way home and just pick which ones. I'm like, fuck, that'll do sometimes. And I'd forget about them and still find them funny on the show. Look but at this cut. <laughs> <laughs> He's just put a shot glass through the hole. You know what I'm going to call it? What? Puss and boot. <laughs> From Shrek. 
<laughs> oh, fucking hell. Yeah, pleasant boots. That's good stuff. But, yeah, so since you've come on, Quinn, the calls have gotten so much better. Mm. But Oliver Fartnabath come from a call that I got home, that I got from driving home. Mm. And it was one of those old blokes who just fucking rang in. And, yeah, I had an apprentice named Oliver. <laughs> used to call him Fartnabath. <laughs> and that was it. And just I went, get fucked. It was that great. is fucking hilarious. Mm. Well, I reckon before we move on, mm. I'm going to make piss. Yeah, right. Oh, let me let me go Finish through me favorite. last let me go through me last thing that we've created normality and then we'll go for a piss. Right. Absalon. Oh, this <laughs> Absalon not only describes this movement fucking perfectly, but it is to this day the hardest I have laughed on this show. Yeah. We were in your caravan cut up blind. And I was telling you about a story of a bloke who has had his thumb up his ass, pulling his cock at the same time, and got busted by his old man, and he was absent. <laughs> and you, we we talked through it, and the movement of a bloke that's absent is directly the one of a bloke with thumb up the ass pulling his. Didn't dick. we name drop him in Sydney on another podcast? Probably, but anyway, but that. Yeah, 100%. Abseiling. If you're ever talking about a bloke, instead of going, oh, yeah, this bloke had his thumb up his ass and he was pulling his cock at the same time, it wastes for about five seconds. Just say, this bloke was abseiling. You know exactly what he's talking about. That's the laugh used in the intro, one, too. One, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, in the intro of the show, the laugh is from <laughs> the abseiling clip. Yeah. yeah. One thing I'm appreciative of, of still working while we're getting this thing off the ground, because we never knew it would be what it is today. At all. <laughs> At all. Yeah, yeah. Is you would never have got the reactions from saying abseiling and just seeing people in public, but in a work site, <laughs> when people are just climbing the stairs or coming out of a <laughs> tank and they're just walking down, hey, Kim! <laughs> And they're hoisting themselves yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, because they're wearing harnesses. I had and like shit. Ro- I had like ropeys with fucking helmets on. <laughs> and it's going, hey, bud, we're absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's fucking awesome. Oh my well, so that's one great point of being on both sides of it all. That's right, but that's 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 five terms that were commonly not known into commonly known terms, I think, because of the show. Yeah. I reckon that's a good number too. And that's yeah, five's a good number. I think that's a good number to go for a piss because I've got heaps more to fucking recap. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome right. back to the puss and boots section. Right. Probably, probably pour another shot. All right. Pour. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we've had yellow yet. It hasn't even been Do you broken. want me to open it? Yeah. <laughs> I've got you. Right. Open the yellow. Go through your favourite moments, mate. Right. So, sell more so we're on to... I think the best trip or experience as a show going somewhere so far. Sydney was good, but UFC Perth was fucking insane. Yeah, that's still 100% highlight. The whole the whole trip was jam-packed full of fun shit. Like as in, we're talking UFC as in a whole and Volk. Thinking we thought that he got the job done, t- double champ status on the line, which we'll get to later with something that's happened. But that trip as a whole for me was like an eye opener into like, holy fuck, 
This is fun as. Like, I think that's the highlight for me, experience-wise, to do with the show. Come and the fun. worst trip home of my life. So that's when you know you've had a cracking time. Come yeah. home and you announce that you're full-time as well. Yeah, yeah, that was actually the start. That was the first trip. Yeah. You were done because I had to go back for fucking three days or something. No, I ended up being a week of night shift. Yeah. Yeah, I, I quit before that trip. So that was, for me, like, fucking let's go. And yeah, you did come back for a week. You would have been really committed that week. <laughs> that was that big fuck up at work. <laughs> what? <laughs> did, <laughs> He's thinking about. That's going to take me more than fucking nine months to get over that one. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll leave. We'll leave that one. But that was that was my favourite tripper experience. It wasn't my fuck up either. Well, the other thing, I've got a few things, but this whole experience. Through it all, I've met some of the best people on earth. Yeah. Like, like-minded people who are all pushing to make shit happen and happy to give advice, help each other out. People that are genuinely happy for you to succeed. Mates for life. So having people around you that support what you're trying to achieve is a big factor in actually making it happen. Yeah. And that is a huge one for me through this whole two years. And that was people. one of the main reasons, personally, I wanted to start a podcast was to meet these awesome humans Fucking that are doing oath, awesome man. shit. That was like one of my, as well as talking to you as your best mate and having a beer, it mm. was, hey, this is an opportunity to meet some pretty cool people and hear their story. And and the other thing is, too, is I will always get any Joe our mates to come on for a beer and, and all the legends that I've always been mates with on for a chat too. I never want to lose that, but ever it's, it's so cool meeting, having that mixture between our mates that just fucking love working, you know, whatever their job is and getting on the piss. I love their stories, but also meeting people who are in the same mindset as us, who are kicking goals, pushing to achieve certain things and getting that motivation from them. It's fucking cool. And in their own lane with stuff that we're probably not really even interested in, but sometimes after those conversations we've had, I've been fucking fired up to go, oh, I'll go. I'd love to go give that a crack. But that's the thing. You don't have to be in their lane to be motivated by them. Like, if anyone's having a crack at anything in their own right, I'm, I'll happily talk to them because they're having a go. Yeah. You know, anyone doing anything, having a go. I think the only country we've ever been on the show here, mates or not, are people having a crack at something. Yeah, definitely. That's the whole fucking... Well, everyone's doing it. We're doing life. That's the whole blueprint. Have a fucking crack. Yep. Don't just live your life to get a good super. Fuck off. Build yourself something. Hook in. Have a go and live your life because you never know when it's going to end. So the people that we've met has been a huge one. crazy for me because I, like you guys, gave me the opportunity to do what I love. And also, like, I've met people that I, like, are massive fans of. And now I'm mates with them. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, mm. yeah. Like, yeah, and I'm really good mates with some of them. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking insane. It is a spin out, eh? Yeah. <clears throat> 100%. The biggest couple of things is two here that I've, that I've taken from it all. The community that we have created is second to none. It is the best fucking community on earth. It absolutely blows me away and makes me so proud. Without you guys supporting us like you do, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. Ah. It just it wouldn't be. Like, we'd probably still be sitting there. We've always said if no one listened, we'd still do it because it was something fun that we did. But now we do this as a job. 
We go home every night to our families and we're fully committed into fucking trying to delete head noise one laugh at a time. And it's all because of you guys. It's like a big family and I could not be more proud of it. It's like any business. You need a product to sell. Yeah. And we've got a product and thank you to our listeners. Yeah. Because you, that's what makes yeah. us fucking have food on the table and keep doing this. A hundred percent, man. And that trendsetters group on Facebook, I know we say it a fair bit, but that, since we shut down that original one that was open and it had over a hundred thousand cunts in it and we had to just say, fuck this, this isn't who we are. Started another one with a bit of a vetting process where you had to answer a few questions and that. So many times a week I look in there and someone asks for something. They're like, I just want to start smoking, boys. What's your options? People give them proper advice. And if someone wants a bit of shit put on them, they'll get a bit of shit put on them. We're all about that mixture of giving your mates shit but also looking after, looking after them when they're vulnerable. And it's the perfect combination of it in that group. And I could not be more proud. So There's so many like just advice going, hey, I want to start this business. I'm looking at doing this, getting an excavator or whatever. Mm-hmm. And people are going, oh, make sure you got a good accountant. Fucking this is what I did. I'm going, holy, I wish I fucking had this shit back. Oh, it's awesome, man. Just, like, a, people... just a nice community where everyone gets it's, along. It's the right just... balance of giving someone yeah. shit who's yep. asking to cop shit. And someone who's asking for advice cops advice. And it, it's so hard to find that. And we found it, which is such a proud thing for me. So that's probably the second best thing that I've found out of this whole thing. And, and I've uh, got to thank Tom for that because I was very negative on the thing. I hate Facebook, as you all know. And I really didn't want it because of how much negative shit was on Facebook. But that's taken a turn because this fucking group is... Very positive at the moment. Yeah. It's There's good. been a few moments, but uh, which, when I, of course, I'm going to spark up because yeah, I didn't yeah. like it at all. But 99% of it's been fucking I And mean, it's because the good people are there and then they'll like message me and say, like, hey, this person's causing drama. Yeah. Review yeah. it. Fuck them off. You can't do not. that on Instagram. No. Yeah. No, that's right. But the, the number one for me, mate, is, uh, is filth. So getting filth on for an episode before he passed away. And it really changed the way that I look at this whole thing that we do. So before podcasts, if someone passed away, you could look at photos or short videos and remember, you know, moments of their life. But with podcasts, you really get to learn who someone is as a person and hear them tell a story and be themselves for a prolonged period of time. Mm. Um I didn't see it like that until after Phil passed away and it's a really special thing to have. Their family and friends can always go back and listen and they have that forever. So if there's any positive to take out of that from that whole situation, it's really made me realise how important what we do is and a reason why I never want to stop doing it. Yep. 100%. Have a shot for the mad cunt. Fucking oath. (laughs) But, you know, like... I I never saw it as that before. Yeah, yeah. I, no, always, you, you I, I always saw it as just getting the boys on, having a chat, having a laugh. Man, it's I don't an know archival many, piece of media. I mate. don't know how many guests that we've got on now that I enjoy talking to, but those people, if something ever happens, forever like a time capsule, yep. they can listen to their loved one literally just be themselves for an hour. Yeah. 
and it means so much to me. And if I ever die, fucking good on you because you got fucking heaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same with Quinn and Cam and yeah, fucking everyone. Think, but uh, we are definitely right. We're good. You can just fucking go through your whole life. There's but 200 episodes if, that, it, if it happens tomorrow. <laughs> but I just mean that after that happened, it's been such a big thing in my life and it still affects me every single day in my life. But yeah, that has made me really realise the importance of what we do for people and stuff and and give people something to have forever. Like, do you know who your, your great-great-grandfather was? Nah. No cunt does. No. Nah. Someone, for me, if I ever die, you die, Quinn, you die, Cam, anyone we've ever have on, their dad can go, do you know who your great-great-grandfather was? Have a listen to him spin a yarn. Yeah, all that they had before that was maybe a book if he'd done something really famous. A black and white photo. Yeah, or or some eulogy of him when he was the top war captain or, you know what I mean? Mate, unless you were proper famous... You had a black and white photo of you standing there not smiling. Yeah. And yeah. that was it. That's right. So that's the craziest thing out of this whole process. But it's made me realise, although I fucking love it and I have heaps of fun, there's such a fucking big thing of importance there. And why I like talking to people and enjoy getting to know who they are because that's there forever. 100%. So that's been the biggest thing for me of this whole thing. But all those other things... I fucking love it. And the underlying factor of it all, deleting head noise one life at a time and getting on the piss with <laughs> my best mate and mates, Quino. You're fucking Thanks, not mate. only employee champion, you're one of my best mates. And I think that's the third pink shot. So. <laughs> Unreal. That's been my fucking favourite stuff. We'd be here for fucking 10 hours. If, <laughs> oh, that's right. If we went through every favourite thing I liked about the show. Yep. I'm fucking surprised I got that through that last one without well, many brother. tears. But that um, let's move on to a bit of cooking with Daddy because <laughs> I fucking missed it. <laughs> we we had a chew with the poo for a couple of weeks and that was fun. But I I need cooking with Daddy in my life and I only just realised it. So hit me. Cooking with Daddy. Right. So we mentioned the trout skins over at Northwest. Yeah, briefly. Briefly. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we smacked a bit of that. <laughs> well, I didn't do um, I didn't do much fish cooking, eh? Didn't you? No. Well, shout out to uh, Phil and Budge. They fucking... <laughs> Phil, Phil and... Phil and Budge. Budge. Was that... <laughs> Actually, I'll talk about the name for the trip. Every cunt was a lowey. A lowey. You're a lowey. <laughs> they had a heap of mates from like... down. Oh, sorry, a heap of mates. Two mates from down south. Mm. Um... The four of them pretty much they camped off to the end and come up for dinner and stuff like that. They were good mates, so grew up together. Yeah. They had this little stabby craft, um, little platey. It was a fucking beauty of a boat. <laughs> good little fucking hull. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I think their names Doily, Jason Doily was, and uh, Slowy, who's a chippy. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get, we're getting fucking pissed. Anyway. Are we? <laughs> yeah, go on. Yeah, so they did most of the fucking fish cooking. So Daddy what wasn't on. What did they run? Crumb, battered, deep fried, shallow fried? No, we did it all. Oh, big and small, black and white. <laughs> right day and night. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> mainly crumbed. There yeah. was a good batter they did. It was real light and fluffy. It was a mix between... 
like cornstarch and corn starch bicarb soda. soda. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. sorry, maybe the bicarb soda instead of the cornstarch. I'm not going to dive into that one too much. So I don't really know the episode. Um, they did the sashimi and ooh, the fucking ooh. what tuna or what? I think they actually did it with fucking trout. Not sashimi, sorry. What's the other one? So, so... Oh, when they cook it with the lime. Yeah. Mm. I didn't oh, ceviche. ceviche. Ceviche, yeah. That's the one, <laughs> brother. I know. It's like, the cold, it's like the cold salad, isn't it? With like lime and all that. Yeah, stuff. I yeah. think they use like the yeah. chili, lime, ginger, yeah, and you cook it all in the thing. I'd rather eat ass. <laughs> I like both. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. what I, I didn't get to try it because I was off doing me um, doing me part on the other side of the aisle, drinking a bit of red wine with the missus. Yeah, coming. So we only <laughs> they only did it that one night, so I didn't get actually to try it. So I was off that. Yeah. But I got to really talk about me cooking when I got home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go Daddy's on. back in the kitchen. Daddy's back. So someone fucked up. <laughs> oh. There was no sausages and no steak on the island for two weeks. Besides Benny, hey, besides, no. besides Benny Richo, because he can't eat seafood, he flares up. Yeah, yeah. shellfish and even now fish. Mm. So I was ready to murder someone, as you'd know. Mm. I'd eat yeah. steak every second night. I'd eat it every own. night. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do eat it almost every second night. So I got home, done a big fucking steak up. That was prime. Next night. Fucking cabanara. Oh. But Full I've changed pain. it up. Oh, mm. right. What? Instead of normal pasta, mm. I use lasagna sheets. Oh. oh. And then you sort of like just strip them yep. a little bit, not too much. Mm. Game changer. Yeah, oh. right. I liked it. it so good. Daddy's carbonara with lasagna sheets. Yep, yep. And I used um, our boy Johnny, mm. that healthier rub. Yep. Oh, yeah, right. On. Big fan. Big fan in the cabanara. Oh, wow. With the chicken, garlic, butter, cream. Oh, yep. nice. And the healthier rub. White wine reduction? The... No white wine, just chicken. Uh, no white wine, just chicken stock. Yeah, yeah cool. right. On. Mate, I uh... didn't have any white wine on the pres- uh, premises. Fuck, we're getting pissed. So, <laughs> off, the... <laughs> <laughs> off the back of um, Johnny Austin, I Austin. use that coffee rub. With me jalapeno poppers. Mm. Now, I've gone through a whole fucking bag of hickory pellets. I've just had the uh, mystique that you got me. You got to me You got me two bags for my birthday. Yep. Good luck going to buy them again. You'll be shocked at the price. That's all right. It's, uh, but I've uh, gone through a couple. I've done, um, done a few things in them. But my favorite little treasure that I've found is jalapeno poppers. Now, you were talking to me a bit before the show about how they were too hot. I'm a bit into heat, but I'm not crazy into heat. And these were great. Mm. So my process was cut them in half, scoop out all the seeds and veins and shit so it's just the shell of the jalapeno. And then Philadelphia cream cheese, cheddar cheese, and Johnny Austin's fucking um, coffee rub. Mix it all together. Layer it in there to the point where it's just beaming. And then get streaky bacon. Wrap it around it, but it's not turd soft fucking American bacon. So you got to get toothpicks and plug it in. Put the coffee rub on the outside, mate. About an hour and a half in the smoker, and they what were. What temp did you go? 
I can't remember. I'd have to go back a couple of episodes. Um, but honestly, I and and I had a few boys over there as well that I don't know what their heat range is and that, but they had multiple and and it was fucking prime. Like that cream cheese mixture cancelled out the extreme heat of the pepper and the bacon on the outside. It left a little little burn in your mouth, but not to the point where you're fucking sweating or anything. That's what I said to Cass. I said Oh, I used to be able to eat um, jalapeno poppers like it's going out of fashion. Last night, I did a steak again. I got a couple of jalapenos. I halved them, took the seeds out of them, but I but- I had them butterflied there. Yeah. And I didn't have cream cheese, but I thought it was pretty deadly. <laughs> and I just put actual cream and cheese and butter together <laughs> and laid them in and a bit of bacon. And they were the hot as fuck. I reckon I could have chewed on a raw chili with seeds in it. Yeah, so I don't I know if I got the wrong jalapenos. How do you get them? Nah, do you get them just, just in those little cases from Coles? Yeah, yeah, green, just yeah, just yeah, fresh. Yeah. yeah, I think it's that Philadelphia cream cheese that, that actually breaks. I it down. think that is that offsets the heat that they put in. Well, I was about the hour and a half mark. Mm. Yeah, hour and a half. That's what but I. I, I don't know. Was like butterfly and them did something. I don't nah, know. Well, I do the same thing except you cut them dead in half and you just take all of it out. So there's no everything's taken out. I just think the Philly cream cheese really breaks. Really it. fucking takes that real kick out of it and it neutralizes it. And you just cook it till the bacon's crispy. And Honestly, I will do them for every time all the boys are around just for a fucking thing where you grab and drill while you're on the piss because you wash it down with the fucking better beer schooners that I can pour at my own bar now, thanks to the keg fridge. Yeah. That's been a great addition to the fucking thing. But the reverse sear, Cambodian. Mm. You can't beat it. You can't beat it. The reverse sear. You, you need a certain it. thickness. I but think, yes. I think, yeah, yeah, you get the big, dirty, wide-ass fucking steak. <laughs> but I reverse it to about a temp of 48 degrees, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then two minutes on either side, mate, and it was cooked medium, and I was fucking happy with the result. Yeah, fucking Because up. I got that Matador barbecue. It's always been a bit fucking touchy on the grill side on full heat because the flames come up, kick and spit and fart and carry on. But... That's what you want in two minutes. That's what you want. You want to be able to slap it in the face. Oh, and it's just kicking up. Fucking flaming. Yeah. So I get that bastard burning for about 10 minutes flat, so it's hot as fuck. And then bring it out of there two minutes. Flames are licking it, putting a good crust on. Huh. I'm all over it at the moment. Stop it. Yeah. I fucking got right into my work. And I think the schooner's helping. So, yeah, it's all coming together, bud. (laughs) It's like vodka and cranberry. Yeah, that's like vodka and cranberry. Straw to my berry. One thing we don't have here on the table at the moment mm. in the piss world, vodka What's, and cranberry. We got some fucking spicy vodka in there. We do, actually. Might have to have a vodka Red Bull to fucking get through a couple of these yarns. We actually might just kick next episode off with a vodka Red Bull. Next transfer episode will be a bit wild because <laughs> that's Ooh. off the back of this cunt. <laughs> But, um, mate, off the back of the cooking section, I want to give a shout-out to Roscoe's Pizza because a heap of people have been getting into their work with the Roscoe's, the pepper steak and onion ring top of pizza. Oh, I'm actually almost feeling that for dinner. Yeah, actually, we might, <laughs> Soak wander, up some piss. we might wander over there and get our very own pizza from Roscoe's, as you should do. 
So if you're around the Gladstone, Yapoon, Rocky area, get the fuck to Roscoe's and grab a pepper steak and onion ring pizza. It's the best thing going. And also, Cam, you wouldn't have hit it in a while. You've probably been getting into your piss and awesome food work. But me and Quinn and I have been kicking into our TikTok nutrition work. And uh, it's really helped with the weight loss over the last few months. So if you're keen to jump on board, head to tiktoknutrition.com.au. Use the code alpha at checkout for 20 bucks off your first order over 10 meals. Can't believe I just got that. Nailed in one, it. in one, I nailed it. They call me one, one take, take Tommy, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fucking that's fucking proper 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 true yarn, proper proper. But yeah, so but honestly, guys, well, shout out there. to the legend too, but because he knows I've been away for two weeks, but it's fucking delivered today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't even ordered. Yeah, no, no, that fucking oath. I got a message that it was delivered today as well, and I've been fucking bowing for the whole time. Yeah, but normally we put our um, orders in today. Or are we still going to do that before five o'clock? I got you, mate. You got me. me. I told him when you were going to be back. He's got me. He's got me. I got him. I fucking look after this guy. I got an announcement because I'm actually not here. (laughs) (laughs) What's your announcement? Well, I go. I go to Melbourne tomorrow. Yeah, well, we had to do two episodes today, the only day we had in a month together. And, and shout out to Bonza, because they only do flights on Tuesday. But yeah, yeah. direct to Melbourne, pretty keen for that, instead of doing the fucking milk run. But I'm going to buy myself a new car. But the only drama is, I've got to drive the cunt from Melbourne back to Glass. <laughs> tell the <laughs> trendsetters what you're buying, Cambodia. I got myself the new ZR2 Silverado. Queen, can you please look up uh, the Eagles Silverado? I'm pretty sure it's a song, and I want to play it in oh. in honor of so, Cam's car. Let's hook the cam- uh, car up first. A bit of, a right. bit of history. I'm obviously, I've had V8s. I've had a lot of shit. And I just wanted to have a, a challenge. four drive with an LS3. You just wanted a challenge when parking. What I don't did care you about the car. I just went white. Yeah, that one in the middle there. Nice I, do, I do like the blue. I do like the blue. It's pretty good. Blue seems to be the most popular. Can, that looks like a fucking nice car. And that's coming from non, a Oi. non-car block. Oi. Yeah. I don't know if I'll incriminate myself. Mm-hmm. I needed a petrol car again, boys. Why? Well, I can already ride off diesel with the fucking excavation company. Yeah. Now, ah. now I can ride off a bit of boat fuel heading out the reef, bro. With Alpha Lures. Because we got a petrol. Because we're fishing. We're fishing. Well, we're I could fish. have done that a little bit with the mowing stuff anyway. It's all legit. It's but, all legit but, as but, fuck. But now I can really get a couple of litres. Now you're really going to get into your mowing work. <laughs> Mate, this thing's probably going to cost me 1500 just in fuel to get home. So I've never done it, guys. You're going to be um, probably in the Trendsetters group tomorrow. Don't know how to go to the coast road. Don't know how to shoot inland. I've got to be back by Friday because we've got a uh, camping weekend for Alpha Blokes. We've got, We're, if you haven't heard of Skid Pig before on YouTube, yeah. the Skid Pig is coming to CQ. We're going to be hunting pigs, deer, going crabbing. It's going to be a great thing. I, I think we just do, do fun shit, don't we? I think he's doing a um, a little thing for his channel, and mm. then afterwards we're getting him on on the Monday. But that's the, that's this weekend coming up because we got fuck all on. So we thought we'd fucking get him in. <laughs> <laughs> Caulfield Cups, fucking Saturday, fucking Volks fighting Sunday. So I need to be back. We don't get down there till probably, as you're listening to this, uh. I'm probably 
one o'clock, two o'clock tomorrow, I get there, and mm. then it's 23-hour drive home. Yeah. Quinn, I'm pretty sure there's a song called Silverado. I can't you. find it. Fuck's sake. There might not be a song. I just thought there was one. No. So before you all lip okay. up, a few people reckon, um, oh, you should have waited until 2024 and there's going to be a diesel engine <laughs> and there's going to be a four-cylinder in the same model and it's going to be way awesomer. <laughs> I, want, awesomer. I want an L- LS3 petrol V8. Daddy wants go. Daddy wants go. 26 grand for a supercharger, 650 horsepower. It's on the cards. I might be divorced, but... I need that in the back of my life. Daddy needs I just go. want to be able to get in and take my anger out on something. And it's the fucking throttle of this thing. And Gibbo's head in fucking... <laughs> X amount of months time. Yeah, we have, we'll release the date soon. Yeah, actually, it'll be in the next few episodes where everything gets released about this fight night, mm-hmm. but we're keen to punch on. I might even fucking run over his mailbox on the way home back up the coast. <laughs> to really set the tone. Set the things off. Mm. So, no, looking forward to that. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's prime. I'm trying to think I need of someone way. to tame the excavator because I might do a bit of grave digging. Yeah, you might get into grave digging work. That's yeah, yeah, I might have got show. a contract with our, our mate, Bryzy, to um, oh, yeah. bury a few cunts. Literally. Literally. Respectfully. And legally. Respectfully. Bury cunts with all due respect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, <laughs> that's Imagine if you would have said to a cunt a few years ago, oh, yeah. Got an earth moving company going. I bury cunts. Yeah. I do. <laughs> well, I do. You know, someone said to me on the phone the other day. <laughs> yeah. 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 He goes, Oh, yeah, cunt. Dig them out properly and don't bury them 10 foot under and the dogs are digging them up. <laughs> oh, 10 foot under? That's even further down. How far do they have to be? Because I don't foot. know. Six, Six oh, foot actually... under is a regular term. Six foot. Me under. Oh, you might have said three. They're me under. Yeah, because you're ten foot's fucking ages. That'd be a big ass fucking dog to dig that cunt up. I need to make sure too. Six feet, start. baby. It's six feet, bro. That's a common thing. I can't believe you didn't know that. Are they badder? Do they get buried deeper? No. Does anywhere bury them deeper, Quint? Oh. Does anywhere international or I don't know what's oh, the word. like as in like, like like bad cunts get yeah, buried deeper. Oh, yeah. Closer to hell. <laughs> Satan. Go, Queen, read it, because I can't. This reflects the common euphemism for death. Blah, blah, blah. Six foot under, in fact. No, go back up. There's... Oh, so. In such cases, only, more yeah. than six feet may be dug to provide the required depth of soil. So, above the top actually, um, this. So, my. Um, Beautiful wife, her grandfather, his wife back in the day was buried further down so mm. he could be buried on top. So, like, yeah, only, the family. So, yeah, so they'll be buried deeper for if you're, like, let's say Beck and I love it a bit. I don't think I'll ever love another woman in my life, no matter what happens. If she dies tomorrow, I'll bury her fucking deeper down in the grave so I can be put on top of her later in my life. Like as in that, if she that goes sort of first. shit. Yeah. Right, that she's that, that sort of shit. Yeah, that's right. That's the best way to be. So <laughs> But back on the my death right or die. <laughs> But back on back on the death game. So that's how it happens. Like if you're a bit later in life, you've been together for fucking fifty years and you're like, Oh, 
I'm not going back out on the circuit. I can't be fucked. You know, barrier a couple of feet down, you can be together. Forever sort of thing. I think that's that's the only exception. I don't think. Didn't you want to be cremated anyway? Yeah, but I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm just. I think I'm going to be putting lures and cast it out. But but I mean, but I'm just saying that is the exception of the six feet under thing. Yeah. Because it so, happened to the family thing a, a little bit. The wildest bigger. yarn, I don't even know if this is happening still, but it, it was a chat the other night at dinner, and, um, yeah, this new car is pretty much fucking for telling the escalator around. But the the thing... And it just fucking rev in the main street, you can Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's good that it's only six foot, two and a half tonnes should be able to do it. Yeah, so you should get all over it. Yeah, I was a bit, I was a bit concerned. Oh, no, this is what I wanted to say. So this is a bit of a fucking fun family fucking loom just really, really lapping with um, new technology these days. Because my great-granddad over in Ireland, he used to be a grave digger. Did he? He did. Get fucked. How do you get into that? Cunts with dime. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a market there. Yeah. Shout out to COVID. So I, 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 I was all excited when I um, had a bit of this chat the other day that this might happen. And I rang my old boy and he, and he goes, how are you? And I said, who and our family used to dig graves? Because she's come back around, bro. You know what he said to me? He goes, what do you ask? Because <laughs> then I told yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. He goes, what are you on about? <laughs> mm. What do you want to know? It's legit, Dad. It's legit. It's legit. It's legal. Yeah, it's come to Oz. Hmm. Proper, proper excavations and grave deep. Did he give you any tips? Oh, he's on a shovel. I'm on an excavator. So, no, granddad. Great, you got granddad great, great, on the shovel. Great granddad. You so, got, I don't know who he is. Like oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, this is the funny story, but when we did go over to Ireland when I was 10, 11, or Anyway, so my great-granddad used to live in this house next to this graveyard where he used to do the digging. And oh. my dad's schoolmate now lives in that house next to the graveyard. He doesn't do any digging. He just lives at the house. Uh-huh. So how it all flips around. So we went and visited the house, and that's oh, how I can't. knew the story. Oh, if you wanted to go on a ghost tour... Yeah, and Imagine this house, mate. there, man. What the fuck? No, that, this house, dead set. I'm worried you about know, Yana's you, back. Imagine you that. You think your cunt. neighbor's fence at your place in Calliope? Yeah. And then the graveyard's there. Oh, fuck off. That's How? what this place is. So he's it's on a, the like, graveyard. It's, a, it's like a two-story house, gate, like the big running gate, and then Barry Russell. Well, there's, only, there's one positive about Cassandra. that. There's one positive about that thing, Cambodia. They're all dead. He's in the dead center of town. <laughs> he's, in the, <laughs> <laughs> he's in the dead center of the paddock. Anyway. He's right up the guts. That's fucked. I, I, like I said, I lose sleep over Yana's back. I couldn't imagine living on a cemetery. Yeah. Fucking hell, man. Imagine I, living there and then digging for the day. And mate, then going, no. at least you're fucking keeping the dream alive in the family. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know? We do it all here. Yeah, we do big and small, black and white, day and night, we'll bury I think that's why we're successful. Well, not successful, that's a bit fucking fast, but... Well... We've got some yarns. Oh, i got yarns. Got we, yarns. We are not just the typical nine to five... Mate, you Play give a bit us, of golf on the Sunday. Mate, you give us six different bottles of wet puss, we'll have yarns. Yeah, that's the difference. I probably wouldn't have told that yarn saber. That's right, and that's why they wanted us back. 
We can't guarantee it every week because we'll fucking die. No, we don't want to go too far over the line. We really do, but we can't. Yeah, shout out to Patreon. Go subscribe. But um, should we... Should we get it? That was great, by the way. <laughs> should, should we get into a bit of news and sport, which I'll probably won't say a lot of because we've. Yeah. Well, shout out to Pendulum, by the way. Oh, who yeah. Kicks us off with youth and sport. They've been sooting around the country. Some trends has been there. And their song played, which. Fucking... Your opponent was even there. Yeah, he was. I got a photo with his Mrs. Mum. And her partner sent it to him at the Bowen Races. Really? I had, I had me fist up in the photo. <laughs> Whereabouts? At the Bowen Races. No, I was like, got a photo. Got a photo with the fist up, smiling. Mm. Because I knew it was going to get back to him. Yeah. Oh, like ready to go. Yeah, ready to go. And I said, I was just laughing, going, fuck, this will be funny. Imagine copping. Imagine knowing you're going to fight a bloke and then getting a picture of you with your mother-in-law and the bloke you're going to fight with his fist up in the air. Sounds like a Dylan Dennis, Logan Paul story. Speaking uh, of which. This is going to have less cuddling. <laughs> Love Klutzy, by the way, but I thought it would be a funny fucking, that would be a weird photo to cop. Probably less but, nudes too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but anyway, shout out to Pendulum. Get this into you. <laughs> right, I... Quinn, I think I'll let you take the start of this right. off because I think we're all on the same page with the main storyline that has to be hit this episode. I'm bringing you the hottest topic since Punkin. I've declined, I reckon, 1,500. <laughs> since Punkin. <laughs> Who do we fucking forget that before? <laughs> we have to do a vlog and a Punkin patch. <laughs> I reckon I've declined about 1,500 trendsetter posts of the same video of this Fucking Colorado Yeti yeah. that has been spotted. We know it's there. We know it's there. But let's talk about it. Oh, yeah, Knuckles was in China yeah. while it was happening, so it can't have been Knuckles. It wasn't him. No. He's in dog-eating country. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking cut that shit because they eat dogs. They do. <laughs> They fucking do. Well, that's not Labrador, race. German Shepherd, Golden Retriever. I don't know what's more tender. They eat them. Uh, Foxy, that's the wings. That's the fucking fish wings out of the trout. Mm. So no, this, no. this can't, eh? Creature yeah. resembling Bigfoot caught on camera walking across Colorado hillside watch. The, an- <laughs> the animal was captured on camera by onlookers on a train traveling from Durango to Silverton in the southwest corner of Colorado. Resembles Bigfoot has been caught on camera walking across a hillside. Creature was seen roaming through the San Juan National Forest on two legs. Two legs, important to note. Um, we'll try to find a more higher quality image. But yeah, it's That's pretty much like the most realistic one, I think. So, Jaya Knuckles was saying how they bought a really nice suit online mm. and how tech, like we can get cunts to Mars nowadays. You can make a realistic Yeti suit. You gotta have a bit of balls about you, eh? Because yeah, but this bloke knew. So I'm going with just fifty cal. Yeah, yeah, but this cunt knew that a tourist bus was coming past. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. strolled in with a yeti suit. It was a train or a bus? And please reach out the yeti. Was it a bus or a um, train? 
That's our next mission. I want to get this Yeti on for a yarn. So, <laughs> Yeti, reach out. I want to hear your story. I want to hear about how you tricked every fucking squash, squatch fucking dude in the world, India. Yep. Because we've, we've... Train ride. We it, wasn't have a said, bus. it wasn't a bus. Sorry, train. So During a steam engine train ride. There you go. So we have said since the start of the show that we want someone to dress as a fucking Yeti and get on the news. This has gone viral. Viral. We do not want you to get shot. Please reach out. Mm. I would love to get you on for a yarn to tell us how you tricked the whole world into being a Yeti. Or if you're a real Yeti, reach out because there's fucking heaps of technology <laughs> out there nowadays and Yetis are probably listening to us. We should have a Yeti pub crawl. Oh, stop. That could be the Christmas Just party, party. theme. Yeah. <laughs> Yetis. <laughs> Yeti. The invite said to be confirmed theme. Or it should be Sneedon or Russell Coyle or something. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Yeah, but that was yeah, the only that was the only sort of news story that I had. Yeah, yeah, that oh. like that just covers like news for the week. Really, mm. that was yeah. massive. I thought, yeah, obviously I wanted to touch on uh, Logan Paul, Dylan Dennis. Yeah, this sport. Uh, Dylan Dennis tried to go for the guillotine. Fucking didn't happen it for was him a bit of a in a boxing stock. match. It was just an absolute laughing stock. Um, yeah, I'm glad Logan got the win. It's a hard one for me because I watched the Tim Zhu fight, right? No Limit, who put on a great card, and it really made me realise that for yeah. us, doing a similar thing as what Danis and Logan are doing, we will never promote our card as the best boxing thing ever because it's not. It's fun, which is why we will update you in a week or two's time about the fun events that are going to be happening on that card. It's going to be us punching on... But it's fucking going to be the funnest night ever. But and that's what we don't want to try and do is make it... Like, we're all going to be taking it seriously and training and fighting. But we're also going to be making it a really fun, entertaining thing to turn up to. No, but I, I agree and disagree because I really think Logan and Jake are putting in... Probably more effort than a boxer at the moment. Yeah, Learn, but... Learning the skill. Yeah, but Dylan Danis made an absolute job. No, he didn't even train. And that's what I mean. He's a fucking joke. But that's what I mean. The people who are going to be involved in this, we're making sure are taking it seriously. Yeah, yeah. I'm not having any cunt rocking up there laying on their back or something. It's like you get in there and swing like a Southern Cross windmill. No, I, I think it should be you sign that form. If you get on your back trying to be funny, fucking ground and pound the cunt. Yeah, yeah, that's right. There's no pay for you either. No. Like, yeah, you that's, don't, you don't fall a... back on your back and try to... It's not a joke. Like, you, no. you, you you lip up at the start and go in there, but when you walk out there, you fucking punch the fuck on for a few minutes. Yeah. That's the whole idea. I reckon Dylan Dennis even trying to do that choke in a boxing match should be fined out the ass. Yeah, it's a bit of a joke. Like you, I reckon he's going to get real fucked over. I don't... He promised to pay his pay or something. No, he to, won't do that. He won't do that. He's got a massive court case because of the um, Logan Paul's missus, all the shit he was posting about her. Yeah, yep. He's fucked. Yeah, His fucking last right. fight was in 2019 MMA. He, he literally went the sellout thing. Like, he, do you know how you can you can do stuff and call people out? He literally sold the fuck out with everything in order to make some cash and didn't give a fuck about how he He definitely did. won the war in social media wise. Oh, uh, but not now. He looks like an absolute No, he looks like fuck a fucking stick. idiot. Yeah. Mm, doesn't and matter. You know what you know what the thing out of the whole fucking match is fucking 
Conor McGregor getting behind him. That's uh, the biggest fucking joke ever. Yeah. I love Conor McGregor. What the fuck are you doing, mate? I think he's just sucking into fucking... I think he's just drilling proper 12 and tweeting and when cocaine. he's blind. Yeah, yeah. And Asada now getting rid of... Like, Asada and the UFC splitting. Yeah. How's that? I don't want to talk on that too much because I haven't looked at it. Yeah, I want to find a bit more out before we yeah, have yeah, our yeah, opinion on that. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But it looks like it's going to be like the steroid Olympics and I'm fucking excited. But let's have a proper <laughs> chat about it. <laughs> we'll do some research. Yeah, yeah The other thing, I think KSI won. I didn't watch um, against um, Tommy, Tommy Fury. Fury. Yes, got twice the strikes in. Um, jo- thought... John Fury should fuck off if he keeps calling Mike Tyson out. I hope Mike Tyson comes in and stops him in round one. I thought that I looked at the stats and um, KSI had better punch accuracy, but Fury landed more. Was that right or not? I thought um, KSI landed more. I don't know. Oh, from all reports, it was boring as fuck. And yep. the thing that I didn't really want to talk about it much is because the boxing card that I watched yesterday, we recorded yep. this Monday. A proper boxing card, we The no say. limit card. And that's why I'm trying to say that yeah. we are not ever going to say that our boxing event next year is going to be the best quality boxing. It's going to be fucking fun to rock up to and watch because we're going to have all types of shit literally big and small, short or tall, <laughs> on there. And it's going to be fun to rock up to, fun to watch and shit. But this No Limit card, I've got to shout out No Limit in Australia. They are changing the game in the way boxing is and really making it a thing because it was an action-packed card. Run through it quickly, quicker than I was going to because we're already fucking hooking in here. But Wade Ryan early on defeated Sergey. Uh, hang on. Vorobev. So this was like real life Rocky versus Iron, uh, Ivan Drago vibes. And fucking Wado got it done. Wado, Wade Ryan is the Aussiest Aussie of all time. You'd bump into Wado at the local fucking pub having a dart and a schooner out the front and punch fuck out of you. Yep. He just humbled this fucking Russian who was undefeated, I'm pretty sure, coming into the country to win some belts. And it was fucking great. A massive underdog. I wish I had some coin on him. So good on him. Uh, Haas. Haas Hamdan. Sorry if I mispronounced some of these names. Had a few. Haas Hamdan defeats uh, Danvers Kashiri. <laughs> and uh, this was a great one to watch. Plenty of action after a fiery build-up. No one took a backward step. That's what I found about a lot of these no-limit cards. Like, you watch a lot of international fights and that, and people are wary on the back foot. These motherfuckers literally swung for the fences and as an Aussie battler sitting there half cut watching it you're like yeah yeah this is why I pay to watch it you know what I mean just entertainment man Jackson England defeated Nathaniel May via split decision now this was a great fight I honestly could have gone either way I couldn't split him at the end honestly could not I thought it was going to be a draw and I would have been happy with it um but Jackson England won the fight on split decision, and this sets up the next fight for Liam Wilson, mate of the show. Had him on before. Get right behind Liam Wilson. He's doing a great thing in the scene for Aussie boxing. But that's the next fight. They brought him into the ring. They had an interview with Jackson England, who's a very humble lad, fought awesome. Um, but after Wilson's, la- Wilson's last fight, where old mate just fucking sprinted around the ring, 
he'll be pumped to fight someone who's going to stand up and trade. Yeah, because that's what these two lads did. They stood there and just fucking swung. Yep. So Liam Wilson loves that shit. I've got to back our boy to the hills. Fuck yeah. I think he will stand there and knock him out. Fuck but right. all due respect to fucking Jackson England, because I think it'll be a great fight, but so keen for Liam to fight someone again who's going to stand there and bang with him because he's a fucking talent. So keen for that. Then the co-main event, Sam Goodman versus Miguel Flores. Miguel? So, yes, probably that. Apologies. Goodman looked great in this fight, man. Like, just clinical. He looked so good. Picked him off all the time. Oh, mate, punched him in the nuts about 600 times. Got probably three or four points deducted. And Goodman just fucking drilled him. So, hopefully there's a world title shot next for him. I think he's ranked number one challenger in there. So many Aussie boxers right now are just fucking up and about the top scenes. And so, shout out to Sam Goodman. And Tim Zhu versus Mendoza results. Like, are you kidding? Tim Zhu just fucking told everyone what he's all about. Fucking oath. Like, Charlo, I remember him going, yeah, he's going to knock, like, Mendoza's going to knock him out. That'll shut you, like, pretty much shut just lifting up. Shut, yeah. Tim Zhu, like, I had 100 on Tim Zhu to knock him out by KO because I just thought he was going to fucking just walk through him or whatever. Mendoza has got a chin of absolute granite because, like, Tim Zhu come out the first couple of rounds. I was sort of thinking, come on, man, like, fire up and that or whatever. He just walked at him like he does, pressure on him, picked him out a bit. As the rounds went on, come, like, six or seven, man, you just saw him just fucking walking at him, taking everything he had and just feeding him fucking gristle. Just impressive as fuck. Did not look one bit like weak or anything like that. Marching him forward, pressure on the whole entire fight. As it went on in the later rounds, just fed the cunt. Round 11, I reckon I've seen fights get called off for less before. I'm glad it wasn't called off. Not my opinion at the time because I had 100 on him to win by knockout. But I've seen fights get called off earlier than that before. Tim was literally just holding him on the ropes and just fucking feeding him. Yeah, I've seen the highlights. The chin on this bloke is unreal, like Mendoza or whatever, but the 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 real bit that I was impressed with, come round 12, he's just smashed the fuck out of him easily on top on the scorecards. He could have come out so excited, tried to finish him and got clipped by Mendoza because he's such a powerful dude. He was composed as fuck, took his time. Literally didn't fall into any traps, did what he had to do to finish the fight off. A clinical performance to absolutely annihilate who he was fighting. Called out Charlo after the fight to say, let's go, cunt. Yeah, fuck it. And it was his last thing in Australia, ready to go to America to fucking beat these cunts. Already getting doubted again to the next level. Nah, nah, fuck that. He's here to prove a point and it was just like, yes, cunt. That's what we are. Like... You know, we've got a couple of blokes in the combat scene at the moment. Timmy Zoo and Volkanovski. So many people fighting. What about our boy Troy Pilcher? Troy Pilcher, fucking Second oath. round stoppage. Yeah, he just had another fucking win on the weekend too. I actually... ANBF, Australasian heavyweight champion. Fucking With oath. a brutal two-round stoppage. Oh, do you know what I was doing? On the No Limit card, I was looking up on YouTube because it was up for free on there. I was watching Troy's fight. 
in the fucking brakes of the No Limit Cup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was fucking getting into me biffs on Sunday. Pissed okay. on the couch, hungover, getting into me biffs. So shout out to Troy Pilcher as well. Another mate of the show getting into his fucking work and he should be so on So where would that have been on? ANBF Australasian? Man, I saw that it was going to be on Saturday. Obviously, it was at the radio and stuff. I just watched it on YouTube. It's free on YouTube. So at this must be when I'm still away and I've just gone back and seen it, have I? Yeah, I'd say this so. This hasn't been too recent. Yeah, it was on the weekend, I think. But just this. I, I, I'm pretty yeah. sure. I watched it on Sunday, though. I'm pretty sure it was on Saturday night. But, Probably, yeah, yeah. but yeah, pumped him in the second round. Yeah, I got back to him and I've just looked him straight up because I knew he was fighting and I was going, fuck it. Oh, yep, sweet. Yeah. So good to see him get the win as well. Love so, to get down next one of his fights, actually. Yeah, for sure. But pretty much the mates of the show are just punching the fuck out of people. Mm. And it's good to see. Aussies getting stuck into their work. Honestly, shit at no limit. They fucking really brought the Aussie boxing scene a fair way. And. Even the last couple of, like, Wednesday cards for free that I've stayed up and watched. One thing I've noticed is so many fights on their cards, there's two blokes who are just fucking punching on. Do you know you can watch some fight cards in it's boxing? It's like the UFC with the heavyweights, you want that knockout. Well, it's a lot of fight cards you see in boxing and that sometimes where they're – it's like a chess match, you know, how they're just trying to land punches. Sammy Goodman, if he's against a real technical boxer, won't be, like, the most exciting fight ever. Because he's real technical and it's such a great fighter. But the no limit cards that I've watched lately, there has been some absolute wars on there. And I'm like, oh, fuckers, stop it. How good's this? So shout out to them. And yeah, Troy Pilcher, fucking oath. It was good to see him get the win. And what's and, it? Um, oh, sorry, skip it. But Izzy's having a break. Yeah, the UFC. So yeah, Izzy seems to be having a break. I don't know. Probably the best thing for him, to be honest, if he's fucking not not right in the head. Keep yeah, if he's not right in the head, I think he should take a break. And I do respect the part when he said, I don't need to prove nothing because he doesn't. He's fucking done some remarkable stuff. I just wish he'd bring him back in a really exciting fight when he, if he does return. Yeah, because a lot of, probably uh, three uh, or four fights. His highlight th- documentary, I watched it three or four times. I like watching it when I'm on the treadmill. You're waiting for that third round just for a fucking shot. Yeah, just like one of you those I mean? ones. That just if you're just lands. watching a fight of him over the last five fights, there's only been one or two moments where it turned into a highlight reel. Mm. He's not a. He's not a. He's very tactical, but he's not a fucking. Uh, Is he like uh, the Floyd Mayweather of the UFC? Like where it's like he's so good, but it's not like one that you're just frothing. Oh, to I watch. wouldn't put him in that category, but. Maybe, yeah. Give him that respect, maybe. I don't know. No, but I mean, like, he's such a fucking technical good fighter, but it's not like you see him headline in a card and go, oh. Can't wait to see him. Can't wait to fucking watch some cunt get knocked out. Yeah, yeah. You know? If you you see Gaethje, you know you're just fucking in there and there's going to be shit happening. Yeah, that's right. And off the back of exciting cards, this fits in perfectly. Since you've been away... We've had a cancellation. We've had Australia's number one cunt, in my opinion, Alexander the Great fucking fucking Husky, step in on 11 days notice to fucking go for the rematch with Islam Makachev for the lightweight title. Yep. So he's what replaced Oliveira. Yep. And not only that, Paulo Costa of pulling out of every fight in his life fame has pulled out and... 
and Usman has jumped up to fucking take that on. To me, that is two replacements that I'm so Sorry, who's so Usman Merson again? Um, Kamzat. Kamzat. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, are you, like, I am sorry, yeah, so yeah. much oh, more. That's so, yeah. I'm so much more excited about so this that. This camera trip this week is going to be pulled up early to So, find, I'm pretty find. sure we're going out to Trav's place. We're going to be hunting pigs and deer. And then probably having a couple of hours sleep, waking up at 4.30 or 5 in the morning to watch it live from Abu Dhabi. I might put my smoker on the back of the Silverado and we'll get a bit of deer backstrap going for the UFC. Oh, stop it. We might just bit stay up all shit. night. Yeah, a bit of man shit. That'll be the manliest week on, on earth. We're going to be hunting pigs, crabs, deer, watching fucking biffing, camping on a farm. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I'm going to have a piss on that note. I might even do a jalapeno popper. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to our first, third pissed off. First three to it. Yeah, hey, that's hey. right. Third <laughs> pissed off. We're an interpreter in soon. Yeah. But so the card. Look, I think the best part about it is is I'm not too hyped up about the prelims or the early prelims here. I haven't seen it yet, so. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm well, not mate. that pumped up. But the best part about it is is that with Skid Pig, with Trav, we're going to get into our hunting work. Probably either push through or have a couple of hours kip and probably get up about because I think the card starts at about four a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, not K, not DKT Dad Kissing Time, which is five a.m. But so we might be able to get up about six and just watch the two good fights, which to me is Kamaru Usman versus Kamzat Chimaev and Islam Makachev versus Alexander the Great Volkanovsky, which is two fights that I cannot wait to fucking watch. Yeah. So that'll be great, and it should round off a great weekend. But yeah, what are your what are your thoughts with fucking with the fight, mate, with the Volk? I think I just got to go off him going. He's not as strong as I thought he was, and that's why he took his time in Perth and just sort of sussed him out. So I reckon he's going to put the fucking pressure on him first three and probably get it done in three. I don't know how the uh, ending will be. I'm sound like a fucking poet. Yeah, I don't even know it. But yeah, oh, what, what, stop it! I do Ooh. agree. I do agree with what you just said. Um, in the toilet. Yeah, yeah. About not having that knockout power, but I think, yeah, I think she's done in three. I fucking hope so. And trust me, I'll probably have a hundred on the nose of Volk to fucking win this thing because I could not be behind this bloke more, and I think he should represent Australia as just our cunt to get behind. Yeah. The only thing that worries me about this fight is that Volk, to me, is known for his just fucking five rounds of pressure, whether it be ground, whether it be punches, whether it be fucking anything. He's just an animal in pressuring people. Not really that many times has he just stiff KO'd cunts. I like wish we knew this um, points on the ground control because I don't think you'll tap Volk out. No, no, he'll, I think he'll go to sleep if you get him in a neck hold. Like he'll, he'll go to sleep yeah, before he yeah. goes out. But, like, if the only thing that worries me is that he's took it on 11 days' notice. He's not known to just drop cunts with a shot, right? Like Islam or whatever, just drop him and walk off KO or anything. And I feel like if he's going to win, he has to pressure him for five rounds. Now that he knows his strength against Islam, probably put it on him more. I fucking worry that he's been just celebrating like he should have. And he's got 11 days to rein it in against someone who is a wrestler and to take down defense and stuff like that. So it's a tough ask. 
But if anyone can do it, it's fucking Volk. And I am 100% behind him. And I hope he gets it done. And I think he will. And I will be fucking betting on him. I want to say this prediction. I reckon it'll be something to do with uh, my legs. Volk will get him with some leg hold. That will do it. A leg hold? Yep. Like I, I want like, to say it now just so I've got it out there. Like a leg lock, like a fucking yeah. heel lock or a knee yeah. bar or something. Yeah. Fucking hell. That yeah. is. Big that's call. a Cambodian. I wonder if we can fucking put that on a market. That'll be paying 120 Yeah, I reckon it'll be something to do with legs. Yeah, copy. Right. Because yeah. like you said, I agree with you. I don't know if he'll get the knockout power. I don't know. I don't think he'll choke him. It'll be something... Leg, leggy. Oh, they got locked leggy. up on the ground. A bit yeah. leggy. Yeah, yeah, big leggy. You've lost yeah. your legs, so you're going leggy. Yeah, I'm getting legless. Fucking, <laughs> I'm blind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, anyway, that's Well, the what fucking... do you reckon? I... How is it going to finish from both parts? I reckon he's going to get it on points. I reckon he is going to come off 11 days notice, try and finish him early by just putting on the pressure and win the first two rounds. I reckon Islam might come back because Volk will be a bit steamed, but then the fucking Aussie Vegemite will come out in the cunt and he'll turn it on for rounds four and five and win by unanimous Gives decision. Gives a cunt of yeast I reckon he'll just fucking turn it on. And like every cunt not from Australia, I'll have a little taste of Vegemite and go, Ew. and then he'll fold the cunt and yeah. win by unanimous decision. That's what I reckon is going to happen. That's a safe bet, which I, I just, think is a good bet as well. Yeah, I think I've seen a couple of things from Volk. Like, obviously, coming off not much notice, he would rather not fight for 25 minutes. He'd rather fight early. But... Giving Islam the respect he deserves, that cunt can fucking... I don't want to see this go the distance. No, nah, me neither. I just think it will. Because I don't think Volk will tap, and I think Islam's a very good fighter. So I just think Volk will out-cunt out him, because that's who we are in Australia. Is this going to be a nighttime fight in we're gonna have to. We're going to have to get up. I think the fight card starts at about 4 or 5 a.m. I think 4 here. It starts but at 4 a.m. Main card we should but have. But like I said. Bacon, egg, breakfast at yeah. 7 o'clock. No, no. Main card. Like the main oh, card main I think at starts four. at 4. Oh. So I think we're going to have to get up. But like I said, nothing excites me other than the two co-mains. So we'll probably be able to start at 6 watching wise. Yeah. I'll be fucking up. Bacon mate. and eggs at 6 on Bacon, Sunday. Bacon, eggs and beer. I'll be fucking Oi. up. Champagne, brekkie, baby. <laughs> hey. Mimosas, let's go. That's Orange right. juice and champagne. Get behind the fucking Volk. Make sure you know when yeah. he's fighting. It's normally good to look on your betting apps. Shout out to Bluebet. Buy the you pay-per-view. Can... Yeah, that's right. Get behind the man. We're even promoting shit we don't even fucking involved in. <laughs> we should be, but... Don't. Get behind Volk. Uncle Dana, fucking eat us up. Right. Bit of motivation here. Thought for episode 200... I've got a quote from the big man himself, someone that Cam and I have always looked up to through this whole process, and that's the fucking Rogan. God. So, God. God himself. So, God. <laughs> get a bit of this up your holes. I can't listen to people. Because even my parents didn't want me to do martial arts. They didn't want me to fight. They didn't want me to do stand-up. It's like, you, you have to understand, like, who you are. And then in the face of other people's either criticism or, you know, lack of faith in your ability to succeed you push through and there's great benefit in that and then you realize that, that you can kind of apply that to other things in life so if you honestly believe in something don't let anyone tell you not to do it so like but obviously your loved ones are trying to look after your best interests but if you're trying to do something that is foreign to them 
of course I'll have concerns. Right? Like they'll they'll be a bit worried and stuff like that. But you'll know when you find something that truly makes you happy and something that doesn't feel like something that doesn't feel like work, even though you're working nonstop. And when you find that, kick its fucking ass and build yourself something. The world must know it's 200 because once you play my clip, I don't even have to comment on what you just said, Tom. And honestly, I just want to say, by the way, I want to clarify that my parents and loved ones have been super supportive throughout this whole experience for me. I just know that it wouldn't be the same for some people or a lot of people. So I just want to clarify that because I didn't want to make that seem like I had to go through that. I just know a lot of people would. Yeah, definitely. One from Cam here. Be fucking fearless. The reality is a lot of people are going to try and spread their fear onto you. They're talking about what could go wrong and and how it will go wrong and what you should be cautious about and (laughs) what you should be afraid of. And they just piss on your dreams. Don't let the fear of others influence your courage to act on your curiosity. I'm having another shot of ferrets (laughs) on behalf of that. Out of Tato's fucking dome. Go for it, Cam. Ah, that's well. That's right. It, you'll have a lot of people that, that every time you mention a new idea or something like that, all they want to do is go, "What about this? What about that?" I think you'll learn about me personally. This is just my opinion. I will not. I'll voice things, and people think, "Oh, you got one hundred and one ideas." But most of my ideas. I've thought about it for weeks, months on end before I'll even tell someone about it. Yep. So I've already gone and done all that shit. Mm. And maybe I'll agree, oh, yeah, it could happen that way. It could be negative. Just to have that bullshit chat with someone that's I don't really give a fuck because they've been negative. But I'll go, yeah, I've thought about that. Or I won't even try to defend myself. I'll go, yeah, it could happen, could happen. But I've gone, I've already got all the answers Yeah, with, with things I want to move forward with. But I'm just, after the trendsetters group, like I was saying, with so many people reaching out going, oh, I want to buy an excavator, I want to go into tiling, want to do this. Just go for it and see what happens. Mate, this don't, is why... Just don't, just don't pour yourself into debt to do it but too much. This mm. is what I was saying before with one of my highlights of this whole journey so far is meeting like-minded people who who support you and they're fucking genuinely happy for what you do. And that's not saying that I have got a core group of mates that I fucking love like my own family that are just cruising, doing their own thing, love it. We get on the piss. We don't even talk about work, the podcast, what they're doing. We get on the piss and I have the best time ever. Mm. But I've also got a circle of mates who I've found that are in the same mindset as us and push each other to the limit and so happy for what each other do. And that's been so beneficial for me and this whole company as a whole because. Yeah, you need like-minded people. Yeah, it's just, it, just, it just helps when you're asking for advice and something. Someone to tell your idea to that's genuinely interested in the same thing because they push you to strive for better. I reckon five years ago, if I was having the same conversations, I would have never started anything. Hmm. And it's until you actually agree with yourself or just give something – like, fuck everyone else, like that quote said, just going, no, if you're right, you've been keep thinking about this thing for months on end. Go give it a crack. What's the worst thing that can happen? What I can't get out of my head is how people work all their life so they get a good super. Fuck that. 
I'm like, are you literally going to be miserable so you get a good super when you're 70? If they've done it in a way, this is the only positive part I see, they've done it in a way where they've earned a high income, still got a good bank account, and they can go, okay, now I can grab it at 50. Oh, mate. I, don't get... I think it's different because one thing I'm trying to understand, our age group, we can't get it till we're like 70 now. That's what I'm saying. But. Our parents, I think, can still get it when they're 50. Is there anything no, we no, find no, on no, that, Quinn? It's, it's later, man. My my old girl's, I think she can But get if it. you can retire at 40, right, and you've got money till you get but, the no, super? What I'm saying is for people who really enjoy their job and they're so happy with what they're doing and then they get their super, fucking awesome. But I know for a fact that there is people out there who are only doing the job that they're doing for 10 fucking years plus. They're miserable. They hate it. But they know they're going to get a good super. Imagine living 10 years of your fucking life miserable because you're going to get good money after it. Fuck off. Like, you could die in a year. Well, this is a big wake-up call for me. I just mentioned Northwest at the start of this episode. A lot of people whinging over there. I was negative because I was away from doing what I love. But a lot of people, when you're going, oh, I'll stay here another week. I don't want to go back to work. And, and it's just sort of, oh. I, you're sort I, of like, get I, me I, back, I, bro. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like get me back. I, I want to do, I'm doing what I love. Yeah. And it's just a complete different mindset and I didn't relate with them because they're going, oh, fuck, i got to go back to work. Fuck that. Let's just stay here for another month. Mm. You know what I mean? And I'm going, no, but, get but, me back. I'm fucking keen. But we would have, we would have been the same Three years ago. 100%. 100%. Not even a year ago. Fucking probably Feb- February this year. And that's something that I am so grateful for is the fact that I have something that I'm so passionate about to be able to put my energy towards. And the reality of it is, man, is some people will never find that in their whole life, something that they really enjoy that can also provide income for them. But that's the whole thing we talk about, giving something a go, turning a hobby into something that you put your energy towards to maybe make something happen because it's not like we started this to make money off it at all one little bit. No, and it's very hard when a heap of motivational people, successful people go, just do what you love and just keep going at that. That never made sense to me at all. Nah. Going, when do I know or Mate, what do I know that I'm going to love? The easiest like, that was thing, the easiest thing. Oh, I love wakeboarding. I'm the not easiest a, thing I'm not a do. pro wakeboarder. I love snowboarding. The easiest thing I'm not a pro snowboarder. The easiest thing to say to people is, in your spare time, if you've got an interest that you have, put your time into it. When your interest equals the amount of pay that you get for your fucking normal job, that's when you quit and go all in. You don't just fucking go quit when you like something because... It's just it's not This is probably more of a sober chat too. We'll keep going with, but it's like careers. Way I'm wide, I'm going, I like fishing. I don't love fishing. People love fishing. They'd rather not be at work. A bad a good bad day on the water still better than a yeah. good day at work. Good day at work or whatever yeah. the saying is. Yeah. But my head just goes, well, why don't you get a professional fishing license and do what you love for a living? Or but then, uh, then there's the other side of people going, no, that's my hobby. I'd hate to turn that into a job. Or you just think yeah. of a lure that no one else has and you just make a company <laughs> and fucking sell it and catch heaps of fish and save cunt's shoulders. And shave. And relationships. Yeah. <laughs> you can do that. You, you probably can't. But, you know, we did it. 
Yeah. <laughs> Just but, joking. Yeah, I, but I know where you're coming from, man. A hundred percent. And like, I, I have this discussion with my wife all the time. I talk about the property and I eventually did end up with it and shit like that. Buy it for the right price. And I'm talking about that. I've got to shout it out. That shorty's three-part course we went to. Oh, um, I've been, on, I've been on YouTube every chance I can get. <laughs> you, know, you know what my brain's thinking of, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn and turn oh, the like, into... could turn into the best three-part course. You got some acres, baby. Talking about floodlights, fucking nine oh, I've already holes. got prices. Um, uh, it's for a three-part. You're looking from 90 grand through to 270 or something. Look, we're talking daddy's uh, three. Anyway. We're so talking you, daddy's three-part at Beecher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is how I'm thinking. I and know, yeah, and she's going. Why do you want to turn the place you live in into a business? I'm like, we could have a restaurant down this side. Mm. We could have fucking bed and breakfast. You could, could have dry have, aged steak at the end of Daddy's Three Part. We could have fucking little condos with a hook up, and they go to the actual golf course. If they ever do it in Beecher. Boy, mm. oh, yeah, I'm with you. But I don't know. I obviously think different to some people. But yeah, that was a bit of a eye opener the other day when I'm going. These cunts really want to stay here, which I can appreciate because it's a beautiful place. Oh, 100 percent. And I'm going. I think you've just found, mate. You've been lucky enough, as have I, in to find something. I don't call it luck. I just go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking work. Yeah, yeah. 100 percent. Worked for it. But found something. I shouldn't say lucky enough. No, found something. That's right. But, But found something that we can passionately put our energy towards that we enjoy and it also provides for our family and a lot of people don't find that in their life but if you do like i said before take it with both hands and kick its fucking ass because it's awesome or have the support so yeah thanks to our wives for that wives family trendsetters there's so many people out there that one partner wants to do something and the other partner will shut them down yeah that's guys girls girls guys yeah that's right guys guys girls girls Guys, guys, you probably get a bit of shit done. Yeah, that's right. Both hook in together. What one might be limping around a bit, but the, the fucking the mind still works. <laughs> Fuck hard, earn money. <laughs> <laughs> Help build a fucking whatever. Who's paying sore, for the movies? You a, can't with a sore ass. <laughs> oh fuck you! Now get in there <laughs> into that fucking duck blind and bend over. Why are we out of toilet paper? <laughs> What do you fucking think? <laughs> you been leaking. <laughs> and you both got a V8. Yeah. So the fuel's fucking expensive, but that's what you get. Yeah. You know, you got the time to build into drive. The yacht isn't for sale. <laughs> it's the dungeon on the seat. Right, I'm done. Right. Um, I got one. Yeah. If you want. Gentlemen. Oh. Yeah, oh, 200, you know. Yeah. I've got some new ink. Oh. This is pretty special. So I've got a wolf. Shout out to Liz, my artist. Um, so unfortunately, none of the trendsetters really know this, but I lost my best mate in 2019. I was only 19. And his father said this quote at his funeral. So I'm going to give it a read. A bit, little bit long. But we'll give it a read, eh? Yep. Young boy came to his grandfather filled with anger at another boy who had done him an injustice. The old grandfather said to his grandson, let me tell you a story. I too at times have felt a great hate for those that have taken so much with no sorrow for what they do. But hate wears you down and hate does not hurt your enemy. Hate is like taking poison and wishing your enemy would die. I have struggled with these feelings many times. We've dealt with very common people before, haven't we? Yeah. It is this, it is, is, 
It as is if there are two wolves inside me. One wolf is good and does no harm. He lives in harmony with all around him and does not take offence when no offence was intended. He will only fight when it is right to do so and in the right way. But that other wolf is full of anger. The littlest thing will set him into a fit of temper, i.e. someone ruining our day. (laughs) He fights everyone all the time for no reason. He cannot think because his anger and hate are so great. It is helpless anger because his anger will change at nothing. Sometimes it is hard to live with these two wolves inside me because both of the wolves try to dominate my spirit. The boy looked intently into his grandfather's eyes and asked, Which wolf will win, grandfather? And the grandfather smiled and said, The one that I feed. So, very big factor of why I like really tried working hard to make him proud this year. So, Good on you, mate. What did you say, Adam? Have you shown shown the camera the fucking tat? Yeah. It's like it's peeling like fuck. Yeah, what what have you got, mate? Like, what is the tat? I haven't seen it fucking up. Oh, it's yet. just it's just like a traditional style wolf head. Yeah, yeah unreal, yeah. mate. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. So what'd you say, Adam, mate? Passed. Yeah, away. my best mate unfortunately took his life in 2019. I think I told you that in the trenches in Gold Coast. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I had a um, I had a mate recently um, just done the same thing. I haven't even thought about it. Really processed it. It's a um, big thing for me because. We're doing this, trying to do the mental health part. But I've still got this weird feeling of like, oh, I don't know, I, I, I wouldn't go to his funeral. I don't know, I, I, I can't. I can't go to someone's funeral that I don't know what they're feeling to take yeah, their own life. Yeah, very but similar I, I, I'm, thing I'm, to I'm me, mate. I'm a bit yep. of a cunt in that way going, I don't know. Like, yeah. you're, you're selfish to take your own life, but... Sometimes I feel like these people, uh, they get themselves into a position where they're doing everyone else a favour by taking their life or something like that. Like it's, I don't want to dive too much into it. I no. don't, I haven't really processed it, so I don't want to break the, down the, here. The drunk. biggest thing with me is that before we started this show and got people on to, to educate me in the way mental health works yeah, and yeah. what people are going with and that, I was 100%. A couple of years ago, when someone took their own life, I was like, "You selfish cunt!" Yeah, and yep. didn't really think anything else by it. Anything else by it? There's still a factor in how the fuck could you not think about your friends and family? But after talking to people who are professionals in this industry and learning something about it and being open-minded and and hearing about it, mental health is a fucking serious thing, and they do not do that maliciously. Some of them maliciously to fucking hurt their friends and family. They right. honestly think that they are a burden to everyone else. Yeah, yeah. And it's it over the last two years. It's actually hit me that that that's actually a thing. Before that, I thought fuck off. That's selfish as fuck. Honestly, it's fucking full on. And yeah, it's a, it's a serious thing. And I don't know where that's the. We didn't start this show to ever be a mental health show. No, it's no. not like we said, fuck yeah, let's 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 start this thing and talk about mental health. But after we knew that we were getting into people's cabs of their machines and talking to them personally and relating to them and stuff like that, it was a thing where we knew that having a laugh meant that you weren't thinking about your everyday struggles at the time. So that's where it come, giving the everyday butler a voice, deleting head noise one laugh at a time. Do you know what I honestly think it is, is why we're starting to sort of make a bit of an impact and talk to people 
is because we're talking to blokes while they're by themselves. That's right. If oh, yeah. Yeah, a yeah, lot of our right. motivational shit where we're talking about stuff and our common problems, some of those blokes who are sitting there by themselves, if they were in a group of 20 blokes, they would probably be the one that goes, oh, fucking pussies, like, yeah, fucking, fucking work. Those same cunts in a dozer loading a train by themselves, that probably impacts them the most out of everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they probably don't admit that, but that's why it's sinking in. And that's why we're passionate about talking about that every now and again because it's a fucking serious thing. Mm. These two boys have just gone through that same thing over the last few years. So many people have. Buster Kirby's mate just did a similar thing. It's still there. It's still fucked. It sucks. Mm. And I hope it changes soon and I think we're going on the right path to change. Definitely, definitely. I am just still at the point where I will not go to their funeral. I yeah, don't know right. if that's... Well, it's a, everyone deals with it in a different mm. way. I know mental health's real, but I still, I'm like... Yeah. I would have gave you the time if you're alive, if you reached out. And I, I, don't, know, I don't know. I, I ah, yeah, 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 it's a fuck thing, eh? I won't go to your funeral if you kill yourself. I, mean, I think, oh, yeah, at this moment, uh, 2023, two, uh, 200 episode, that's where I'm at. I've got a fair few now that have done it and I've never rocked up. Yeah, uh, it's hard. That's just who I am. That's what I'm just but, saying. But that doesn't mean that you don't love them. No, though. no, fuck no. Like as in, no. like if you don't go to their I funeral, lo- I love them as a person, but I'm going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, don't want to sound like a cunt, but I'm like, no. yeah. It's a, and and but but that's why I wanted to confirm that because like some people might think of like you're yeah, just you're trying them to off. be malicious. You're not I'm... doing that at all. You're just going. You're trying to deal with that in your own way and understand why they could think that it's not a thing. I'd be more angry than upset. At I, obviously I'm upset, but I'm like I'd be, yeah, I don't know. It's different. Mm. Yeah, and that's why I think it, it's important to make blokes realise, no matter how fucking tough you are, that if you're going through a bit of shit, why it's important to fucking speak up about it, whether it be with to your mate, to a professional. Um, and yeah. with everything we're doing now, and people that are reaching out, we can help and just have a general chat and ask how they are and. We've we've I've talked to people in America and shit like that. You've talked to people, mate. Oh, I, oh, one we... time that we never talk about this sort of shit. This dude reached out back when we were in the mines. I stopped loading the train and got off the dozer to talk to him because he was struggling with some sort of shit and just I don't know. You try and do that stuff at the start, and then it gets to the point where you can't look after everyone. But yeah, I don't know. It's and you're just... calling people a twenty four hour difference, and then that... it's it's three o'clock in the morning for them. It's Four o'clock in the morning for you or whatever, and then your own mates won't reach out. But see, this is why I think that Trendsetters group, one of the most things I'm proud of that we've done in this whole show, that Trendsetters group on Facebook, we've talked about it a few times. It's the first time that I've been confident that someone can literally ask a general question in Australia about something that they're interested in. You might get the odd dude telling a joke, but... 90% are people asking the same things and most of the community knows when they want to get shit put on them or not. And that's fucking hard to find in Australia. Yeah. People are literally there for each other. Yeah. 30-something thousand people. And they're there to support each other. This community is rock solid and everyone in it will have their back 100% of the time and that's what fucking one of the things. Should do a shirt up, no tall poppies here. Yeah, some, something like that. Welcome but, to the Trendsetter Talkback. But it's one of the things oh, I'm most proud of. Trendsetter page, yeah. You know? 
Mm. No, like, I, I completely agree with you. But it's a fucking hard thing to go through because, like, filth, I struggle with it every day as it is, and he died in a, in an accident. That's right. So if he killed himself, it'd be another fucking element on top of that. Mm. And you know, it's another thing I've learnt. I might be angry and rah, 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 but I need to go check on his close mates that introduced me to yeah. him and stuff like that. It, like, say I wasn't I wasn't that close to Jeb, but I was still good yeah, mates yeah, with him. Yeah. That was an accident yeah. compared to me just being stubborn. And what about his actual best mates that have got heaps of questions that never knew anything? Yeah. Like even like parents, family. It's mm. fucking a wild... Wild show, yeah, and you'd feel the same quick. Yeah. It's like you could be still close, but there's still people that are going to be closer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, because we had a pretty something pretty special because, like, I lived in Howlong until high school and moved up to go to Brendan's, and, like, he was in Howlong, right, in Aubrey-Wodonga. Yeah. And, like, we still, like, during my whole time at high school, like, we played, like, COD every night, you mm. know, and, like, stayed up till four on weekends and, like, laugh like shit. And then, like, he came up and met my Brendan's mates, like, in year 10. And, yeah, it's crazy how these things happen to people, you know, that you wouldn't think would do such a thing, but that's life. And I figured I didn't mean to dump that on you. But it's no, no, too, I, reckon too, it, I reckon it's good. Cause no, it, it is, man, because you've got you to realise this is three things, those three things and Buster's mate. Yeah. Although we're saying about how cool it is with this community, it's still fucking happening every day. That's yep. literally people that we know that are doing that, and that's people that thought they had no other option but to fucking kill themselves. Yeah. You to know what's blowing me away? It's it keeps being the people I'd never think would do it. Yeah. Mm. Not yeah. that they had everything, but. They were just so positive to be around. But they, every person that thinks they had no one has a funeral full of people fucking shattered that they're dead. Yeah. Not one, like name, there's not many cunts who kill themselves that have a funeral with no one at it. No. And that's why I'm... Maybe Dorma. But that's, but that's why (laughs) he got got killed with a barbell. Oh, he got killed, oh yeah, yeah. But that's why I know that mental health is a serious thing because mm. those people who kill themselves 100% have people there that be for them, but they don't think they do. And that's why it's important. That's why so, we're here for each other. That's why yeah. we're here to give the everyday butler a voice and delete head noise one laugh at a time. But laughter isn't the only key. If you're fucking struggling, I'll please fi- talk I'll to I'll finish this off. Yeah. Epstein should have killed himself, but he didn't. That's my mom. Copy that. Now, going on to uh, the trendsetters. Now, Cam, yes. I mentioned before the show that there was this little thing that we've known to be a thing in Australia, like our fucking whole McLot. And I thought it was just a common term that we used for a certain thing. And the whole rest of Australia is apparently against us. But I'm not fucking backing down. And I want to put you to the test to see if you're with me and Quinn here. What do you call a durry butt that has been used, put out, and put on the ground? A dumper. Thank you, my brother. This cunt fucking rang up, right? One of the, Not cunt, sorry. Trendsetter. I love him. <laughs> he rang up. And he told us a yarn that this homeless bloke was going around stealing bumpers with a B. Bumpers. 
stealing bumpers, throwing bumpers over the fence and lighting bumpers up and shit like that. And I let it go because I sort of knew. It sounded like crack cocaine. So I knew what he was getting at, right? I knew yeah. what he was getting at. So I let it go. And, and Pooh, after the call comes through, he goes, the fuck's a bumper? He goes, it's a dumper. And I went, yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I just let it go. Anyway, there's been an outroar. Quinn's denied about 600 trendsetter requests. There's been four that he's let through that have said it's a fucking bumper here. W-A-N-T, Mexico, fucking it's dad kissing everything country. except for Queensland. Every cunt except for Queensland. Yeah. Call it bumpers. It's a fucking dumper. Why would a bumper, like, oi, I'm not arguing with you boys. I understand that you have known it your whole life as a bumper, but please explain to me how a bumper for a it, durry that you've dumped is that makes easy? more sex than a dumper. You've stepped on it. Dumped you've it. walked two steps away you've from it. You've dumped it. You've dumped it. It's a dumper. You didn't fucking bump it. You didn't have a burry, did you? <laughs> nah. <laughs> you had yeah. a durry and you dumped it. It's a dumper. <laughs> so, please. When you throw it out your window, it doesn't go forward. You didn't bump it ahead. <laughs> you dumped it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's three things. Hit us with why you think it should be called a bumper. Yeah, and let us know this on the page. Because, like I said, I do not doubt that you call it a bumper. I just want to know fucking why. Because dumper makes so much more sense to me than bumper. Fucking common sense. It spun me mind. Common sense in Queensland. All the fucking blokes that commented in, I went, holy fuck, we are monotony here. Well, so there's a fair few that will get yeah, after Yeah, yeah, every state, every other state in Australia, apart from the Queenslanders, there was our boys getting in there going, fuck off, cunts is a dumper. But majority was everyone else from other states going, nah, bumper here, bumper here, bumper here, just kiss dad, bumper here. Right. Yeah. It spun me out. I went, I'll be fucked. I knew it my whole life. 29 years. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking dumper. Damn. Unless unless they give me a proper reasoning why it's a fucking bumper, I'll be calling it a fucking dumper. So, yeah, I just had to hit you with that because that, that was a wild one for oh, me. I'm glad I passed. Yeah, oh, fucking, I had no doubt. That's why I did not even give you a hint before the show. I'm like, this cunt will hit it with a dumper straight up. <laughs> but, um, look, that is the only trendsetter thing to go through because we've got a thing to finish off. You wanted two-plus hours. You might even cop three-plus. You're copping three. You're about to cop Rogan. <laughs> we'll fucking outdo Rogan because there's only one way to finish off today's episode Let's hear from a heap of the top performers that have peppered us over the last couple of years. <laughs> the elites to call up in episode 200. I have been doing some logistics management here, gentlemen, and you better be prepared for what I'm preparing. night life in Gladstone on Monday. <laughs> Shout out, right? Four to, four to seven club. Righto. Eight yarns. Let's go. Eight yarns. Hang on, fellas, Uncle Jacko here. Another few froppies off on a Thursday afternoon because it's fucking Thursday. <laughs> oh, that was Tuesday for you, fellas. The fuck, I heard it was your 200th episode. And I couldn't help but fucking send something in. 
Hey, fools and freaks! Yeah! Hit that fucking jukebox! Oh, fucking Gabby told that I'd like to take this chance to apologise. Oh, stop it. absolutely nobody! Look at him. Let's wander back to episode one, where you fellas jumped on the fucking ears of us transcenders for the very first time. What the fuck is happening? What is happening, people? <laughs> Alpha Blokes podcast, first episode, ready to talk shit and have people listen to it. It didn't take too long for you boys to get some ripper guests on. Guests like Dayton Bright, Groper, Pooh Bandit, Blind Man Dan, Brad Cox, The Filth, Buster Kirby, Steve-O, and many, many more. But no one captured the ears of us transcenders quite like this bloke. The one, the only. Knuckles from CTC, right, Anley? <laughs> How you going, legend? Yeah, good boys. Cheers. Thanks for having me. On all fours, fucking hopped across the fucking road, <laughs> turned and beat me fucking chest. First car. <laughs> oh, <see. laughs> I've just gone, fuck. Did you stick with your monkey run? Or no did you fucking just... way. <laughs> 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 fucking legend. Now, boys, you've had a few hot topics over the last couple of years. Things like snag dogs and fucking caravanners and fucking cyclists. But there's still a fucking topic that still remains active from today. And it comes from a trendsetter of OG greatness. Hey there, trendsetters. It's your friendly Tasmanian correspondent, Egan Baconator. (laughs) Just thought I'd pose the question. Personalised number plates. Are they a beta fucking move? Fucking Absolute fucking legend. Speaking of trendsetters... Fuck, there's been some good carry-ons the last couple years, boys. There's been some trendsetters of note. People like Randy Footlong, Fez the Giddy Pig Farmer, Marto from Mildura, Pooh Bandit, you fucking name them all. But no one takes the reins quite like this bloke. How are you, lads? It's the uh, other yeah, Tom bud. from the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah. Had gloves, it was trying them on, all the knobs off the cork guns, it was throwing them around. This thing's dad was just stood there, just watching it tear about. <laughs> you know, paying tax and everything, you should earn yourself certain rights, and I think the rights should be to hit other people's kids. <laughs> Fucking, you know, don't, don't bloody them or anything, I just want to reinstall the fear back into them. Because that's what kids lack these days. They think they're fucking untouchable. Well, they're not. Rolf Harris taught you that. (laughs) What an absolute fucking mad lad. Just before I go, I'd just like to say a big thank you to everyone that's a part of Alpha Blokes, you know? You've deleted my head noise one laugh at a time, and I'm sure you've deleted the head noise of many others. Thank you very much, boys and girls. I fucking love you. And I can't wait to sit around a campfire with you boys and have a few beers, crank out the acoustic guitar and play songs like this. Two, three, four. Bestiality's great. My bestiality's great. Fuck a wallaby. Fucking earth of you not seen this as a radical long snake. Now a mate of mine said he's seen it as the biggest cock he's ever seen. Because it split some poor bitch's ass in half like Moses split the Red Sea. <laughs> Like you're hollering a toad. Randy! <laughs> well, there you go, fellas. 200 episodes done and dusted. With plenty more to come, I'm sure. Till then, stay out of yourselves! See ya! <laughs> Fuck, he, 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 he needs to move the glass and be Quinn's fluffer. So, I don't know if you've seen it yet, Ken. We'll give you but, 10 hours a week, mate. So, <laughs> Uncle Jacko. Been a big part of the show. He's always produced quality. Mm. Uncle Jacko's yarns. Quality, have never been. He's, yeah. He's so that that's above and beyond that. That's fucking unreal. But he, Uncle Jacko, was the first double champ. Yes, we know that. Yeah. Yep. As you've been away, 
Mrs. Dahl has put a thing together. I don't know. I only posted in the trendsetters group of the hat he's getting. And we're sending it out. If it hasn't been sent already, it's getting sent out soon. She's got a big metallic gold double flap and fucking sewed it to the bottom of the carry-on cap. Signed by us. Double. And it says double champ in black fucking writing on it. And it is like halfway to your ass flap. It is a flap. Double champ. <laughs> True. So that's going to Uncle Jacko. And off the back of that yarn. Well, this get bloke, a photo of it and have a look. This bloke thoroughly deserves it. Uncle Jacko, you've been a big part of it, mate. You've just summed up. He doesn't up. sound like he's a computer skilled bloke, but he is. He, he can him. edit that kid, mate. He fucking can. He Honestly, can build some furniture too. Oh, yeah, all the cunnies. I don't know. I, I think Uncle. It. I think Uncle Jacko might have to come on for a yarn. <laughs> I think he has to. I think. I think Uncle Jacko. I think we fly <laughs> Uncle Jacko up for a yarn. Yeah, right. Eh? Uncle Jacko, <laughs> expect a message and a fucking wild hat because I think you deserve a yarn. <laughs> double mate. champ deserves a fucking. The first cat. double champ. A, a mm. Double champ that can yarn. A double deserves y- to fucking sit on this seat over here. Right. Eh? So we're booking Uncle Jack, <laughs> Uncle Jacko in. Yeah, we're blind. Queen, hold us to that so we remember. <laughs> we've got a couple people to book in here. Fuck the yeah. accountants. We'll <laughs> yeah. fucking fly you up, mate. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's like, look, our accountants are like the Wolf of Wall Street's dad. We just tell him and they figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I've actually had 26,000 on fucking sites! <laughs> <laughs> on entertainment! <laughs> look. Oi, oi, you know how good it is? They even sent me the mem one day. The mem? The beam. The meme. Oh, yeah, that, after that meme. one chat, <laughs> he sent the emoji of fucking the Wolf of Wall Street's dad. Yeah. That's when you know you got a good accountant. Fucking right. We had the best accountant to him. I would shout out him, but we don't want you. Yeah, we don't want more cuts to find him. That's right, because they're fucking that good. That good. So fuck off. But shout out to Uncle Jacko, because you pretty much just summed up every cunt who's about to call in. So let's That's move right. on to the next. Oh, <laughs> you boys? Tommy the Pommy. You sexy cunts, you've done it. 200 fucking episodes. And what's even more impressive than that feat is that they're still fucking funny. People are still <laughs> listening. Usually by now it's all gone shit and commercial or <laughs> someone's fucked it up or you've touched a kid so you've had to be cancelled. So you boys are doing things right. We like it. Now then, to, um, to keep it on brand with 200, I went in search of facts or something along the lines of 200 and... Um, I found a fact which wasn't particularly funny, so not my normal bullshit, but I do feel like it's relevant. So, in the UK, in 10 days, 200 people will take their own life. And 150 of those will be blokes like you and me and, you know, boys out there. Now, um, I know the UK is a drab shit fucking wank stain of a country, but... 200 people, 150 blokes in 10 days is way too many. And one thing that you boys have always done from the start is championing men's mental health and chatting each other up and, you know, just checking in on the boys and looking after each other Um, because no one out there deserves to be fucking miserable. So, yeah, we all love you and appreciate for that. Fucking look after your boys. Look after each other. Now then, to round her up and pick her up a little bit after that distressing fact, I... uh, Thought I'd insert a joke here. And um, no, I didn't fucking write it. Who cares? So Thank you. Fucked, you whingy cunt. <laughs> now then, what has the Twin Towers and genders got in common? <laughs> there used to be two of them, and now it's a fucking touchy subject you can't really talk about. <laughs> anyway, boys, here's for the next 200. Love you lots. Stay over yourselves. 
Fuck your life. Bing bong. Oh, yeah. Fuck me. Love you, son. <laughs> oh, I thought he was going to go fucking shit oh. is the fan when you both call 911. Honestly, that. Tommy the Pommy. Mate, that cunt should be on the books. Oh, man. <laughs> he should almost be collecting a fee. We might do a, like a. We might do a fucking. Um, Never misses, eh? Might do a GoFundMe to get him over. <laughs> I reckon we'll be there next We'll go year. over there. we got that much of a wild year next year. I could see us being over there. Yeah, look, we got a bit on. If everything happens like it's supposed to happen, we'll just fucking fly him here. Yeah. Mm. And he'll take us back. Or we'll meet us halfway. Right on the borderline where I'm going to wait <laughs> for you. Follow Lumpa with all the horse stay. <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. Hand but, job will get us out of the way. <laughs> but yeah, Tommy the Pommy, mate, there's a great message in that. And that's a lot of people. Yeah, it is a lot of people. It's a fucking startling subject. You know, talked about it a bit before. And we're fucking over it. Yeah, that's mm. right. So everyone you, is. Everyone fucking is. So if you've got a drama, talk about it. Talk to your mate about it. Open up a little bit. Be surprised with how much it helps you. I reckon suicide takes more than cancer. Yeah, be up there. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if we can confirm it. it while it we definitely get takes more than lat cancer, which yeah. I'm fucking might be. Struggling. We hope if not, forty two, yeah. baby. Yeah, but honestly, guys, that's what the whole show's been based around: relating yeah. to people with humour, talking along mates, with them, we having sl- a beer. We slip in with a bit of mental health for ten minutes. All you tough cunts, fucking don't even realise it's happening. We move on, and then you've been drilled. Yep. Get it in your hole. And fucking soak it in while it's there because it's real and we're passionate about it. And There's no other way to speak about it. You can't sit in a conference room and hear about it. Fuck you- no. If we were going to say, hey, guys, this episode is about mental health from the start to the finish, there'd be about one cunt that listens. The deepest chats we've had in the last, let's just say, four weeks between all of us has been sinking copious amount of piss and breaking down and having a chat to each other in hotel rooms and stuff like that. That's right. We don't we don't condone getting absolutely paralytic no, not, no, to be able to talk about that, but we're just saying mates are a big part of being able to get rid of that shit that's cooped up in your head that's keeping you up for four or five don't hours. Don't be an emotional night. drunk. Just It's just that truth syrup sort of thing sometimes, and mm. it doesn't but, have to be But either. I think, Cam, that... That is a lot of the times where things come out, but it's about transitioning from having to drink that many no, things that's right. to that talk about it. And yeah, you should be able to right. walk into a room sober with your mate and be able to talk about it. And that's still something that we're walking, we're getting through. I can't do it. So it's, And that's why we all got to learn together. That's right. And that's the trendsetters group, the community, yep. Tommy the Pommy, Jacko, all these blokes... We're fucking upfront and bubbly up front and we do our best to keep people laughing. But we're all working through this whole fucking shit show together, trying to figure it out. It's a hard fucking puzzle to figure out and we'll probably never will, but we're trying. So all these blokes that call in, can't thank you enough. Tommy the Pommy, Jacko, we'll get him on one day. Fez, we will get Fez on one day. So pe- so many people have messaged. You know how much that cunt's got on? He's running 300 head of guinea. He's got an emu. He's got fucking, He's got 600 wombats. He fucking catches sharks. He raises a beautiful little girl with his wife or girlfriend. Not sure if they're married. He fucking battles bushfires. 
fucking floods and you want him to just fucking come on for a yarn. Fixes I don't front. talk to cunts over the phone because I like talking to their fucking face. <laughs> and I always will. Yeah. So we will get Fez on this couch with us so you can get us a proper yarn with him and you'll hear it in person. We'll go down there one day too. I fucking love him. Can't rate him enough. And we'll probably hear from him soon. I was on the blower to him on the weekend, just for half an hour. We'll just he's, catch probably, up. he's probably in this catalogue. Yeah, he, he will be. And if he isn't, Quinn's getting docked paid. <laughs> so we'll see if he's here. Or docked up at the marina. That's right, with a homeless bloke. <laughs> <laughs> for punishment. <laughs> Dirty old tuna can, throw it in the mix. <laughs> Fuck off out of here. <laughs> Now get in there with your tuna tin. Get out of here, you homeless fuck. Kick you over a cliff. I don't think you have a home to go to. Right on. Your hat made over an old number plate. Oh, dirty old salmon tin. Hey, you mad hey. Here he is. Here. Better bring me a game. Fez the free range pigman here. Talking about games. Used to play a few when I was in high school. One being dodgeball. Most people know it. Ball start in the centre of the gym. There's two teams, one at either end. When the whistle goes, you make your way to them balls, give them what for, and if you hit on the full, you're out of there. This is where it gets interesting. Try to stitch up me mate, and I changed out one of the softballs with a hard soccer ball. So when that whistle went, I was off like a bull at a gate, and I got to that soccer ball and give that thing everything I had, and it proceeded to ricochet, clean off the side of me boot, because I definitely don't have the skills required for soccer. Now, this thing is on a warpath with enough kinetic energy to make it through the back wall of the gym. And it is V-lining for the teacher's aid, Rooters. And I seen her eyes light up like deers in the headlight, and she just ducked out of the way. She was lucky. However, who wasn't so lucky was the girl in her primary care at the time. And this soccer ball proceeded to implode into her face. And it's fair to say... If she hadn't already had Down syndrome, she would have after this impact because I've seen those extra chromosomes almost leave her body. It rattled her that hard. Now, special strength is definitely a thing because if this had a hit an average girl, shit the bed, they'd be dead. But she just fell to the ground with a bit of blood streaming out of her snoz. And I felt that guilty after this for the next week when I seen her with two black eyes. Fair income, they were as black as Ernie Dingo's ass. <laughs> I carry that guilt and shame to this day, and every time I see her down the street, I always go out of my way to make sure she's having a good day. So I'm glad I got that off my chest, and I want to know, my question to you is, have you ever tried to stitch up your mate and killed an innocent? Anyway, Rooters, let's thank God for the last 200 episodes, and we'll thank Jesus for the next 200, eh? <laughs> Stay out of yourselves, you filthy animals. On ya. woo Mate, I don't know if I've got a – I don't think I've killed anyone with anything I've done. But what I can say is Fez has provided so much entertainment, yeah. positive energy to the whole community as a whole. We'll get him on for a yarn and he'll tell his own story. But Fez had to go through a fair bit of media shit early yes. on in the day where he had yeah. a lot of negative energy against him. For all the fucking wrong reasons and the narrative of the mainstream media, push through that, build what he did, being a great dad, a great person, a great worker for the fucking country. Animal and activist. or no, We got no, onto Fez early on in the day when we had a laugh about guinea pigs and he sent yeah. us a video about free range pig farming. This thing got created. 
met a bloke that I could not respect enough, and he has built this thing now where he's bigger than us. He's got the social media platform that's crazy. His he's daughter, like the Gippsland uh, Steve Earl. He's fucking... He he's, is. He's doing so many good things, and he has not lost his touch once. He has not changed one bit, and that's why I'll always have Fez's back and respect him so much. And like I said, I want to get him on for a yarn one day, but it is not going to be a quick thing that we get him in because I want to really dive into his yarn and what he's all about because he's had to battle some shit through his days and I cannot respect this man enough. Mm. And he's been such a big part of our show and community. Fucking I. So shout out to Fez, mate. I love you. Like, fucking such a big part of it all and you're doing such a good job. And as for the Down syndromes, they're a good time too. <laughs> Oi, fucking, if you have Down syndrome, shout out to you because you motherfuckers are happy all the time. They are and happy as fuck. They provide the best entertainment. I seen this chick one day, mate. She was cleaning her ear out with a pencil. <laughs> she snapped the lead off in the in the ear of the pencil. <laughs> Resharpen the cunt and pick the lead back out. If that doesn't make you die, I'll tell you what, you're a sad human being. Because I was down, but now I'm up. Oh, shout out copy to, that. Shout out to Down Syndrome. Mate. No, great lady. No, they great, are. Great lady. Yeah, all yeah, Always no, smiling. No, yeah, yeah. No, I mean that. Bit of lead poisoning. Fucking hell. I, got, it, got it back out of the air. Uh, I mean, they're always. Um, we had a couple of lads with Down syndrome at school and that. And. Um, they weren't I down. I don't know why they got well, it down. They should call it fucking up syndrome because they're always happy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There was, happy there was, syndrome. There's one bloke who was a year older than me at school. His name was Paul. And he had Down syndrome. And the whole grade, everyone got around him, man, because he was the life of the party. Always happy. He got a job at Macca's, right? I'm pretty sure he still works there. He took his job seriously. He hooked in. He had fun. He was morale as fuck. And I don't know, man. It, it, like those people, I'm honestly, without taking the piss, a bit jealous of them sometimes because those motherfuckers are just happy all mm. the time. It's just simple. It's like simplifying it down. And this isn't taking the piss out of anyone. It's simplifying it down to being a child. I've got four kids. My oldest one's four now. His biggest drama is if his sister steals his chalk that he's been drawing with on the on the fucking concrete. If I could simplify the shit going on in my life sometimes to that, I'd be pumped. What is it? What with that? Um, I don't want to say disease, but it, Whatever, whatever Down syndrome is. How many years is it? Say you're 12 years old. Are you a nine-year-old? Or I don't know, say you're 24. Are you an 18-year-old? I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know if it varies. Oh, as in mental ability. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, does it affect a few of them different? Because that, um, what's the correct word without being too offensive? It's Yeah, this is not directed at giving the, Down syndrome. The, the actual si- uh, symptoms of Down syndrome... It's mild to moderate intellectual disability. Yeah. So it might change. But it's by age, isn't it? it oh, I think it, it might affect. The brain hasn't developed as quick as your normal age. Or Do they all cop the extra chromosome or is it like a three-quarter chromie or a, or a quarter? And then they, or do they all 
like what I mean is do they all cop the same level of um, disability or do they vary? Because I feel like some people with Down syndrome talk really well and and do tasks and then I've found some that I can't do it as well. See, that doesn't really break it down because like what age As is, adults, their mental abilities are typically some similar to those of an eight or nine-year-old. That's, yeah, bu- right, that's bullshit because I've seen a few... Um, past math tests better than me. No, but yeah, that that I think that just that wouldn't told, be hard. No, I think that tells you where you're at. But yeah, I yeah. think the eight <laughs> the same time. <laughs> no, but honestly, I think <laughs> a struggling student. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I was gonna before you related them to yourself. I was gonna say, I think that's pretty accurate because. I know a couple of children who are eight or nine that are very cluey. I've had a of... fucking protruding tongue before. What? Oh, that's a couple of um, characteristics. But I mean, eight or nine, I think that that is that is pretty accurate because they pick up a lot of things, oh, but oh, it's oh, the social oh, clues oh, and oh, that. that they oh, I might have Down syndrome here. Look at this. Well, I thought you had half of one extra. That's what I was going to try. Abnormal teeth. I've got pretty all right teeth. Nothing. Right. Yeah, enough is too abnormal. Slanted eyes. Slanted eyes. I've had a horse hit me, so I've got one half back in my head. Yep. Shortened hands. I've yeah, got, I've, got, I've, got, I've got chody hands. Short neck, yep. I've got no neck. Yeah. Um, obstructive sleep acne. I don't sleep well. Bent fifth finger. Which finger are they talking about? Look at my fucking fingers, Joe. Yeah, you, you're going to pass. I've got one. What else have they got? Brush field spots in their iris. What's the iris? In the In the eye. Oh, yeah. We'll leave that one. Cause nah, I think we're right. Single, single traverse. Palmer crease. A single oh. crease that extends Who hasn't got a palmer crease? No, no, no. That's a single one. I've got two. Have you got two? Well, he's a little syndrome. <laughs> you got two, you fuckwit. What the fuck's that? <laughs> Protruding tongue, sticky tongue. Oh, I've had sticky that. Sticky tongue. We've had it. No. <laughs> Licking puss for days, mate. That's just wear and tear. Wear it Congestion, heart disease, no, that's just the fucking We don't know, we know, we don't know that. We might have it. What the fuck is Strabid Smithus? Strabmissus. Flattened nose. I do not have a flattened nose, mate. I got a nose ready for two cuts. I got a fucking good nose. Undescended testicles. What do you mean? Also known as the failure of one or both testes to descend into the scrotum. So they're always, you know, when you miss one sometimes and it's like up, in? Nah, you might have it. <laughs> I walked oh, into that, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were looking a bit down today, mate, Quinn. Yeah, they used to call me Jingle Bells. Because <laughs> the cunts would be slapping. I thought it said under scented. I was going to say, I can smell mine after a big day on the tools. Do different cultures have Down syndrome? Yeah. No, mate. Oh. Everyone, everyone has Down syndrome. Different cultures. No, they. That's every culture. They'll look similar. Like they have that similar look. And, the short and, and all <clears throat> nationalities, people, yeah. dark, white, black, or white, day or night. Everyone has the extra they chromosome. Do, they do. They look so similar. They do. And I wish they'd put in there that they're all happy cunts. Because they, they are. are. They are. I, and this this is what I want to make out with this whole thing. You might have a laugh or whatever, but honestly, I genuinely am jealous of how happy they are for their whole life. And shout out to the parents for taking care of them. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But 
It's one of those things that instead of feeling sorry for someone like that, you can go, you know what? They can literally live their whole life having a fucking mad old time. Because I have not met many of them that are like, oh, I'm having a shit day today. They're like, fucking, woo! Whackfast. You know? Let's up on that pencil, baby. <laughs> Yo! Let's get that lid Let's get that here. Yeah, fucking right. Shout out to Down Syndrome. Right, eh? Shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from Fez. Thanks, Fez. Love you, mate. <clears throat> Can't wait to see you. Did see, see one flesh. on a park bench once in the middle of Thanks for that last bit. Because we're like, who's supporting who? Anyway. Mm. Okay, move on. <laughs> Drinking out of that. Boys, oh Randy, a foot long here. The largest vagina miner in China. That's fucking right. I'm over here at the fucking big Lakla in fucking China. Well, he's off doing fucking hat shit. I'm just fucking, just giving the locals a little fucking tickling. And it's fucking brilliant. Anyway, I got a fucking yarn about that fucking knuckles. And when we first got to the fucking airport, there was no parks. So the fucking idiot parks in the disabled parking, oh, right? No. And the inspector goes, what's your disability? And Knuckles, straight off the bat, goes, it's fucking two runs, cunt, fuck off. <laughs> well, fuck me. That just fucking folded me. He's a different kettle of fish, that cunt, boys. He's a different <laughs> kettle of fucking fish. I don't know how you deal with that cunt on the road all the fucking time. He's just off tap. Anyway... Right, boys, fucking congrats on your fucking 200 episodes, you mad cunts. And it's fucking good to fucking get amongst a few. In ya, hanging out here. Randy, it's good to hear from Randy. He's just come back recently, and Randy is right. Knuckles is honestly got the biggest engine. If When Knuckles dies... <clears throat> When Knuckles dies, study him. I want to put money into getting him studied mm. <clears throat> to see the engine he's got. Absolutely. Because what's Cam? What's the biggest engine? What's the current biggest engine on Earth? Like, do you know? How I, don't know, know. Bi- I like, don't know the biggest engine, and I don't know if I want to give him that credit. But I reckon he's a six point six Duramax with a fucking supercharger. And he's already done a million miles, mate. And he's still going strong. I'm not a car bloke, as I've said recently. That's him. But is that I, what it, that's him? That's him. Look at that red, six point six liter Duramax, belt driven, supercharger on top. Well, L- look up the biggest engine, Quink. Yeah, I'm, look I at it. I don't know. It would be some fucking look it up because diesel. I I feel he's not like, a diesel either. He's not a slow nah, burner. Fuck no, he hits that's hard. What, but and stays like I. That's what you need. Him. I feel like I've trained my body to withstand some good sessions, and then you have knuckles with you to go on to do the exact same thing the next day. He's almost. And I don't a, know how it works. I don't want to offend him, but he's almost an electric motor, just instant power. Yeah, plugged in all the time. Like he doesn't have. It's a, like he's he fucking. A dip. It's he'd... like he's a Tesla with a solar panel on his dome. Yeah. Yeah, which is receding hard. But <laughs> that's why he fits more fucking solar panels there. Yeah, maybe that's it. He, he He's not going to have a fouled spark plug in a pencil. And he's got engine. no ass. He's not going to have a fouled so, glow plug. So there's no energy wasted in his ass. It all goes to his head. His and core. His core. And yeah, it charges his it, core. Imagine if he sunned his ass up. Mate, it'll just go straight to freckle. 
If you're perennium sunning with knuckles, it just copies hull all the time. If knuckles was standing there with no, nothing on, you'd look at his hull from the back standing up. <laughs> but back to the engine room. It'd be room, a fun route. Back to the engine room. You'd bottom out every thrust. But, Wouldn't you? Oh, you would. But I don't know about a fun. Like, you want a bit of fucking bit of beef back there. But you're, I don't know. He's a wild unit. It'd be a fucking good route, I reckon, if you were into him. But honestly, that bloke. If you had a pendick, you'd. Punch out his jacket. Like, and you can't even you can't even say that it's been a one in a lifetime that he's hooked in. There's been probably over five times now that I can can confirm that that man is built different, and I want him studied when he dies. Yeah, I do. I want him studied. Mm. I love him too. I do. Yeah, and knuckles, and and not knuckles, and uh, and Randy. I love Randy as ah, well. Fuck Randy. You reckon? Yeah, he's fucking. Been away for two. Yeah, months. he's been a bit slack. Well, remember he was in prison, Tom. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's he been came in... out of jail last oh, weekend. I got a big cog. <laughs> fucking do something with it, cunt. Don't fucking go off the scene. You get to stay consistent, like knuckles. Yeah, we would have paid. <laughs> for knuckles, your... proper true yarn every week. That's right. Randy foot long, fucking comes yeah, in, but... comes out. I'm Randy. Like we... I said, I'm we would have hundred. We would have paid for your Randy. To fucking call us from jail. We would have paid you. We would have called you. Knuckles, we're hearing from him every week. Pick your fucking game up, Randy. <laughs> your cock's not good enough anymore. We're over 200. Up until now, it was good enough. Now a big cock just doesn't cut it. So pick your game up. Yeah. Knuckles, we love you. Pick right. your game up, Randy. Righto. Howdy, doody. How you going, boys? It's Book Larry here. <laughs> now I want to share a little Bond moment that I've had recently. So I flew into Singapore. I needed to take a piss. I was busting, so I've walked in and the trough is chock-a-block full, fuller than a buffalo's watering hole on a hot day. So I've gone on the cubicle, kicked that open. There's a bidet. You beauty, I'm pretty well versed in bidets. It's been a couple of years, but let's give it a go. Now I'm standing up to piss. Contrary to what I've said in previous yarns, I was standing up. Hell, I've been sitting on a plane for six hours. My ass is sore. Had I needed to take a shit, I would have done that standing up too. Now I've finished pissing. I'm looking for the flush button. For the life of me, cannot find the cunt. But like on all bidets, there's a series of buttons there on the left-hand side. But no written language on this one. So as I'm peering into the toilet bowl, I proceed to press every button there. I must have pressed the arse cleaner. My arse wasn't there to stop the jet of water. So now I've got a stream of water coming out of the toilet bowl. It's hitting me in the face, onto my chest. There's a puddle of water at the door. And in my quick blonde moment reaction, I've just closed the lid. Left it running. And I've stepped one step out of that cubicle and this fella's just charged in. He needed to bust one out. And I was gone proper fast because ah. I knew what was coming for him once he lift that lid. Anyway, I got a taste of my own medicine once I finally got to Japan. I'm at the restaurant with the family and the young fella needs to take a piss. So I've taken him to the toilet. It's just a little cubicle with a bidet. He's finished sitting down and pissing. You can't blame him. He's only three. It's Papa's turn. Now this little cunt's got so much energy, he might even have ADD from A to Z. He's bouncing off all four walls like a human squash ball and he's ended up on the button side of the bidet. You know what? He's pressed that button. You couldn't fucking script it. Same thing again. Water coming out of the bowl. Straight in me face to me chest. Little bastard, I'll never let him let that down. Little joke for you. How do you know a blonde's been on your computer? There's white out on the screen and there's cheese next to the mouse. Rattle, boys. Well, Larry, one of the greats. One of the greats. Fucking great. You know how many... No, there's only two. There's only two. I'm just going to put a bit of mayo on that. Well... There's at least two girls that have told me they've come from a bidet. 
crow. Oh, high pressure, bro. I nearly did at the fucking dinner after your fucking <laughs> cunt. Oh, imagine that hitting the clit. It hit, felt that good Warm. on me freckle, let alone a clit. Yeah. It's a Ding. great thing. The Japanese are straight all over it. And you got the arrow, so you can like just point it directional, like where it's going to Oh, hit. mate. Imagine if you done a little fork. Oh. It's really just a fucking... Oi, Australia, talking to you plumbers, get onto the fucking dirt squirting scene because it was great. We went to Cambodians Bucks. We treated ourselves with a fucking fancy dinner. And at this fancy dinner, come a bidet set up. Never been introduced to it. Rolled in, told this yarn before, but you're getting it again, so shut up. <laughs> Rolled in, sat down, had a shit, well deserved shit too. It's been a big weekend, <laughs> and fucking no shit paper. What the fuck's going on here? Hit with a heap of buttons, looked at one, looked like it was going straight at the freckle, hit it, warm water, straight at the coit. And I went, Ooh, what's that? Feels smack, and it's warm, and it cleaned me whole. And I was like, fucking, how good's that? That is that good. And then I was like, right, I'm looking for paper to dry it next minute. So there's no and paper in there? Air dryer. There's no, there no paper still on the side? Nah, hit me whole with a fucking proper air dryer at the dot. And I was as clean as a fucking newborn baby's ass. Hmm. Although... I wish there was a bit of paper there purely to dab it, dab the moisture off. Even though the air dryer was good, I can understand it'd be a fucking big cost to put an air dryer in a shitter. So I think as a common thing in Australia, we should have the dirt squirter mixed with it. Just a bit of paper, not to wipe to dab the moisture off hole, to fuck off with after and have a clean squeaky hole. And it's great. What the fuck's everyone's problem with them? Like, I'll Joe Rogan, what. the God God once said, right? I heard him on the way back. I was on the beef rut, beef rut, episode 200. Had to do it. Fucking coming back. And he was saying, if you got shit on your face, would you just fucking wipe it off with a bit of paper? No! You'd wash it. You'd fucking McWash it. So why do you treat your hole any different to your face? It's because you've you, done one thing for so long. Yeah, but if you're out west and you wanted to keep flies off your face, I understand. But if you want to be a clean human, I'm all about the bidet. I'm all about getting your holes sprayed and dabbing it clean. Well, because this is episode 200. <laughs> <laughs> I love his smile. Okay. <laughs> Daddy <laughs> has fired the hot water on his dot. And he's McJerked off. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so you've had a pull with the bidet going. Well, it's like a little tongue there. <laughs> well, what I'd think it would be a tongue. But it is a hot stream at 28 degrees. Was that? Hitting did... my dots as I went upright was on that... my cock. So was that in Japan? Naseko. Not in Tokyo. It's uncomfortable in Tokyo because the bathrooms are way too small. So you got into your work in Japan, but in a good setting. Oh. You were comfortable in the setting. Snowboarding, snow season, we're up at decent hotel, big hotel. Yeah. The Seco, yeah, bit of fucking 28 degree water hitting the dot. <laughs> Come out of the shower, already steamy, already gave it a half a flick and just going, <laughs> right, eh, we're going a bit of hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. And... 
Great. Yeah. Great outcome. Yeah, that's right. Get the get fucking bidets, Australia. Get around it. Ivan, we paid. That's a beautiful little bath mat. You know, those ones that you just put there for your feet. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. yeah, that can't end up in the wash. You should not have to pay 200 fucking bucks for a steak to get your dock cleaned by a bit of jet of water. That's all I'm saying. I reckon you should be able to go to the Young Oz, get a fucking <laughs> lung special, go for a shit, and get your ass cleaned with a jet of water and a fucking blow dry. That's what I reckon. Look, Next I'll, 10 I'll, years, that's what we should do. I wouldn't for. want it in barley or Thailand. No, 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 you get food poisoning. Water poison, yeah, gangrene or AIDS or something. Mm. But in Australia, young Oz, you should be able to go for a lunch date and get your ass clean with water. Everywhere. Everywhere. That's what I mean. I'm going to the young Oz. <laughs> bring, can't say bring back the bidet. Uh, bring in bring, the bidet. Bring in bring the bidet. Bring in. Bring in the bidet. But I, I still need a toilet paper roll. Dab it. I need a, I need a dab. We want to get away from the white. It's in my childhood. We want to be able to just dab. They must to have check. an evil water. Dab to check. It's obviously, you're not going to have it in drought-torn countries. Yeah, but what about... Like, like Iraq. Nah, but what or, about bore water if you clenched your hole nah. so it didn't enter? It didn't enter. Bit of copper around the ring. I don't know. Bit of, bit of fucking arsenic. I don't know. <laughs> nah, but if you clenched hole, you could probably cop bore water. Bit of, but bit of algae. In the city, they'd be right. Every That's, city... That should be. We love people watching. We should be able to go to a big hey, city. Do one better. Fuck the city. Just look after the rural towns. No, well, we're talking about water here. We're in a drought. I was just going to say, if you're already on town water and no tank water, you should be copping fresh hole with a dab every day at lunch and dinner. And a pool. With a pool. <laughs> if you, if you twice want. a day keeps the prostate cancer away. You heard it here first. Um, so, who, probably... who called, who the fuck just called then? Buglari. Buglari. Shout out to fucking bidets, bro. I don't even know if it was about that. It was. It was. Yeah, I can't there it was. I jerked off to a bidet in Japan. But... Boy, I was thinking about it, but I had to get back to dessert because we paid fucking heaps, that bastard. <laughs> But well, you can imagine, you know, yeah. oi, if you if you got off to that, imagine how many chicks had hit the feature twice. Man, how many Hollywood movies have just got the shower head pointed in that direction for them? Yeah. Well, they're going to how dirty old shower head can get it done. Look, the Japanese are all over it, right? I'm actually thinking of going over. We um, discussed our holiday dates and still going to put out some content for you guys. Um. My wife is saying a solid no, but she had a snowboard today with new bindings that she got given out on the couch, and then she put her goggles on and looked at me because I've been going on about it for the last three weeks, and I said, should we do it? And, yeah, we're obviously going to have to fucking hook in to make it happen, and it's a little bit cheaper than Canada. Well, uh, are you looking forward to the snowboarding or the bidet pool? I want to go heliboarding. Fuck <laughs> both of them. You're... <laughs> that's all I want to do. Yeah. You know, my fetish for helicopters and snowboarding, mm. and I need mm-hmm. that fixture. Last night I was so angry, and all I did was watch snowboarding videos for two hours, and I'm like, I need to get back there. I mm. want to do a thing next year. Definitely. Our good mates with Better Beer, right? Yep. I want to fucking ring them up, because we're good mates with them. 
Went and played golf with them. They're fucking great blokes. I'd love to do a thing next year when we join up with Better Beer. I haven't even told them this yet, but I'm gonna. If we joined up with them, went over to fucking New Zealand, the bros. We got a heap of bros. We listen. do. We do. Imagine if we did a fucking big event with Better Beer on the mountains through a huge day party and went snowboarding all day. Fucking no. This is my thoughts last night. I'm like, okay, there's 365 days in a year. You can do one snowboard trip a year. Hmm. You can earn the money. You can go do what you want, love and want to do. I want to go to Alaska. Yeah. Or snowboard Alaska. I want to snowboard Norway. Mate, I've got a powder board and a fucking park board. you got the best board a... ever, that Kurt Cobain board. I've got a fucking board with Kurt Cobain on it. It is one of the of sickest it. boards. It is unreal. It's a park board, but I'll wear it on the mountain because I love it. And I haven't been able to use it for fucking years because I haven't got back from Canada. Yes. So I've said to myself last night, I promised myself, I'm going to do a snow trip at least once a year. Let's hope it turns into five times a year. Well, but, we're going to get on to better beer and hopefully we can make an event next year on the mountain, big party, DJs, snowboarding, good times. Yeah, maybe let's just do a snow machine. Sounds prime to me. Oh, I need a piss. All right. Oh, we done. <laughs> We've got three left. Oh, no, I need a piss. <laughs> well, suck me off with a belt-driven yabby pump. 200 episodes, boys. So proud of you. This is one fuckhead that's very, very, very impressed. He's gone out and you've achieved it. And it's um, it's a, it's a bit of a feat, you know what I mean? And I reckon it's a, uh, it's a lesson to a lot of these young blokes out there. You go out and work hard and try and achieve something and you'll get there. And there's a lot of bullshit out there today. People want you to invest in this and this is how you make money and it's all the scam, you know what I mean? What you're better off doing is like you guys have had, go out and have a crack and, and learn how to do it. And don't try and find something easy, you know? Like, smooth seas never made a skilled sailor. It reminds me of a story of King Arthur's day. And um, there was these knights and they knew they had something very valuable to find. But that's all they knew. They didn't know what it was or where it was. So all these blokes, they entered the forest in the place that looked darkest to them. Because it's not always easy, you know what I mean? And if it is easy, some other bastard's already doing it. It's usually hard. And that reminds me of a story. A mate of mine rang me the other day, Grog Monster. And he said, mate, he said, I went to the bloody doctor had to get the prostate exam. And he said, I'm laying in a bloody ball waiting for the doctor. And he's um, over in the corner and he comes over and he says, bloody Matthew, try not to, uh, try not to get an erection this time. Real <laughs> quietly. And he said... Well, my name's Darren. We call him Grog Monster. He said, my name's Darren. And he said, yeah, I know. My name's Matthew. I said, oh, fuck. Surely not. He must have been joking. And he said, mate, he bloody wasn't. He said, I should have twigged when I walked in. I said, where should I put me clothes? He said, fucking over there next to mine. <laughs> I said, holy shit, Daz. I said, don't go back to him. I said, he's not that same doctor. My mate's sister went to. He was furious. She was about 21. Never had a pap smear before. Anyway, she said to the doctor, oh, I'm a bit nervous, thought you might be female and never had a pap smear. And he said, no, no, that's right, I'm a doctor, perfectly, uh, perfectly fine. If you've never had one of these, show you what to do. Jump up on the table, get your gear off, and I'm going to have to numb your fanny. <laughs> anyway, she jumps up on the table, gets her gear off, she's laying on the thing, and he just dives straight in and just goes, num, 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 num. Bloody Unbelievable. <laughs> Righto, boys. Stay to yourselves. Happy 200. Legends. Go on, you fuckhead. That's, uh, 
That's brilliant stuff. Classic. And, yeah, nom nom. Everything's great with the consent. Yeah, that's right. She had yeah. her consent. Obvious jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. I feel sorry for the Botsman. He has to go to court over a joke. Who's that? The Botsman. He has to go to court over a joke. I, uh... I won't go any further, but he has to go to court. <laughs> Of a comedy, <laughs> and it's a joke. This is my this is my thing with the butts, man. Right, I fucking love him a lot. Like I'm talking ninety nine percent of the shit he says. I go, yeah, but he also knowingly puts himself in the fucking blue heat of the fire mm. consistently. So I'm saying, unreal love. The fucking shit that you're saying that a lot of people see, but don't whinge when you fucking get burnt because it's like that's how it is. Andrew, <laughs> mm, what's his name? <laughs> Who? Huh? Oh Wait. no, Andrew Schultz. Schultz. He's it? been on. He's a comedian. Been on. Road. He said a lot worse than the Butsman. He did. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Oi, I'm saying... And, and he got away with it. That's Oi. what shits me. Because he's not from Australia. Oh. And he fucking got away with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. He said way worse than Oi, the busman. And please don't get Isaac, me wrong. Yeah. Please don't get me wrong with, with being against the busman at all. I think a lot of what he said is valid and fucking... It, and by the way... It's a fucking joke. It's a fucking joke. So he always does it. I, right? That's the only reason I'm like, okay, you've gone pretty hard. That... Then Andrew Schultz comes over Says from that America. Nothing. There's a bit of a joke about picnics. Yeah. And everyone finds it funny and he's not cancelled. He's not cancelled. And poor old Isaac is going to fucking the human rights court, mm. for fuck's sake. This is comedy. I'd, uh, I'd honestly like to get... I know. We, we would never go into that. We've talked about it a Mate, few we times. stay we, away we, from yeah, a lot of uh, things. We can't even... Yeah. Yeah. No, You're no. going to find yourself in hot water? No, 100%. But, oi, I respect Isaac Butterfield for just going, fuck off. I think this is funny. He His morals when he actually talks about what he truly believes in, he's a good person. But yeah, that's what he's saying. He, he goes, makes jokes he definitely he's doesn't, a He doesn't believe in that joke. He's just telling the joke. Yeah. He doesn't believe the joke he's saying. He doesn't have anything. It'd actually be a really interesting chat to get him on to talk about those side of things, which we might reach out to the big man and get yeah. him on. But, mm. uh, yeah. It, it, a lot of comedians that tell isn't funny that, jokes, they the, don't actually believe what they're saying. It's look, a joke. Oi, here's the thing with comedy. If you're not offending some cunt, you're not really funny. Fuck and the only know. people that break that curb is probably Carl oh, Barron. Yep. Name one other cunt that is actually really funny, like as in snap, slap your knee funny, but doesn't offend one cunt that isn't Carl Barron. I want to say something really controversial. Here we go. Shout out to Patreon. <laughs> the amount of people that have hit us up in this space, yeah. managers of this, managers of that, and they're going, I used to manage Jim Jeffries. The cunt isn't funny anymore. He was the best. He was 10 out of 10. I'll give you that. You're not funny anymore, Jim. Bring it back. You're not funny. I, uh, I, I've got what do to... you think? 
I've got to admit, I haven't, I have not. He was 10 out of 10. I, I have not found, I have not found the time to listen to not only Jim's old stuff that much. I, I pissed myself. Oh, I, I listened to it like a trademark and he was up there I, with I, Rude. I found that, I found Jim's old stuff very funny. I've got to admit, I haven't had the time to sit there and listen to his new stuff. So I can't comment, but... If he's changed from the way he was because of something, then that's pretty sad. His newest specials of what's his new thing? Um, the talk show in, back in Australia. He's back. Yeah, I was talking to a mate about this the other day. So he gets like an expert in a field on, and then the expert will ask him ten questions, and because Jim will just answer. Well, I think the thing that's annoying me is the people are reaching out to us. They're going, "I've uh, managed Jim." Recently, and I'm going, yeah, but he's not funny anymore. And then there's this awkward silence with a few people we've had a chat. The to. thing with Jim, I it's hard because media you can't trust the mainstream media. They edit things and they do stuff, and you don't. He's know done some of the biggest. Jim, I, I Jim love the bloke. In, but Jim back in the day, like you said, was the funniest thing ever. I haven't got to the chance gun to control, watch his new gun stuff control. yet. But what, you know that RV Manny dude, you know that RV dude. Who rocks up to all those protests and stirs the pot and all that sort of nah. shit, which I think is just asking for trouble or whatever. But a lot of the things I also agree with, some things I don't. But Jim Jeffries, he put up a video that RV Amani going on to the Jim Jeffries show, talking to Jim Jeffries. And he had a he had a bit of a, you know, a weird feeling about it. Put a camera in the corner of the room. With his stuff, Jim and did. Fi- and no, RV Manny mm. put put a thing in the corner, filmed it, put press record because he had a bit of a weird feeling about it. He went and did an interview with Jim, and RV's known to go to like protests and you know against vegans and fucking all that shit, yeah. and actually ask questions that probably you and I'd ask people. And it's interesting to see their questions. And he did an interview with Jim Jeffries, and they talked about. Um, all types of shit, and Jim Jeffries, not so much Jim. I'm sure Jim doesn't go off set and edit his fucking video, but whoever the fuck was behind the scenes chopped and changed answers to questions to make him seem like a fucking serial motherfucker. And then he put a... RV put a video out afterwards no. saying, this is the actual interview. Look what he did to me. And ever since I watched that, not that I'm like this RV fucking cult hero follower. I just watched a thing where he literally showed the questions actually getting answered and what whoever behind the scenes was from that show did. Mm. And I just went from that. I was just like, I can't respect you because you've just twisted a cunt's words and so, made him look like shit, which I will never, ever, ever do on this show. I lost you a bit there. Was it Jim or RV who twisted the words? Jim. Right. RV... Like RV known, <coughs> RV many or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if I pronounced it wrong. Obviously goes to these protests, which a lot of the times no, I so fucking. Jim, Jim's got edited by someone. No, well, Jim, Jim is the bloke asking yeah, Avi yeah. oh, questions. So it's, it's Avi's words that have got got twisted yeah, and yeah, changed yeah, yeah, and yeah, chopped yeah. by. And I'm not saying Jim Jeffries because, like no, I said, no, Jim wouldn't right. be the one going no. to edit it, but he's the person asking Avi those questions. And whoever the behind the scenes was, whether it be Jim, whether it be his producer, whatever, know, chopped yeah. and changed it to make Avi feel like, like look like a piece of shit. 
And that's what I'm not about. We've that's had times no, no in no this way. show where we've had people on and they've said shit that could turn into the biggest fucking story ever, but we've looked at it and went, that's probably not the best interest of this person or the show or mm-hmm. in general, and we haven't put it up. And that's why ever since I saw that happen and watched both sides, I've just been a little bit off him a little bit. Oh, That's my biggest thing. I'm like, you can take words out. Don't jumble the words. That's right. You can cut things out. Don't 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 change. Don't. Like he literally showed the whole question and his answer, and then showed what they put out, which was a totally different answer to a different question in another spot. Wow. And I'm just yeah. like, I cannot respect someone involved with that sort of activity, and I will never be a part of that. I'm just sad that like Jim, I. I used to drive Sunny Coast a fair few Thursday nights for uni night and we'd fucking head down there. Oh, funny as fuck, mate. Stay on the Sunny Coast. And we'd live some Jim Jeffries, all his specials the whole way down. And now he's just fucking, I don't know. Like I said, I can't comment it because I I literally don't have the time to listen to a Netflix special at the moment. But, but. Wait, we'd love to have you on, Jim. And get back to your originals. I love his fucking threesome story when he's sweating over the fucking <laughs> girls at some fucking hotel in Mexico. Gun control or Europe bit. Or the gun, the gun control, control is, is oh, massive. His gun massive. control is the biggest thing ever, and he's yeah. dead true. Spot on. That yeah. is one comedy act where you go, well, that should be true facts. And such a simple bit, too. Simple? Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, yeah, let's just get rid of the big guns. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. No, oi, he, he's spot on. And yeah. and, and the burn victim one. That was one of my yeah, favourite. Yeah. And he's great with some things that he does. And like I said, who knows? Avi might have changed that thing to the point that it made it look like it. But I watched that one video and I just went, anyone who manipulates someone else's word to make them feel bad to gain something for yourself, I do not respect. It's an eye-opener for us in this space because if you have to get to that point where you have to sell out and do talk shows and not be who you are, I'll go back fucking doing bearings any day of the week. And, yeah. And doing shutdowns and hanging with the boys and having a beer after work. Mm. I won't go into a talk show like you said, Cam. Controlled by someone, what I can and can't say. Like you and said, And that's the best Cam, thing about podcasts. Like you said, Cam, we have had to take things out of this show because we've probably said a few things yep. that aren't allowed on mainstream media. Shout out to Patreon. Subscribe, five bucks a week, 20 bucks a month. But we have never put someone's answer to a question no. in a different question to make them seem someone that they are not, and I will fucking never do that for my whole life. I could life. never do it. Ever, ever. We always ask after a yeah. uh, guest comes on, mm-hmm. is there anything you're concerned about? Is there anything you're concerned about? Is there anything you'd want taken out? Please listen to the episode first. Let us know if there's anything you're worried we'll about. Send because you the link. it's not only benefiting us, we want to help the person we're getting on because the fucking lift and tide reaches all, like, Raises all ships. Yeah. Sweet. That's how it is. So shout out to Jim because he's done some great things. Yeah. But there's that one little thing for me that I'd love to get some clarification on because mm. I've just haven't been the same about him since. Come on here and be funny again. Yeah, come on here and be funny again. He's, and got tell the us poten- he's definitely got the potential. Fucking right. <laughs> right, eh? Just not under contract. Tommy, Cam, Quintrex with a fucking Evan Rude on the back. Boys, honoured to be asked to be tell your story on your 200th episode, and I've fucking got a hell of one for you. Back in the day, I slayed a dragon so my mate could get to the princess. Now, 
My mate had a princess girlfriend. She was hot as shit, but he could never have anything to do with her really one-on-one time because the old man was a lunatic, but she also had an older sister who we just called Mortlock. Mortlock was massive. She was, like, not ugly or... She was just this big woman with blonde hair. She was about four or five years older than us, and basically someone had to slay the dragon for him to get the princess. Now, there was no secret that old Buster had locked horns with Mortlock on a few occasions, <laughs> over the, you know, a few, few months prior. So he's lined it up with me to come with him. So we got out there, we got in the door, everything's going okay. Eventually one thing leads to another. I pull out the sword and I start slaying the dragon in the laundry. While my mate, the fucking idiot, I don't, I don't know why he's done this, but he's got her on, in the lounge room. I'm in the laundry doing my part. He's on the lounge. I think he was doing his part. And then the old man's come home early with mum and fucking hell broke loose. Oh. I've assumed my mate's dead. <laughs> like, shit was getting smashed. It was screaming and mainly from my mate. There was yelling. There was Mum was screaming. Fucking the princess was screaming. I had Mortlock screaming, but that got fucked up. <laughs> anyway, Mortlock's pushed me into the linen cupboard. <laughs> She's gone out the you know, calm situation down. But it... I couldn't go anywhere. They lived out of town. My mate drove me. He'd fucked off. Well, I'd assumed he was dead. I'm like, fuck am I going to do here? Mortlock's come back, told me, you're just going to have to ride it out. So I, I physically had to stay in the, just in the laundry until daylight when the old man's fucked off to work. He drove a truck. So he had to go to work early Saturday morning, and I've got in an old Mortlock. She's had to drive me back to town to the safety. So me and our Mortlock, we knocked, we knocked horns there for a little while, but you know, that, was all, that was all in the past and a bit of fun. But that was the night that I slayed the dragon for my mate to get to the princess. Boys, congratulations on 200 episodes. Um, I'm stoked to be part of the show. Um, what you guys are doing for mental health is, is unreal. Certainly 100% have helped me more than more than I can ever imagine. Just listening to your podcast, having a laugh, having a joke, that trendsetters group, everything you do is positive. I fucking love it. Um, we, I've, I've become really great mates with one of yous. Um, one of yous is like a weird step uncle now that I wouldn't go camping with, and then the other one is like an odd step sister, I guess. But you three can work out who's who of that bunch. But I love all three of yous. Thank you very much. You should be really proud. You've built this thing into this massive international thing now with, with what yous are doing. Um, yeah, couldn't be happier. Couldn't be prouder to call your mates. Um, mad respect. Love yous. Can't wear in business together now. Oh, as well. Mate, You're a great lad. Mate, oi. Buster is one of the lads I was talking about before with meeting people through this show that's striving for the same stuff. Yep. Yep. So he's exactly what I'm talking about and fucking for drilling Mortlock. For the sake of you, get your mate getting to play of the princess. <laughs> You <laughs> feel like a okay. fucking tugboat pulling up to a tanker. <laughs> yeah, so look at old coal ship. For you, drawing more. We'll tie you in, brother, in you, the laundry. For you, <laughs> <laughs> for you to be able to plough the missus. And do you know what? Not the missus. I hope that there was some fresh fucking dried towels for you in that night. I know. What I, I'd like to hear that. Extended yarn of what the mum looks like. Well, you got the princess, Mortlock. Well, look, Mortlock it's obviously took mum. after dad, and the princess obviously took after mum. Buster no. ploughed dad. Oh, mate, ploughed mum. Oh, mate, got caught. Buster ploughed Mortlock. Got a camp with some fresh towels in the laundry. Off he goes. Couple of sheets of the fucking front loader. <laughs>
That's right. Turn the dryer <laughs> on for some extra warmth at night. Hey, is that dryer on? Mum would have went, yeah, I'm just drying some towels. Oh, my undies. Yeah. Big buses just fucking ploughed through me. Ploughed through them. Family reunion. That's right. Shit. Are you the, who was the three options? Mortlock. No, no, no. <laughs> of of the three of us. I, I think I'm the mate. Of, I talk to Buster very regularly. Yeah, He's yeah, a close yeah. mate of mine. I think you're the weird step uncle. I'd be the sister thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're the st- I, I didn't know there was three of us involved. No, there was. Yeah. What was the three, Quint? It's like a weird step uncle. You yeah, know, you're like the weird step uncle. Afraid to go camping with and yeah. the weird stepsister. That's Am I the like weird one he wants, doesn't want to th- go camping I with? I think you're the weird step uncle that he doesn't want to go camping with. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't fit in the swag that can't. <laughs> you have to put a nah, ten, up, ten up for him. You two would be telling each other what to do. <laughs> and then you'd just be like, nah, do it this way. <laughs> Plus that last point. If you wanted to fuck him, you wouldn't have fit in a two-man. That's right. He has lost a fair bit of weight. He too. fucking has. Good on him. Mm. Right on. Yeah, on you. What? A- <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Oi, Wait, how many? We got one left. Yeah, we'll right. go to the one left. Nah, yeah. I love you, Buster, mate. Love fucking, yeah, yeah, fucking nice. Love you, yeah. mate. Busting up, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Keep it real. Still drinking out of this hole. S shade, man. Last one. Who will it be? Right up, fella. <laughs> Legends! <laughs> how the fuck are you? Yeah. Fucking 200 eps, hey, boys. Yeah. 200 no, fucking eps. <laughs> Who would have thought a couple of fucking degenerates from Glaston could ma- make it this far? But, um, fucking hell, boys. Hey, I'm fucking proud of you cunts and uh, also proud to fucking call you mates. So uh, a lot of cunts don't know, but um, I used to be a bush poet back in the day. <laughs> uh, won many contests and <laughs> used to... Uh, do it to get women, but Fuck apparently off. women don't like fucking bush poets. They like fucking musicians and shit, so I had to give it up and just become a cool cunt. <laughs> anyway, mate, I've written a poem for um, your 200 episodes, and uh, I've called it the uh, the Alpha Blokes Poem. So Fuck off. Uh, wow. bear with me as wow. I'm sitting in a fucking room in China. Um, yeah, I've wrote it on the plane, and um, yeah, here you go, boys. You ready? In a sunburned country where the yarns are around, the Alpha Bikes podcast is the best to be found. In the land down under where the roos do hop, the boys took the mic and they just won't stop. 200 episodes and still going strong. With Quinn the Switch Bitch, you can't go wrong. Now I'm here of trucker cap fame. I feel mighty chuffed to sponsor this game. I'm proud to call up every Thursday. A proper true yarn that often causes a ray. Tommy the Pommy from over the ditch weaves his tails without missing a stitch. Uncle Jacko chimes in, motivation in hand. Being a good cunt and as good at it, man. Bugalari's blonde moments are a treat to hear. Loving his bidets and sitting crystal clear. Randy Footlong, his cock mighty tall. Fez the pig farmer, the most free range of all. What about Buster and his cracker tail? that nearly end up with him in jail. Then there's a poo bandit and his big dirty log, and you can't forget his sausage dog. Stay out of yourselves, they're saying so neat, deleting head noise every time they hit repeat. To the battlers, the jokers, and every mate, this podcast's a gem, it's truly first rate. Mental health's a journey, ain't always a breeze, but with these blokes, it's a walk in the trees. This terrible stigma is tough and you can't deny this is true, but you boys make it lighter with every yarn you construe. With every yarn spun and each tale you tell, you make Aussie podcasting ring like a bell.
to the everyday battler that's had a hard go. Thanks to your podcast, their stories can flow. Cheers for the platform from coast to coast. For Tom, Cam and Quinn, we raise a toast. Keep them laughs coming and the story's so prime and we'll be here laughing time after time. So raise your coldly to Tom, Cam and Quinn and the rest of the crew that always jump in. And as I tip my cap, feeling great pride, you bloody legends have brought me along for the ride. I can honestly stay say while standing here tall that I'm fucking privileged to be a part of it all. Cheers, cunts, and cheers to the next thousand fucking episodes you mad fuckers put out there. Love yous to bits and uh, God bless you. Big knock out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> fucking... I can't even, like, that just suits so well. With He's done well, the fella. Little fella. Little That's fella. what. <laughs> Cam just took a shot out of the hole. So that, we're going to have to keep that as the hole. Possum, so, possum boots. <laughs> so that just fits in perfectly with what we talked about, the whole thing. People you meet and people that are happy to see you grow and be a part of it all. Bust and knuckles. Be safe over there, mate. Labrador a day keeps the doctor away. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, but honestly, that was excellent. Yep. Well done, Nux. Buster, everyone who's been a part of the whole show, everyone that's called in, like we said, it fits in perfectly. These people that we've met are lifelong mates, and it's not just a part of the show. It's not just this. Everyone that I've met outside of the show, I've been myself the same. So is Cam, so is Quinn, and I will be forever. And that's the whole thing that we're trying to think, do here. We won't change for anyone. We are who we are. And um, we appreciate every single person. And we are way too far into it for anyone to go. You weren't yourself today, or who are you trying to be? Oh. Now, you got that many opportunities on every different platform to go. Yeah, fuck what off. What are you trying li- to do today, cunt? Yeah, fuck off and listen if to something If you want to be someone else, yeah. we're going to get pulled up real quick. That's right. And like Cam said, there might be some things that are taken out because, you know, you just can't say for a, a certain thing, so shout out to Patreon. Check that out. But, you know... We do our best to be ourselves. We feel like we give the everyday battler a voice and we delete his no- head noise one laugh at a time. That's our goal. That's our focus. That, what's, that is what we are here to do. And we are very proud of the community that we have created and the times we've had over the last two years. Fucking oath. So, Thank you. This is an amazing opportunity to get to 200. Oh, mm. We would have got to 200. What? Anyway, because it just would have been an excuse. We're three cunts but, listening. But the, yeah. f- the fact that we can now do this as a job, I cannot express to you. I don't know what I would be. I don't know where I would be in my life right now if it wasn't for you guys. Because I was working seven on seven off. Beck and I decided to have another kid. We got twins. There was four of us. We were in a house too small to fit us all in. We made the decision to buy another place. We had two places that we were paying off. If this didn't happen like this, I'd be working away for seven on, seven off, which was great at the time. But with four kids and a wife that is committed to being a good mum, I do not know how would I would have survived being at home, being away for seven days at a time. And yous have made it fucking... Normal for me to be at home with my kids and family every night. So 
thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. Fucking oath. Appreciate you all. Fucking oath. And a couple of things to finish off. I've got a proud moment as well to touch on. Building something off the side of this that started up the creek at 77 with the old man and mm. bringing the boys into. We are in our first fucking tackle store. Yes. Josh, yeah, Josh from fucking Agnes Water, 1770 Bait and Tackle, has been slaying the flathead and has come up with some brilliant rigging techniques. We dropped him off a few packets last week. He went to give him the test and literally caught eight flathead in two days. Come up already with a couple of different rigging styles that I'm going to do a video for you on and show you exactly how he does it and the results of it on the Alpha Lures fishing page. So go check that out on all the socials. Go and follow them. Go and follow us and check it out because it's fucking exciting things. And it won't be the first tackle store, but it meant a lot to me to make sure it was the first one because that's where the fucking idea was born up the creek there. So go and have a look at all that stuff. And we have one more thing to ask is to finish this off. We've talked about the community that we're involved in, what we've created, what you guys have created. And we've been shortlisted, Cambodian, oh. for the People's Choice Award for the Australian Podcast Awards. Yes, so obviously I reckon we'll win. Oh, fuck who knows, man. And honestly... No, I'm confident. Yeah. Well, look... we've all, we're not going to be there. We're, we're, <laughs> we've talked about the community that we're in, right? And how about everyone gets around us? We've said it a couple of times. We've shared it on the socials. But the oh. Australian Podcast Awards, the People's Choice Award, the only one that I give any single fuck about because it's not controlled by a narrative of some fuck who just chooses who he likes and that. It is up to the people, which is the only motherfuckers that I give a shit about. The people who choose to listen and support us. And the fact that we've been shortlisted in Australia with about 20 others in there means that people care about us. They like what we're doing. And I like you people. So we asked you one thing. Go and give us a vote because to take that out would be fucking unreal. And it just proved the community that we've created and what we're going to keep fucking kicking ass in for the next 20 plus years. Sorry I'm cocky, but literally I've never felt with how much podcast we've both listened to since probably 2017. Yeah, yeah. I've never felt like there was a group to join when you lo- loved a podcast. Even Joe Rogan, there's not a... I don't, I don't know. No, no, is. no. Me and you talked about it around the fire because we both happened to talk yeah, about but it. Like, is there a Joe Rogan page that we can connect like no. um, I would all not. our trendsetters page? I would not know. I don't, I don't think there is, and Me that's either. why I think we are the people's choice because we're the we people, all, mate. We all relate. We, we do. All, we all have a beer. We work hard. We're some of we're us there are, for each some other. Some of us are tradesmen. Some of us are truck drivers. Some of us drive a train. Some of us some go to uni. Some of us are women. Businessmen. Like we got everything. I had a woman come up to me at the races, and she goes, "I love what you do." Love who you are. She goes, I really love how you support your wife and talk so highly of her on the show. Yeah. And I respected that too because I feel like a lot of blokes around their mates give their missus shit to get a laugh or something. 
instead of actually giving them the credit they deserve. My fucking wife is at home all the time while we go do what we do to support what we do, looking after four kids at the same time. So I'm giving her every credit that it is. But I never thought this would be a thing that women would listen to. But the fact that just being yourself, giving everyone credit where they deserve credit, affects everyone at the same time in different ways. means so much to me. So if you guys go give that a vote, if we can be the fucking number one People's Choice in Australia award, that would fucking be unreal because it means fuck a narrative. Fuck what powerful people think. We're the people's fucking podcast. Yeah, that's right. I don't give a fuck who wins. I'm just oh, going, man. I dead set with who we are. We won the people's choice. Oh. It was like the other day. Um, exactly what you're talking about, appreciating your missus, that off-road um, creative, this bloke was doing the canopy, they're just raving him up and he goes, oi, this wouldn't happen without my partner that's fucking doing all the background shit just because I'm the face of it. And that's we've got to shout out to oh, both our partners. Both of them, mate. Yeah. If we can't fucking, we couldn't do this. Oi, me and you are sitting here on this couch. I've got stage three yarns back from the yarns I put in. You've got a fucked ass. Quinn's Quinn's sitting over there. He's got shackled marks on his wrist for getting chained to a table for 12 hours. The missus have got baggy eyes because they're dealing with screaming kids and doing everything behind the scenes. Mm. This is a multiple person team that happens. We just make it seem like... Cam and I are sitting here deleting head noise because that's what we want to what we want to do for our people, and that's what our it's people. all about. Our fucking people, and do you know what the best part is? Even if something happens, we've already won the people's choice. We've created a community. I'm not being cocky. I'm just saying. Nah, oi, the award there can't be someone with this community. We are not going in to, Australia. I am telling you right now, we have booked a Christmas party on that night, and we will not be at the fuck ass award night in Sydney because mm. that is not the thing. I don't want to stand up in front of people, cop a clap, and tell a speech. I just want to yeah, prove. Pull a Grammy out, you cunt. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Shelve it. Because I just want to celebrate with the people that I love and fucking go, how good's this? Let's keep building this shit. So everyone that's voted for us so far in that thing, because it's the only one I care about, thank you very much. And Quino, mm. where do people go if they want to give us a vote? I think I think it's like three or four days to go. I'd just love to say stick it up, yeah, to all the fucking narrative-controlled podcasts that are just saying what they're supposed to Different say platforms. in the world. AustraliaPodcastAwards.com slash voting. AustraliaPodcastAwards.com slash voting. Put Alpha Blokes I love everyone office. in Australia doing a podcast. It's a beautiful community. 100%. But please show me somehow that you've got the community that we have. Oi, it's not just... Tell me, I don't, I, I don't want to see stats. I want to see... I don't, Oi, it's not just you... us. It's not just us. I. It's not us at all. I look on there, right, and I look at sports podcasts. On the, on the categories that they've selected to pick from. Bloke in a bar, hello sport. Where the fuck are they? They're not on there. If they're not on there, you're an absolute joke. So you, you can't take it. And that's someone who's listened to those podcasts for fucking years and looked at the charts and shit. I don't know. I'm not going to go into it too far. It's similar to the polit- like politics thing. But 
Thank you very much for voting us so far. If you want to vote for us, go for it. If not, I fucking hope you like episode 200 because I'm a welder's dog. So is Cambodian. <laughs> the table's been scattered. We've had every flavour of the fucking wet puss. And Rogan, we're going to be number one for more than <laughs> three weeks next year. Yeah, that's right. We're, we're going for it. We're fucking we've, – we've gone in for two weeks. I – do you know what the ultimate goal... I have goal... to baptise a pig or something. <laughs> Wait, do you know what the ultimate goal would be, Cambodian? Get him on. No, no. I, I don't expect Rogan to come over here. The cunt doesn't even fly over here for fucking millions on a UFC card. That's true. I would love to go to Texas. Barbecue. Go check out all the barbecue stuff. Shoot some big guns. Kelly Slater. And go and see. Ball. I would love to go to Rogan. That would be... Comedy Central. That, Watch that, Rogan. I, I, I'd die a happy cunt if I got to go and chat to Rogan in his studio. Yeah. So anyway, that is episode 200. Everyone who's messaged in, everyone who supports us, everyone who's been along for the whole fucking journey, we cannot thank you enough. It's an unreal feeling to get to this point. It's an unreal feeling to do it as a job. And every single one of you allow me to put food on my kid's table and go home every night to him. So thank you very much and stay the fuck out of yourself. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.